that I must warn you, this is not for the faint of heart, but if you are willing, uh, this is something All three of them just, just like, erupt. Yeah! Oh, as you know, there's the old undercity of Dornweather. This figure seems kind of familiar. This clinking chain oh, now. Oh no! So... I say, perhaps they're at the doorway, and I direct everyone's attention towards the doorway. At that moment, that's my cue. <laughs> yeah, it's been stolen. Oh, oh that's not good. <laughs> and getting that one. Yes! I need you to take five points of You're down! You're down! I'm, I'm glad we didn't immediately kill this guy. <laughs> Hey, I'm Parker McDermott, the creator of Chemveer and host of the Chemveer Adventures of Five Elite podcast. Thanks for joining us. I've always loved stories. I feel like storytelling adds so much magic to life. It's such a big part of who we are as human beings. All of our favorite books, movies, and even songs are there to tell us stories. Stories remind us that we aren't alone and that good things come to those who persevere through darkness. There's always something magical that comes when you're hearing a story that you've never lived or seen or experienced, but you still manage to find yourself in it somehow. And that little connection, that little magical moment, is a really big part of who I am. I remember when I was young, I couldn't have been more than like five, uh, but I got out these colored pencils and I started drawing me and my brothers and some of my friends as these little superheroes with the powers of ice and fire and metal. And while my scribbles were definitely nothing to hang up in the Met or to write home about, there was definitely a spark of creativity and of adventure there. And I think I've craved that ever since. Anyway, all of that is to say that Can Be Your Adventures of the Five Elite is a story. And if you're looking for a professionally crafted, technically fine-tuned work of art, then you better look somewhere else. Uh, this literally started out as a Dungeons & Dragons game in my living room uh, that we decided to record once we got to our third or fourth session. But if you're looking to kick back and enjoy a story of magic and adventure, of unique mysteries, of exciting combat, and honestly hilarious and heartfelt characters, then this is the place for you. As you listen, you'll get to know the five elite. A team consisting of Wei, an elven warrior who was raised in the woods and is making her way home to investigate her parents' murder, played by Amy Cox. Rock, an orcish warrior bound to serve Erevar, the god of light, played by Ethan Budge. Melly, a small-town musician who yearns for adventure, played by John Black. Bagram, an arcane scholar eager to learn more about magic, played by Dylan Schuldberg. And eventually Gotti, a vagabond shapeshifter who wants to know where he came from, played by Daniel Nichols, as well as a whole bunch of non-player characters played by me. It's a world of dragons and danger, of magic and mystery. It's a kingdom of divine artifacts and ancient evils. And ultimately, it's a story of lost and found family. Welcome to Kemvir. Now, before we dive right in, it's important you know a little of the backstory. This is the fourth adventure of the Five Elite. The group met in Russet Hill, a small farming community in the east of the Sapphire Sovereign, which is the main kingdom in this world. They encountered mysterious undead animals that seemed to be searching for a locked silver box that they acquired from the local priest. While investigating the monster's origin and fighting a bunch of them, one of their companions, Brigham Bluesteel, was tragically killed and the silver box was lost. 
yeah, I killed one of my players in the second session. Kind of crazy. A week later, the group agreed to escort two cabinet-making brothers and their wares to Dornweather, the great city of spring. And it is in Dornweather that we begin our adventure today. Morning breaks at the Misty Whale Tavern in Dornweather. Um, you can't argue with me, I'm not even here. <laughs> um, and the sun begins to kind of peek through your window. Uh, let's see. And just you kind of look out over the city. You see a lot of these kind of like blue tiled roofs that you noticed before actually are beginning to open up. Um, and inside them, there's like kind of these, um, these gardens. You see flowers kind of spring up out of there. And that kind of thing, because and as you kind of reflect on it, you realize that surrounding the town there was no um, farmland or anything, as you would usually find with the city. And so it's all kind of an internal kind of thing. So, so they have like greenhouses on all their roofs, kind of. Pretty much, edge. yeah. And it kind of naturally closed up at night, and it's opening again. And you see that there's like these trellises of like flowers are starting to bloom, and that kind of thing as spring is coming through. Um, and on some of the like really fancy buildings, the tiles will like kind of shift into like a clock shape with like little floral tiles coming around as the hands and they make these like beautiful flower patterns. And you see that the city is like kind of starting to get ready for a like spring festival, it would seem. Um, Sorry, is this morning? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you see that this clock is like, it's about like nine ten, nine 9 o'clock. Um, oh man, slept, slept in. in. Yeah. Most unfortunate. So, let's see. Who would rise first? Not me. Probably me. Yeah, probably you. <laughs> Seeing as you don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing this morning? Um, I've mostly just been meditating. Good stuff. And everyone else starts to, to wake up? Anything you guys want to do? I would like some breakfast. Awesome. Don and James are still pretty pretty sleepy. <laughs> they were they're up pretty late selling cabinets and things. So I mean, I guess these were all up pretty late. Did they? I don't remember. Did they go to bed the same time as you? Or were they still out and about? I think. They I think they were with you guys when you went to the. Well, they're heavy sleepers anyway. Um, cool. So you guys go on down, and there's a little bit of hustle and bustle, and you hear the the clinking of cups and the the cooking of fresh meat and, and eggs and things for the morning. Um, and uh, a waitress comes around. She's uh, she's a gnome. She's kind of carrying like a little tray that's like much larger than she is. She's got kind of shoulder length brown hair. She's like, what can I get for you? I would like some pork. Pork, all right. One coming right up. I'll just take some eggs. Scrambled. Egg? Scrambled eggs, okay. Same egg. here. Some scrambled eggs would be wonderful. Scrambled eggs. And I believe the same for me. Eggs? <laughs> yes. uh, perfect. I'll be I'll be right back for that. She's got like piled high just dishes and dishes. She's like loading them up more as you guys are, are get, placing your orders. She goes on back, brings out your meal. Kind of a nice morning. And um and as you guys are enjoying your meal, you pay your couple of copper pieces for it and whatnot. Um you see that a young blonde girl with very curly hair, she's a tiefling, she has like some little horns starting to poke through, but she's only like thirteen or so, so still pretty like small. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's Got like a problem with that. <laughs> mostly like normal, like pretty pale complexion. Okay. Tieflings come in all colors. Yeah. Um, and she comes in, and she kind of starts looking around with a little like scroll in hand. Um, and she's looking around, and she spots you, Rock. 
Um, and she starts coming your way. And she says, Excuse me, are you Mr. Rock? I am indeed. Great. Um, my father sent me with uh, just a message for you. And she holds out the scroll. My father, Father Ratho, you met him last uh, night. Yes, I did. He just wanted me to let you know that he'll be busy throughout the morning, but he'll be available to, to see you all in the afternoon. Uh, thank you most kindly. Will you be here, or where might we find you? In the afternoon? Um, well, if it is not, if it would inconvenience you all to walk over here, we could go to the to the monastery. Monastery? Fantastic. That'll be good. We will meet you there uh, at the afternoon time. Around 3 o'clock? I can't tell time, but when the sun is somewhere in, in <coughs> that general vicinity, then yeah. She's going to look I'll at the rest. of clocks around. <laughs> we can we make that work. Three o'clock it is. Great. Awesome. Uh, well, good day. And she kind of gives a little wave and heads on out. I do say this is perhaps the most beautiful town I've ever seen. Want to perhaps take note of it for the subject of a song later. Hmm. What do you think that these strange opening and closing panels do? I, it seems most strange to have that. It seems like it would let all the rain in. It appears that uh, it has been made known to me <laughs> um, that uh, they are um, for vegetation, for, um, for farming. For farming? Do they grow plants on the inside of their houses? Uh, you've been to Dornwood before, right? You know. Most of them, I'm sure. Um, I mean, that's up to you. <laughs> I yes, don't believe I have. There's a there's a shortage of farmland, and um, they they use lots of their buildings. And as you guys are talking about this, you hear doof, 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 massive fearbug footsteps coming down, um, and you see these two brothers, James and Don. <laughs> Oh, it was a real comfy bed. Wow. Uh, hey. Hey, down there. And he's waving to it, and he, he orders some food um, from this small gnome woman <clears throat> and, uh, and comes and has a seat next to you guys. Hey, how are you guys? We're doing wonderful. Good. Ready to sell some more cabinets? About that. Uh, <laughs> best, best of luck with your... <laughs> Your um, cabinet selling. Thank you. It, it seems today we might have some business throughout the city, but perhaps we will run into each other as we as you sell your boxes. I do hope that it goes well. Thanks. Yeah, you guys. I know you guys are, are pretty tough dudes, up to a lot of stuff. Anything and, and and women. Let's not be discriminatory. Oh, here. sorry. I meant dudes in the in the gender neutral <laughs> sense of the term. Okay. I apologize, yeah. way. No, no I give way like a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like wow, the the city sure looks pretty outside our window here. Must be for the the spring jubilee coming up. The what was that? You know the big spring festival for Queen Averna, Queen of the Spring. Oh, right. I do not know. Who is this queen? So the four seasonal gods and whatever. She is the. The goddess of spring. She's typically represented as having like the head of a rabbit, um, and with like the spring magic of like plant growth, and um, uh, has a lot to do with like farming season. It's planting time that the people will pray for good crops and that kind of thing. She's my favorite. She's 
Right? She's... Oh, yeah. I like, I like Spring and Averna. She's pretty, pretty cool. She does seem like she'd be good for you. Oh! What does that mean? Do you know what? <laughs> Maybe we should use this as an opportunity to sell our stuff. Put some, like, flowers on our cabinets to get them decorated nice. We, we better get working on that. Um, and James is like, yeah, let's go, let's go pick some flowers. And James just like walks out of the street and he starts like looking at, um, at different flowers that people are growing on their homes and stuff. Oh, Parker, you said you were going to give me a thing to do. Do you have the thing for me? It's not yet. Okay. That's okay. Not, it's not, there's nothing super important in there though. Cool. Yet. So. Yeah. Just for, just for what I was like, although I will show it to you because it's actually so dope. But, um, <laughs> you can know that you have a songbook, um, at your disposal. I also will flex. So, as I was working in Adobe Illustrator, I took an Illustrator class through the library recently. Yeah. There's some cool stuff. And I updated the, the cover of his book. Isn't that nice? nice. Um, where is... Are those, like, embossed, kind of? Yeah, so there's, like, it has a rendering feature in there now where I just, like, made these little circle things and then it rendered itself out. And so, here's, like, kind of the book and all that. That's my book. And then... Uh, with yours, I wanted a, a symbol kind of for the Church of the First song, and so I was fiddling with it, and this one is kind of embossed in the front line. And then when you go in, this book belongs to you, and we're working on the table of contents. But Nice. I imagine it's something that it's kind of like lots of church members would have something like yes. this. Yes. Like that. It's kind of like the, the um, duty to God. Kind of just like progress manual. almost like uh, a book of like folk songs that like just that everyone in general, all of what oratory would know, and even people who aren't cool, will cool. be familiar with. Um, so yes, that is on the way. Um, cool. So they're going out to to pick flowers and things, and uh, you guys have just finished your meal. What would you like to get up to today? Let's get up to some, some business. Maybe we should explore under the town. I don't know how much time we have before 3 then. I do agree that exploring under the town would be an interesting idea, but I am concerned about the time and as far as how long it would take us to travel down there. And I kind of stop the gnome lady as she's serving. Like, I have a quick question. Yeah, how can I help you? Have you ever been to the underside of the city? Down, no. down? Undercity? Nah, not really my not really my style. It's uh just a bunch of dirt, a bunch of broken down buildings. Okay. Do you know how long it would take us to travel down there? Uh, a couple hours. Like uh, let's see, pretty pretty decent hike, I'd say. Maybe like three hours to get down, four hours to get up. I think you can. Yep, for sure. So perhaps not today, but we might attempt that tomorrow and see what what kind of cook. Mm. Mm, it's like there's six hours from now to, to three. Mm. Uh, we could explore the city and see, see <clears throat> perhaps if we can make any purchases, any business that we may have. Then we could perhaps come back here and after we're done exploring and waiting for a sweet thought to go to the monster. Does anyone else have any sort of business that they need to attend to? Bargum, I, I believe we don't know yet. I'm, your goal may be here. I'm really here to uh, observe add to my collection of notes. If we come across anything particularly interesting, I'll make a note. I have been thinking of swinging past the armory to see if they have uh, studded armor. I think that's not a bad idea. Just after our last couple of adventures, I've been thinking it'd be nice to have a little upgrade. 
I've been actually thinking that I could do with some chain mail as well. But <laughs> it's in our budget. Two thousand five hundred. I assure you, I have one gold piece. That will be more than enough to cover any sort of expenditures. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> you just lose or pebbles. You could always do that trick that you did with the troll again, and you could. Ah, uh, but mm, that would be. See, they were they were they were not legitimate guards, so. Um... Or our monkey could touch some pebbles. You know? but oh yeah, did you have any food for Rafiki? <laughs> yeah, we should. Oh, I'll give him this mix. <laughs> you don't really want to be actually. He kind of like pokes at him and starts to like pull him apart and make kind of like monkey noise. <laughs> and there's like a little bit of egg kind of like flying over. And there's like a there's a minotaur man at the table next to you and he kind of glances over and like flicks a little bit out of his fur on his shoulder there. I'm like, do you have a problem with my monkey? <laughs> He he gives you like a a look and then is just gonna like go back and just take another <laughs> swig of his uh of his nice big glass of milk. I think if you're not careful, someone may eat that monkey. Are you hungry? <laughs> Perhaps um some another thing we could do while we're in the city is check by um, the library or um, other places of learning and ask uh, if we can learn more about our cool and. Um, these monsters that he creates. See if there's perhaps some place where they're centralized, or just learn more of the story. I think that's a good idea. It might be worthwhile as well to check by whatever outpost the the city guard holds and see if there have been any attacks on Dornweather in recent times. Good idea. Mediocre idea. I concur. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Most appreciated. Now, where where should we head to first? Um, maybe we can swing by the library on our way to the guard post. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Um, so, you guys go out and how do you get there? What's the plan? I plan to walk through the city. <laughs> Is it like a? I mean. Like, is it ridiculously big city? Or? It's like decently large. Where like, there's not like one of those signposts in the middle that just says library. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, see if we can ask uh, the bartender or somebody. Like, there's a library in town. That seems most agreeable. All right. You see her. She's like, again, got like a big old tray. There's a couple of other ones coming around. Um, but she passes by your table and she says, is there anything else I can do for you? She starts grabbing your empty plates and things. Oh, quick question, actually. Um, yeah. Wondering if, if there's a library in mm -hmm. the town close by. Uh, library, yeah. Uh, let me think about it. If you go just out on this, uh, this main street here, you'll swing a, a right, like, uh, if you're going through, there's the main square to the right and then another left and there's a big old book on the sign there. Um, so you can't miss it. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Yep. No sweat. And uh, it sounded like you guys had some some business, some visitors. Is there anywhere I should should I tell them if people come by? Should would you want me to share information about where you guys are or keep on the down low? Um, you can simply tell them that we'll be back again. Well, at three o'clock. We'll be in the monastery. Gotcha. Yeah, if anyone comes asking for us, tell them they could find us at three in the monastery. If it's a bad idea, but sure. Alright, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> no worries, we just try to offer fun concierge services as well. 
Sorry? No, oh, sorry. I think you was great. <laughs> Thank you very much. She just like moves off with her tray of plates. <laughs> People have been talking about killing people. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, in our defense, uh, we didn't kill young people. Exactly. No, no, I agree. Uh, we, yeah, we did. Well, let's, just make it known, let's not make it known we have a habit of killing people, maybe. <laughs> and you see the Minotaur man is kind of looking at his <laughs> hand over his shoulder. It's the monkey's face. You, you, you see his ear kind of twitches up. <laughs> we will take out No way, way you're so funny. <laughs> Start walking out there. Well, that's a good one. Um, so I was like, trying to get as far away from the awkward situation as fast as possible. Nice. Uh, let's go to, to killing so often. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, she is merely a prankster. This is. Uh, yeah, I'm a prankster. Mm -hmm. She's yeah, a jokester. Yeah. <laughs> right, off to the library. Awesome. You guys go in and you see that there's like kind of a middle aged man. He's got dark black hair, kind of a, a goatee look. Um, and he's kind of just sorting books and things. You walk in and there's like, um, it's not super big of a library. It's kind of like. Um, I'm trying to think, what's, what can I compare it to? A bookshop. Uh, yeah, it's like a little bookshop, like almost like Pioneer Book, but just the one floor, if you guys have ever been in there. Um, so, decent couple of shelves going back and all. Um, and uh, it seems like it's nice, but not like crazy nice. There's no like fancy decorations or anything about, but there seems to be a good selection of books. And he's just kind of off to the side, sh shelving book. So says, welcome, how, how, how's it going? Good morning, sir. Um... We're looking for, um, if, if, we're wondering if you have any books on a particularly unpleasant subject. Um, oh, uh, the, maybe. <laughs> do you know, um, do you have anything on our cool? Our cool. Ah, um, let me take a look. We'll go through the, the history section right back here. And he kind of like leads you back through this. I'm trying to make sure my lance doesn't hit any books <laughs> as I walk through them. Give me a, give me a dex check. <laughs> First roll of the day. Ooh, my new dice. Ooh. Just First a straight dexterity roll. check. Mm -hmm. First roll. Ah, 16. Hey, not too bad. <laughs> no books knocked. No, I haven't cost the bookstore 30 gold yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and as he kind of like starts filing over the, the books in the history section, he kind of glances over you guys. He says, uh, "You guys new in town?" Yeah, um, I myself come from Verndale, from um, Russet Hill area. Ah, I don't know if you've been there before, but not very specifically. I've been to uh, to Kinsburg. I've got some cousins out that way. Ah, you have kin in Kinsburg, as everyone does. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Place. Yes. Quite a few people have kin in Kinsburg. Yes, it's a wonderful town. Um, and uh, yeah, we came forth with some friends, just helping them uh, make a delivery. They're delivering boxes. Of, uh, yeah, if you, if you need any cabinets. Um, cabinets. Cabinets, actually, yeah, if you, and he kind of glances to there's an empty wall, he's like, actually, that's not a bad idea. Where can I find them? Oh, I think they were setting up in the town square, weren't they? Yeah, they, they have floral patterns, too. Right? Oh, perfect for the Jubilee. Yeah, yeah great. Oh, uh, reasonably that'll, that'll yes, ask, ask for, uh, look, just, you know, they're hard to miss, right? Yeah, they are fear bulbs. Ah. So you, if you Good see people. fear bulbs selling cabinets, they are most, most agreeable. Ah, for sure. I'll be, uh, I'll be sure to let them know that you guys sent me. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, are cool. Uh, he's kind of, like, filing at these books, and there's, like, a, a not a very <clears> large book. It's kind of like a, almost a journal. It's about this thick, kind of bound with red leather. And he starts to kind of flip through, and he says... 
Yeah, this little history text should uh, should have what you've got. It'll go for about ten gold pieces. I offer up Do ten gold money? pieces. Do we have money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the meerkat. I still don't know. Rafiki, Rafiki, like doesn't break eye contact. Just kind of like stares right back at you. <laughs> Sorry, did we figure out how much money we have as a party? Um, I have not yet. Do I have is, 10 gold? You do have 10 gold pieces. Okay. Is that like all of our money or like 10% of I our money? I would say that you can reason... That's like, it's the, it's like going to Chipotle where you're like, this is spending more money than I would like to right now, but it's not going to break the bank. Okay. <laughs> I offer up my 10 gold. Awesome. He's like, perfect. I hope this sorts you out. Any other books or wares I can help you guys out with? He like closes his little drawstring pouch of gold. Any on animal care? No, that's okay. We're good. Yeah, you you know what you're doing. Experience. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> I've had. Try to keep him off my books. I've just oh, had some bad experiences sorry. before. No worries. Oh. Sorry. And you see, as you look at Rafiki, you see that he's got one. He's like kind of scratching his back with uh, with a book. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't suppose you happen to have any uh, magical artifacts. Nah, sorry. It doesn't seem like that sort of an establishment. I, uh, I've got books about spells, but no spell books, no... Nothing like that. If you want any of that, you'll probably have to head up to, uh, to the arcane quarter of the city. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of, to be honest, kind of weird shops up that way. What do they, what do they focus on? Actually, um, if you happen to have a map of the city, just a little, like, pamphlet map of the city or something like that. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can Google one. <laughs> um, city map. D&D. <laughs> I mean, he has one so that we know that our characters can find their way around. Ah, yes. That's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, map of the city. We've got these couple of little pamphlets. We've got the, the cartographer came through just yesterday. So we've got some nice fresh ones. And you see there's like just a stack of like, um, almost like the little touristy pamphlets, you know, when you go to a city. And <laughs> like the zoo. You go to the zoo and it's got the little zoo map. Yeah, or when you're staying in a hotel in a small town, it's got all the, like, things to do. <laughs> yeah. It's almost one of those, and it says Dornweather at the top with, like, nice little calligraphic <laughs> writing. Um, and it's a fold-out pamphlet. He's like, yeah, these will run for, uh, for 15 silver. Well, that's kind of stupid. Or, sorry, not 15 silver. <laughs> 15 copper. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank, yeah, yeah, we'd gladly take one, thanks. Yeah, for sure. It's got a list, and he kind of like unfolds it, and it's got like the six sections, kind of trifold in the half. Uh, he's like, yeah, the, the arcane quarter's right up here. You should be able to find something that can do you get up that way. What kind of spells do they focus on in the arcane quarter, or is it all sorts of different? Uh, it'll depend on the peddler. If you're if you're talking to to Aberdeen, he's uh, he works more in the, the kind of urban construction, like manipulation of materials stuff. If you're looking for combat and defense or you'll you'll talk with uh with someone else and then actually a good friend of mine he he runs the the kind of home security magic shop there that seems necessary in a city where the where the roof disappears during the day yeah it's, a, it's actually a really cool system we've got some books about that as well if you like just the the agricultural rooftops i'm not one for reading myself but i appreciate it gotcha well i'm, I'm glad you decided to, to come and visit our shop regardless <clears throat> what i'm gonna see if you Oh, nice. Oh, no. Alright, well, thank you very much. Have a good day. Indeed, I thank you. Yep, you too. Yeah. Good luck on your uh, your journeys and all. Hope you find the arcane zone. Oh, we'll go. Yeah, would you like and, tomorrow? Um, okay, I can imagine I'm currently maybe sit on a bench and like, see if there's anything yeah, super right startling about it. But if, if literally um, anyone is... Reading about our cool? Um, 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 if you want to wait for a bathroom. 
Okay. He's probably the one. I'll probably. Yeah, he's probably like, I guess he'd probably be the one to be like, "Hey guys, look what I found." <laughs> if you found anything <laughs> that we don't already know. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm curious what I already gave him about Arc Life to him. Okay, because I didn't want to bring. I don't even remember exactly Arc-Life very much. So. No worries, it'll be a great review. They gave us any. No problem. Do you have any real needs? I wish I had snacks to offer today, but I've been trying to do as little grocery shopping as possible. Yeah, that's understandable. Oh, that reminds me, I brought the cheeses. So we have snacks. Oh, wonderful. Spooky Done. Thank you, Major. Awesome. So, we've left the bookshop unless there's anything else we want to do there, and it's proposed that we sit on the bench and read. I like sitting on the bench and reading. Yeah, we want you to read. Simply, <laughs> you're the one who reads this reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what you find, so as you're reading this small chapter on Art Cool, um, you're uh, finding that you, uh, you already know a lot of what's talked about in here, and so maybe you can kind of read the, what's it written in your text there. Um, as a review for the group, and then I can fill in gaps. It is loaded. No problem. Okay. It says, um, like Kasif. Arkul is considered one of the dark demigods of Kenrir. Once Arkul was considered a force of death and destruction, sending hordes of monstrous <coughs> creatures across Verndale. Following Kyra Shavrin's efforts to defend the province, little has been seen of his destructive influence in nearly a century. In the past few years, however, many citizens of Verndale and of the western provinces have reported sightings consistent with previous descriptions from decades past. So the book doesn't have to say anything about like the recent decades so much, um, but it's more of the history there, and as well as about Kyra Shavrin. You could read her section as well if you like. Kyra Shavrin. Kyra. Kyra. Okay. It says Kyra Shavrin. Uh, Kyra Shavrin Lassiter of Burndale is one of Kenvir's most famous sorcerers. As an Earth Genasi, she was well versed in the natural magic of the Earth but her magic expanded across all domains and styles. Now deceased, she once helped establish the Western defenses near the Wastes decades ago. Wielding the Spade of Spring, she helped establish a guard of earthen elementals to protect the Verndale, um, <laughs> the Verndale. to protect Verndale from the forces of Arkul nearly a century ago. Following her victories and fame across the Sapphire Sovereign, she married Lord Giliar Lassiter. Uh, Giliar was the head of the noble elven house of Lassiter and ruled the province of Verndale. Today, their son, Darian Lassiter, leads the house from Dornweather, the province's capital. Mm-hmm. So it goes on with a little bit of description about Kyra Shavrin kind of getting an army together, as well as how she obtained this, um, this artifact, something with divine power from Averna. It's called the Spade of Spring. It's kind of a, a staff receptor. I also have information on that. Yes. Um, you can summarize that if you want. Okay. Um, basically, it's this shovel-like staff that's kind of like, if you play Terraria, it's like a staff of regrowth, um, but can also be used for other natural magic things. It was used to create like what I assume are kind of like golems um, of earth 
uh, called the Sentinels of Myra. How did this this lady obtain this shovel? It does not say. <laughs> or I do not know. <laughs> um, it was gifted to her by the Conclave of Spring, which is kind of like the the church of Averna. Um, and so she was able to, to wield that. And so as you're reading this, it goes on and describes more of kind of how she um, initially helped to, to set up uh, Miremouth and the defenses at the, the west of the kingdom where the wastes are and all the, the roving bandit tribes and that kind of thing. And afterwards, she kind of retired to her home in Verndale and encountered these issues here with Arkul. And so um, at the time, there was like soldiers and that kind of thing. And so she was able to build this army and to lead it and, uh, and to, to fight against Arkul. It talks about, though, how Arkul himself, they never, like, <clears throat> discovered a body or, like, any sort of remnant of this man, creature, demon, whatever he happens to be, um, just this force of evil. Um, but there was, like, a lot of these, like, corpses of zombies and undead soldiers and things. Most interesting. I also found it interesting, I don't know, Realize, or maybe maybe Melly already knew, that uh, the Laster family lives here in Dornwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do seem like important people. Perhaps we should pay them a visit and let them know the uh, our personal experiences with the with these uh, occurrences that seem to point back to our cool returning. I think that seems like a reasonable proposition. Perhaps we should we can go to the the guards and first see if there have been any recent experiences similar to ours, and then if not, we can go and let the last of us know ourselves. Yes. Bagram, you are quite an agreeable person. <laughs> I <have> most of <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. We make our way to... Feel free to pass around. Cheez-its. some cheeses. Cool. So as you, you find on your map, kind of the... Uh, it's not quite a palace, more of a manor, the Lassiter Manor. We're looking for the guard post. Oh, the like, guard? Wherever, okay. like, the captain of the guard would be. If it might be in the manor, okay. it might be in the same place. Um, yeah, so the, the Lassiter Manor would be, like, pretty close to City Hall. They're kind of adjacent in, like, the, the governance um, square. There's, like, kind of a center where a lot of this governmental kind of stuff happens. And so you see that the Lassiter house is, like, this tall stone building with silver ornamentation. It's kind of their, their own personal manor. And then you see City Hall has kind of a, the classic like pillars um, and that kind of thing is very government looking building with the, again the, the blue tiles, although theirs don't open up as like an agricultural thing, theirs are more of the decorative, but they still kind of shift in these floral shapes. It's really cool. Um, and so you make your way there and you see that there don't actually appear to be a lot of guards in this, in this square as you would expect there to be. Um, usually like in an important place like this, you'd have guards posted a lot of the street entrances and that kind of thing, but there's really only like a couple of hot spots where they seem to be positioned right now, including at the front of each of those buildings. And then there's like a bank and like, um, other things like that. Um, so would the, would like the city hall contain probably where like the captain of the guard is? Um, let's see. Like, you could definitely find important people that who could help you get there. Okay. I stride right up to the guards, standing in front of the city hall. 
Excuse me. Is your, is your captain here by man? Please speak with me. No, he is very busy today. I'm so sorry to tell you. With uh, preparations for the spring jubilee and all, things are crazy and uh, there's been a bit of a mishap, but I'm not sure how much is there. A bit of a mishap? See, listen, um, we come from, from Russet Hill bearing news of dark creatures appearing in fight and killing several of our villagers and we're wondering if similar events have been occurring here in Dornwether. That's what we wanted to discuss with the captain of the guard. We haven't heard anything about creatures like that. Dark creatures, what do they look like? I, sh I should ask first, I suppose. <clears throat> Have you ever seen an undead deer? Fortunately, no. <laughs> well, we have. Yes, things that perhaps once were natural, but were have been twisted and corrupted by some sort of dark magic. Um, yeah, that sounds great and all, um, but uh, we've got a lot on our plate right now, and uh, there's plenty of other things to worry about. So unless there's any information that you would like me to pass on, I don't know if there's a lot that I can do for you. Does your mishap have anything to do with the troll? Uh, what do you know of a troll? <laughs> <laughs> well, we ran into one on our way here, um, pretending to, um, pretending to be uh, charging a fee to enter the city, along with two goblins, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. And we're purple glowy thing. I see. Okay. So it sounds like you've encountered the, the bandit clan. Um, yeah. Uh, they, the bandit clan has been giving us a lot of issues lately. Um, and the city's working really hard to, to fix that kind of thing right now. As, um, as he's kind of talking, you see that somebody comes out wearing similar guard uniform. Oh, they've got like an extra couple of like ropes hanging from their thing kind of signifying a little bit of importance and they uh and they're they, the guard you're talking to kind of glances back and you see this man he's kind of like balding he's not wearing his helmet right now he's got a beard um and he said like a bad comb over or is he just like balding and, like, he's like he's bald all the way okay. to like back here you know <laughs> gotcha. um there's no there's nothing combed over gotcha. yeah um and he kind of gives a signal of like moving and stuff and he's like i'm i'm moving my guard is shifting uh Maybe if he can, you can talk to him, my boss over here, if, he's, if you've got anything else. All right, thank you very much. Good luck. Yeah. And, uh, and the guard, he... Uh... Well, yeah. What do you guys do? Uh, excuse us. Yeah, hi. So, um, we've been hearing that you've been having some troubles with, with bandits, and uh, we actually wanted to offer our services as mercenaries if... if needed. Great. Uh, what experience do you have? We this is no funny wraith. business. <laughs> Sorry? We've killed a wraith before. A wraith. We did yeah, not kill the wraith. <laughs> <laughs> it got crushed by the rocks. We practically <laughs> killed a wraith. Um, we, we, we each have our own experience. Great, you're hired. Way. Okay, I want you guys to go. You're going to talk with the captain down at, uh, at the west end of the block here. He's going to tell you where to go. Um, we're, we've got a bit of a sicky situation. Have you heard of the, uh, the Spade of Spring? Of course. Yes. Yeah, it's been stolen. Oh, that's not good. By the no, especially with the Spring Jubilee. Go, talk with him. He'll help you out. Alright, thank you. I'm hungry at the prospect of killing things. Um, <laughs> I'm excited because I'm, 
I'm so pumped to be an adventurer now. Like, I've been reading about this for so long. I'm like, this is my chance. <laughs> and, um, and he can see your excitement, and he's going to hand you just like a little coin. And this coin has like a, a little shield and a tree on it, which you, you recognize as the Lasseter House Crest. Um, and on the, as you turn it over on the back side, there's some initials. It says VW. And, uh, and he's like, give this to the guy. Go. <laughs> and he just directs you. All right. So what was your name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Williams. All right. Commander Williams. All right, we'll tell him that Williams sent us. Great. Have a good one. The coin all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May I see the coin as we're, like, running over? VW. What do you think it means? Vendale wins. Always wins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have. <laughs> awesome. So you go and you talk with the the, the mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, Commander Williams sent us. Here's the the coin. He's offered our services. Yep, Williams. Great. Uh, what? It, so you guys are joining. Great. Yeah, um, real quick though, we wanted to ask, um, because we've we've seen some dangerous, corrupted, dark. Um, undead creatures attacking our hometown. We're wondering if you've seen that sort of thing around here too. No, maybe uh, we've heard reports of on the outskirts. Fortunately, our city's pretty isolated here. Um, we don't have to, to worry too much about intruders with the walls and the bridges and the. Mm, true. It's a it's a good defensive <clears throat> position, especially with our. Yeah. Anyway, um, as you did, he tell you about the spade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been stolen. Yeah. Um, we suspect it to be the bandits from the undercity. Um, I, uh, I don't know how much you guys know. Are you, you guys, are, are you from here? No, we are No, but we, we ran into them on our way here. A troll and some goblins who, uh, pretended to, uh, charge a feat to enter the city, yes. Yeah, those are the ones. So, as you know, there's the old undercity of Dornweather. As our city grew and expanded over the years, um, we had better and better stuff. We liked moving up the mountain, protection from these hooligans out there. And, uh, and so we just kind of left behind what was down there and built a newer and better city at the top here. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of unsavory characters have set up shop down there. Right. And uh, they've decided that now would be a great time to, I mean, from their perspective, I can see why it would be a great time with, you know, the advent of spring and all that, I guess, uh, to, to get this spade. But we need this. We cannot let this fall into their hands. We've already seen um, some, uh, there have been reports of earth and elemental creatures coming at us from the outside. Uh, and... Uh, and he's talking, you kind of see, you feel this like wind kind of like shift around. He's an air genasi. And it's kind of just like, um, he's got this like gray hair and a gray beard. Um, and, uh, so he's, what did you say was attacking earth? Yeah, there's earth and elementals. Earth and elementals. Coming about. Oh, yeah. Um, they're attacking things? Yeah, just, uh, at the edges of the city, people have seen like upturned carts and things. Um, just in the past, like, day since it's been stolen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because the state is important in controlling the... Yeah. Exactly, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, you can count on us to get it back. Yeah, we're getting all hands on deck. Um, uh, so, are you ready to go? We're loading up another ship, or another cart right now. Yes, we should probably send a message to the monastery. Oh, yeah, I do agree. That. Say that we'll be back late. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, take care of your business and whatever. And then meet me back here in uh, 20 minutes. What time is it right now? Um, it's probably around like 11. Okay. Do we have time to get to the monastery and back in 20 minutes or no? Yeah, we just have to, like, yeah that'll be fine. Okay. 
We sprint to the monastery. Hey, we said we were going to be here at three. Actually, more like midnight. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we are it, we are stealing the spade of summer back from the people who stole it. Oh, not stealing, but there's a there's like a secretary working there. Like, oh, you guys are so great. Thank we you know. So much. <laughs> I'll be sure to let Father Father Athon know. And they like write a little note and uh, take your names and everything. Sprint back to the cart. Right. We are now ready to depart to the lower city. All right, here we go. And you can see that like this cart is kind of stocked up with a couple of crates and things um, that you assume are full of provisions. You can see a couple of spears and shields. Um, and there's like just a kind of a platoon of, of soldiers, as well as you see there are some other like common folk mercenaries, um, adventurers like you who have just kind of volunteered to help out. And uh, anything particular stand out about any of them? Like, um, catch our eye? Uh, not particularly. You don't really see a lot of like arcane people it's mostly just like people who know how to use a sword and right yeah. um uh but yeah captain corseth this air genasi guy that you're speaking with um he's kind of leading out um he's gonna take the the reins on a horse at the front and he's just kind of directing you guys he says all right we're gonna follow this path down around the, the mount here uh we're gonna keep pretty close along the edge and we're gonna meet up with the rest of the crew at base camp and figure out the strategy here and so, um, you guys kind of follow along. I'd like to play just some, not like trying getting everyone's attention, but like some nice um, adventure-y, like Lord of the Rings, kind of like getting, getting pumped, getting pumped. Nice. Okay. Okay. Let's see what we've got here. Um, I figure, you know, it's at least like the 10, 20 people around me will enjoy um, some encouraging. Mm, too intense. Well, I that's not bad. Like that, yeah. I start to like take off my lance and like <laughs> casually do it against the side, like hoping that the captain won't notice. And the soldiers keep looking straight ahead, but some of the other mercenaries are kind of like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, I must admit, I really do like this music thing. You know, Rob, we'll have to get you, um, uh, I don't know, a tambourine. Or... No, please don't. Not a tambourine, it's something very quiet. And, um, a percussion, percussive no, I, I can play loud if you would like me to. I assure you that it, I, I am most adept. <laughs> awesome. So, let's see here. You guys follow along with this, um, this group here. Uh, you see, again, the soldiers are kind of marching in order behind all these soldiers in the, behind the cart. You have, like, you and these other couple of mercenaries and all that. And eventually you come to what seems to be, like, a pretty well-established um, base camp thing here. Let me pull that up. Um, I expect to be inspired during my next joust with whatever these trollish creatures may be. Why do you think that we're getting ourselves ready and playing the songs of... Of adventure. That's what I mean. You are a very inspiring individual. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, one minute. Let me just, because I think it's actually like 10 minutes or something. Or about an hour. Let me check like 10 minutes. minutes. Uh, when, are you sure you are ready for whatever combat may ensue? Yes, I'm sure. Even though I'm a girl, you know. That is not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you saw how I defended you earlier today in the tavern. I know. <laughs> I'm like clearly very proud of the fact that I was like. Uh, gender equality. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact that most people are not aware of is 
in, in orc parties or, or tribes, the women actually play an equal role. And we, we all fight together, we die together. And some would argue that, that our society, because we are more gender progressive than, than regular mainstream cities such as this, some would argue that we are more advanced as, as a civilization than any other humanoid. Don't know if I'd say that about you, maybe, but maybe your society. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. But yeah, but, um, yeah, the official, like, bardic inspiration lasts for ten minutes, so we wait until, like, we're actually about to. Well, until it's fighting time. Until we enter combat. Um, <laughs> for some reason, oh, I'm just but dumb. I'm no trying to scroll on the, the view thing. From my philosophy test today. What, oh, <laughs> what was that? As Mill would say. <laughs> that is true. More advanced societies are more equal, something like that. Yeah. Probably something like that. Orcs are very advanced. <laughs> um, and as you guys are walking along, you see that there's kind of a, a big brawny earth genasi dude, and he's got on like just kind of leather armor, nothing like really fancy. Um, and he's got kind of like uh, black, rocky, um, like not quite hair, but it looks kind of like hair, you know? Um, with, uh, like, purple amethyst eyes. And, uh, and he glances over and he says, You guys from around here? Oh, no, um, we're from, we're from Verndale. Oh. Those two, um... The Dornothers in Verndale. Oh, okay. Uh, Russet Hill area. Ah. I'm from Hoverstone. Hoverstone, ah. Oh, that's a pretty place. Yes, I very much enjoy it. You don't care where I'm <laughs> cool. We were, um, no, we were just passing through, offered our services, heard about the, the crisis. Yeah, crazy stuff happening. Um, yeah, just doing what I can to, to help out the city and all that. I'm, uh, I'm Basalt, by the way. He extends a hand. May I ask what your skill set is in this particular game? Oh, I, uh, I've just been a, kind of a guard most of my life. My family's been shipping things in and out. We've been porters, so... Never hurts to, to be able to fight off a couple of bandits you find on the road, so I figured I'd help out here as well. Of course. <sighs> things have been crazy recently with this and with the, the Black Wyvern and all these whoa, things whoa, whoa, just whoa, going whoa. on. So, sorry, say that again about the Wyvern. Oh, you don't know about the Black Wyvern? You must not travel by the oh, spine very often. <laughs> oh, you know the Wyvern? Yeah. Pronounced yeah, crazy stuff. It's okay. My cousin said he saw the other day, just like... Really? Did he happen to see it land anywhere nearby? No, I think he said it was just overhead. What is what this luck? black wyvern? <laughs> well... So you haven't seen it? You must not be from around here. Uh, no, I am not indeed. Yeah, it's real <laughs> crazy stuff. Um, basically, uh, I used to like not mind the dragons and everything. Um, but they used to like mind their business and all that. But ever since they tried to kill the... The king and the queen, it's just been putting me on edge and everything. Uh, and so just hearing about it, just kind of, yeah, scary stuff. Pretend yeah. that we're completely out of the loop, like from the middle of nowhere, nothing yeah. yet. You don't have to pretend. pretend, we are completely out of the loop. <laughs> um, sorry, the assassination attempt. Wait, which king and queen? Yeah, so, <laughs> do you guys know Coral, the city over by the oh, spine? Yes. Oh, yes, one? of course. Yeah, so king and queen Sagemire, how they were murdered, like... 10 years ago? Oh, okay. 15 years ago? We oh, heard so about this. I don't remember how long ago. <laughs> so this is not a, this is not a recent occurrence. Yeah. The Wait, so it was dragons? The dragon men. Yeah. Dragon men. And they're around here? 
Um, I I've never seen one of them, fortunately, but it's been uh, you just hear about it more and more nowadays. Gotcha. Have you heard of them like around these parts? You were saying something. Like fortunately, no. no. Uh, the no, the dragons playing down the mountains. Okay, but mountains. Yeah, right up next to coral there. So yeah, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies to be honest. Have any of us like ever met a dragonborn? Okay. They're mostly a myth. Yeah, like, um, Basalt says to you, like, I thought it was just something my mom said to keep me in line when I was a kid, but then, uh, yeah, seeing, see, hearing about the Sage Myers a couple years back, just really crazy stuff. Wait, do you know anything more about the story? Like, exactly what happened? Um, just, what I've heard is they were on the road and they just got ambushed and the, the dragon men just, like, took them all out. Really, really sad stuff. But, uh, but yeah. Are these men dragons in human form, or are they some half in between? That's the thing, something in between, which is even scary, because, you know, dragons are just big monsters, but when, when you see them wearing armor and wielding spears and things like I've heard about, that's a, that's a terrifying thought, that they, they can be intelligent and fight and that kind of thing. Not to mention uh, this this Drake Warden, this Black Wyvern character. Oh, just thinking about it. Uh, I hope that's not nothing to do with what we're dealing with here. Uh, I'm sure it's not. Sure, it's not good. Good assault. Yeah. And uh, as this conversation happening, you guys start to arrive at this scene where you see that there's like you know the classic like spikes and things. Where did we come? Did we come from? The you came up through this way. Yes. Um. And so Captain Corseth says you. Hang tight right over here. We're going to establish our plan here and get things settled. Um, and then we'll, we'll send you guys on your way. Sounds Do you guys need anything? Any water supplies? I would love some pork if you have. All right, we'll check. I need some food for my monkey here. I see. <laughs> and he just kind of turns and, and walks off. Um, and a, a couple of minutes later, somebody uh, comes out with like a, a tray almost like it's like a, a couple of wooden planks nailed together and they've got like some food on it and the, it's not Captain Quartz's it's just somebody else kind of says here's some supplies some provisions and there's like there's a, a little, small helping of pork a lot of bread um, good stuff I think you can Basalt would you would you like some pork ah thank you appreciate it I, uh, I don't want to take too much or anything I, I ate before coming cheers cheers <laughs> ah, I like stop the garden <clears throat> Also, I may ask, you all are well equipped as the as the city guard. Perhaps before we enter, you may notice that me and my companion here, we do not have the, the highest degree of armor. Do you perhaps have some extra chainmail that we could borrow for whatever upcoming? Uh, chainmail? No. I can, ch- I can check for some leather, some studded leather around. If you happen to have studded leather, that would be an improvement for, for myself. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we've got. And he goes off. I don't know if that would also be like a rental problem. <laughs> yeah, just walk away with it. <laughs> if they all die and we leave, no one knows. <laughs> and uh, a couple of minutes later, he comes back and he's got this studded leather armor with the Lassiter House crest on it. Um, and so he says, "You can use these for the expedition today, but we want them back. Um, they're numbered." And then you, you look on the back, and there's like kind of numbers imprinted. I already on have shows. studded leather on, so we wouldn't have given it to me. Okay. I was looking for chain. Okay. Studded leather is still lighter. Do you use like light armor? I do for yes. Okay, I forgot about that. I thought you just had no armor. That makes no. more sense. I've studied leather. Yeah. I should. What's your um? Okay. 
Paladin's come with chainmail, but based on my backstory, I started with third letter. Gotcha. Oh, cool. Roleplay decisions. We love it. Oh, yeah. Woo! Um, awesome. So you may add studded leather for now on your thing. You can even just AC override. I'll, just, I'll just write 14. Yeah. AC instead of 13 for now. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, I would have, but it would have been slightly complicated to try to retrieve his dead body. Awesome. And as you look around, you kind of survey the scene, you see that there are like some fires going, and just a lot of the soldiers just kind of sitting around waiting for orders, maybe playing some card games and things. Um, you know, what I found most interesting, Rob's like sitting here eating coffee. Does anyone else find it odd that? Our last traveling companion's name, who died, was Brigham. Mm. And Bagram's name is What a coincidence. Uh, oh, I've heard of this. What's it called? An, an anagram, yes? Yeah. I don't ah, know. yes, I believe so. What was his last name? <laughs> Young. <laughs> Wait, no. Um, no, 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 that was uh, just the eponym. Um, no, that's right, that's what we called him. Um, I don't... There's Blue Steel. <gasps> that wouldn't happen to have any connection to... Bruno or Blue Seal, would it? I don't know. I met the man like two days before Wait, he died. Did, did you know? His family? <laughs> um, eh, not really. <laughs> he didn't talk about it too much. He was a famous sword maker. He would put runes into his his swords. Interesting. Oh, so are you nice. saying that we, when he died, we left behind a famous sword that we could have retrieved? <laughs> Is that you, all you, you think left about? Behind, <laughs> you left behind one of Bruno Blue Steel's last blades. Oh, uh, is what it oh, sounds like. Oh, no. <laughs> if only I had arrived sooner. <laughs> Perhaps we could retrieve it and once we are stronger levels. <laughs> I didn't actually say that. Metaphorically speaking, right? <laughs> yes, of course. I don't know what a metaphor is. At a higher is, level of skill. Yes, I'm glad yes. we're really worried about the sword. The salt right is now. going to go find a tree. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Now, do you all feel that we, we would be attacking a troll? Do you guys want to hear about the, the black dragon? I would oh, love yeah, to hear yeah, about yeah. this yeah. black wyvern. The wyvern. Wait, okay. so is that like the humanoid dragon? So this is about dragon men and that. Okay. So, a particularly unsettling rumor across Kenbir is that there is that a race of humanoid dragons cohabits the dragon spire, the dragon spine, with their larger counterparts, the dragons. Some have claimed to see scaly humanoids wielding weapons and wearing armor, fighting alongside dragons in their raids. No reports have indicated an ability to speak. Um, the most no common sighting or of dragon men, there's no reports speak. of them speaking. Okay. Oh, okay. The most common sighting of such a dragon man is an individual riding on the back of a small dragon that flies at exceptional speeds. The dragon is said to be, a bl to be black with narrow wings. This mysterious figure is often referred to, referred to as the Drake Warden or the Black Drake. Um, his unusual beast is often seen soaring over and around the dragon spine, and death is always sure to follow. Wherever the Drake Warden is said to land, monstrosities of all sorts soon converge and destroy. Mm. Bagram here was just telling us about the the the, 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 the Black Warden, the Drake Warden, the Black mm. Drake. Yeah, real scary stuff. How even? And uh, as he, this conversation kind of wraps up, the, you see Captain Corseth comes back, and he um, kind of gives you guys your instructions that basically 
what's going to happen is we're going to send teams out into the city because it's a big undercity. Um, there's like a whole river that kind of flows through it and everything. Um, and uh, the, each team is going to be assigned kind of a direction to go, a path throughout. And I'll show you guys a map that has roughly like where you're going to be going. Um, and uh, he explains that as you um, as we follow this route, that we should hopefully be able to uncover it. And that once you, um, once you, if you discover anything, to just like shoot up sparks. That they give each one of you a wand, or not each one of each team, a wand um, that can cast a, a spell to, to send a signal up into the air. Um, is it a particular spell or just? Uh, no, it just like shoots up the signal. Yeah. It's a it's a really long range prestidigitation. A wand of prestidigitation. I like it. Something like that. Of sparks specifically. <laughs> yes, it's got something in there that. A wand of spark. And so, um, here's this for your group leader. He just holds it out and just like. <laughs> and he just like keeps on walking. Um, and, uh, so we're supposed to report if we find bandits. Or yeah, if you find any any sign of trouble, if you need some somebody to come, shoot up um, one shot of sparks, and if you find the spade, shoot three. Oh, okay, Should we okay. kill bandits if we see them? Uh, we prefer to bring them in for questioning, but, but if do we what you need to do if they resist arrest. <laughs> Again, try to knock them out rather than kill them. We right, try to right. we try to follow the laws and that kind of thing, but as a laws do what you laws. need to do to recover the spade. Okay. All right, everyone has a plan. Any any other questions? Are we ready to go? Great, troops go. And we know what path we're taking. Um, yes. And what's what's our group? It is the four of you guys. That they're sending out groups, yeah, that are not very. I will. I will stay towards the back of the group. I I do agree with you, Way. I think we should just kill all the mammoths. Yeah. No, no. Listen. You heard what they said about following the. But we're not from here, so it's okay. I'll tell you what. We may. This is the first thing we've ever. Unlawful good. Lawful good. What we can do is we will be most kind to them and most considerate. But the, the moment one of them attempts to swing at us, so to speak, we kill him. <laughs> I mean, I can understand the whole self-defense thing. Yeah. Of course. And and like the guard said, right? We have to get the space at all costs. So it, it will be beneficial to us to, to <clears throat> perhaps question them and understand what is going on. And then And then we may kill them. Especially if it's that most unpleasant troll character that we encountered earlier. Well, I suppose... <laughs> Remember what I said about the knife um, only existing for two hours? I, I suspect oh, no. that... He might be a little angry. Yeah, I, I don't know how... Yeah. It, trolls are stupid. Perhaps he just thought that he lost it. True, true. I, I did consider that as a possibility. We'll, we'll see if we run into that. Luckily, whatever does happen, he will be more mad at you than the rest of Cool. All right, okay then. And as you guys set off, um, you start following your appointed route and make your way through the city. And as you do, you feel just a, a slight tremor in the earth. I bet it's an earth golem and we're all going to die. <laughs> Tremor. 
like look around and see if we can see anything. Perception check. No, we can't. Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Ooh, everybody. Mm-hmm. Perception check. Maybe I should have had you go on for that. One. Perception. That's uh. Perception time. Uh, Twenty-one. 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 Sixteen. Got a twelve. 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 Okay, and then, wait, how do I roll this? Just click the, the plus five. Wait, click it? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I think plus five perception. I got 17. 17 perception. Okay. We got some, some keen eyes looking at us. I got 16. Nice, 21. We're all on it. Plus two, so. <laughs> um, we are a perceptive bunch of people. <laughs> Indeed. So, let me turn I'm ready to go. <laughs> <clears throat> Presenting. I like your energy. Another one. Cool. So you guys, uh, you stopped at this camp that was kind of like two-thirds of the way down from the upper city. And, uh, and you start making your way down to this, into the ruins. And uh, you're walking for like a while like to get to, to these ruins. And you see all of these buildings. That there's like stone and wood. And that this is, place is very decrepit. Lots of it is so overgrown with trees. Um, let's see. And, uh, and there's a lot of signs of destruction as well. Um, that there's just like piece buildings with just like giant holes in the walls. There's just like crumbled like cobblestone everywhere. Um, there's giant like holes in the ground where it seems that things have been ripped up. Um, things? Like things that were planted in the ground are no longer in the ground. Like tree roots. Um, sometimes tree roots, maybe like a pole. Like the shape of a human being that was made out of earth that was ripped out of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very simple. <laughs> you don't see anything that looks like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. A good thing to be looking for right now. Um, but yeah, you see just like signs of destruction where you see like wood paneling on buildings that there's just these giant claw marks that go through them. Oh dear. You see scorch marks on buildings from fire. And it's very clear that there is some large destruction event that happened in the city. It looks like a war zone. It does look like it was not a pleasant occurrence that happened. But I find it most interesting with the tree. <laughs> that's called winds. Oh, oh, that's right. I, I, I assume that's, that's what Where I'm from, they don't have much wind. Okay. Um, cool. Anything else you guys are thinking about or wanting to do as you're passing through? Um, I'd like to um, detect good and evil as I'm going on. Just if any, no, I can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or another location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. That's not behind total cover. Okay, how do you go about casting this spell? Um, it's not a spell, it's just part of my like, sense that I can do as a paladin. So I kind of just like, as I walk forward, I kind of grasp my lance and mutter some sacred words to Aravah along the lines of, I don't know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> <laughs> and my eyes begin to see any sort of fiends or undead or celestials that may be nearby. Cool. Um, uh, give me a religion check, would you? Just for fun. Wait, I'm checking. 14. Nice. So as you do this, um, 
you look around and you don't see anything in particular standing out to you as hallowed or consecrated or celestial or fiendly or whatever. How long does that spell last you? Um, I just, so I, until the end of my next turn. So okay. it's like a five. So it's second. just like a little. Yeah, exactly. Like I picture like when Toph, like it shows them that an avatar. Seismic. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like that. Cool. So, um, and you don't see anything in particular. Um, yeah, there's nothing specifically around that is under any of that. Continue to walk. Cool. As you guys keep going, you feel again a slight tremor in the earth. And as you do, um, we'll say as you're rounding this corner here, <clears throat> you see that the earth in front of you, very specifically in this kind of like 10, 15 foot area, begins to like um, shift to expand upward and to crack and to crumble. And then you see something that you definitely weren't expecting as this light comes up through it. And it's a little bit of smoke and fire as it bubbles and churns and like more of the earth lifts and you hear the rocks crumbling as out of the earth comes a lava spewing rock monster. It was a rock monster. (laughs) I would like you all to please roll initiative. As we see it starting to warm, would we have the opportunity to like take an action or no? Um, take a like not to attack it, but like to do an action that was seventeen involved. Twenty. Imbuing my weapon with magical energy. Like a bonus action, then? It's not a bonus action. It is an action. Ah. Um. Okay. Wait. So like, everyone, give me a round while it's bubbling. Yeah. Um. Depends on your initiative. Let's see what we got. I got a ten. Ten. Sixteen. Twenty. Seventeen. Okay, I should have been writing these down as we went. Was that a dirty 20? Uh, no. Yes. It was wasn't that. Wait, dirty 20. Yeah. <laughs> Melly, 16? 16. And Rock? 10. If I can't do it, it's also okay. Yeah. Um, I might be too surprised by the water forming. Yeah, so it's not like you see this kind of bubbling pool, and it's not until it like lifts up its arms, really, that you realize, like, oh, this is a thing, like a living... It's not just a weird kind of bubbling pool there. Um, and the way, you may kick it off for us. Okay. Um, also, let me double check everyone's le- up level upgrades. Are you level- Do you have 17 hit points as your max? Um, and AC of 16. I just want to make sure I have the right hit points for everyone. Uh, hit points in the top right. Chris says that she has 24. Okay, that is something I did not update in our thing, so I'm glad that asked. Um, and then 16. And 16 yeah. Cool. Bagram, how many hit points do you have? Um, I have 17. Melly? 21. Great, that one needs Did you need my armor class? Did you increase by 6 when you leveled up? Nice. Um, my, let's see. I have 1 constitution, so 5 plus 1, yeah. Nice. And Rock, how many hit points? I have 28. When you take, like, the average-ish, it's the 5, right? Plus constitution. Uh, probably. I was like, wow, I didn't update this last time. And I, I hope we didn't mess up. I was like, oh, we didn't fight last time. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And now you guys get to fight as level threes. Do you have my armor class now? Um, I have three. <coughs> cool. And Melly, your armor class is now increased to 14. 14. Yes. Cool. I'll just remember that. Awesome. Cool. So our order will be Way, the Lava Golem, Bagram, Melly, and then Rock. Take it away.
Okay, how far away is he from me? Um, right now he is 5'10", 15, 20, 25, 30 feet away. Okay, um, so... Okay, so I'm gonna run up to where I'm like five feet away from him. And then I'm going to use my yikula to like try to just stab him. Nice. <laughs> um, awesome. Go ahead and roll to hit for me, Porfavor. Okay. It's true, that's really me. Um, does she use dexterity? You would probably yes. you would use shillelagh too, right? Or, or, or. Uh, I think that's a bonus thing. Oh yeah, that's a bonus. What do I? So the casting of shillelagh allows you to make your other attack magical. So you can cast shillelagh and then use the shillelagh. Wait, but what if I want to do a different thing for my bonus? Action? Okay, that's fine. Then. Okay. So I'm pretty sure she uses dexterity, right, to hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So Oh no. Oh my. <laughs> Five. <laughs> nice. Is that. Did you roll on dexterity or did you roll on the weapon? Um, she rolled on dexterity. So you add your proficiency modifier as well. Alright, oh, I forgot about With that. the weapon. Okay. Um. Your proficiency modifier is probably two. Yeah. I think seven. Yeah, I can also look. I'm just remembering that I actually have all of your sheets open. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, why does it say plus zero for your Yikola? That's weird. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can fix that real quick. Okay. Um, I cannot. Awesome. Impossible. Okay, okay seven. Okay. So you go and you start to swing your... Do you swing your stab? I don't know how this works. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually... Probably a stab. Probably a stab. Cool. So you go in for a jab... And as you do, it kind of just, like, brushes it away. It, like, knocks your, your yukawa away with its arm. Just, like, sees it coming with its big rocky figure. So then I, um, okay. Okay, so then I do, I cast Moonbeam um, around like him. <laughs> Is that a bonus action? Yeah. That's amazing. Dang. What the heck? Oh, I it's a bonus action at least to move it around. Oh, yeah. Wait, what is it? So it's an action to cast the moonbeam. Oh, it is? Yes. And then Wait. as your bonus action, you can move it around. Really? Yes. Where were you reading from? Uh, I don't know. About the bonus action? <laughs> that might be why it's under the bonus action section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Flame Blade? Is that a new spell for you? That's a bonus action. Wait, can I do that one without the... Or do I have to cast that one too? Um, or can I just do that one? So that looks like that is the bonus action. Okay, so I can do the... Oh, wait, no. no. Cast mm. it down as one bonus action, but then you use, use the action to swing it. Okay, yeah. But you can cast it as a bonus action. You could cast it right now and have it ready. Does it require concentration? Yeah. Okay, so just hope you don't get hit. Um, <laughs> I'm a little concerned being that close to him. <laughs> um, okay, so then I'll do... He does go next. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like the little lava seeping out of the eye. Hold. 
right, can I say? Everybody needs some lava from their eye hole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's crying. Bunch of the boys, you know. <laughs> so then I'll do. So then for my so I'll do my bonus action as like two weapon thing. Two I think. Fighting. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Takes another swing with another weapon that she was holding. Um, but are you holding that would work, except the Yukawa is not a light weapon. Um, Can I do it with a different weapon? So you both of your attacks have to be light, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, so can I do another one with my Yukawa or no? Um, if, unless you have a second attack, no. Bonus action is turning into a, an animal, if that's the thing that you do. I don't know if that's the thing you do. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you could also just cast Shillelagh to get ready for your next turn. Or you could take the dodge action if you're worried about getting hit. Well, um, you can't do that as well. well that's action. Action. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> if you're like a rogue or... You're right. Uh, I'm okay. still thinking action, action. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, also, I think Wild Shape is a full action unless oh, you're moon. Oh, unless you're in moon circle. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Um, so... Can I move back at all? Um, you would risk an opportunity attack. He will, hit, oh. he will try to hit you. Never if mind. He, yeah, if you step away, then he'll, he'll take a swing. Never mind, I'll just, yeah, I'm good. Just stand <laughs> and hold your ground. Yeah, I'll, I'll cast a Lily. Awesome. So, you say your magic words and see this green energy kind of flow through it. Um, and after, like, pulling, like, knocking away your Yakawa, he's going to come in and just, like, try to pound you. And so he's going to Roll and um, let's see, and that is going to <laughs> instant drop. I'm guessing a 20 hits, yeah. Cool, so he rears up with his big fist and he just boom and he kind of slams it right into your shoulder there. And you're gonna take five points of bludgeoning damage. No fire damage. No, not yet. No, he's a stone fist. Oh, wait. No, actually, I read that wrong. Yes. And it will deal... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So it's... Thank you. It'll be... How much bludgeoning? Five bludgeoning damage with an additional one fire okay. damage. You get a little scorch oh. from the, the fiery cracks between there. Ouch. <laughs> okay. All right. Not dead yet. Nope. <laughs> cool. Um... Wait. Bagram. Was she fully healed up coming into this fight? Yes, she had I don't know. Oh. 20 so, what would I, where am I at now then? You. 18 if you took 6 points. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Math. Good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bagram followed by Mary. So, uh, is it going to take an action to shoot the sparks? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Instead of shooting sparks. Do we need help though? Uh, We're good. I have no idea how strong this thing is. I'm so excited, like, in the heat of the moment. I've got this cantrip that I've practiced so much, and I'm so pumped to use it, so I'm going to use Ray of Frost. Nice. Nice. Alright. Seems like it might either be really effective or not effective. Yeah. Depends, are we like Pokemon? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, so, do you want me to roll a hit for that? It's a range of 60. I'm within 60. I'm just like on the 
on my ground, just like die. All right, I rolled a. Oh, that's gonna be great. Twelve. Nice. Twelve. <laughs> well, sadly, as you cast this beam, what are you used to cast? How do you get? Um, so I have a staff, but I mostly just hold it for this one, and so I'm holding my staff and just like shooting out. Nice. You blast <laughs> it from the hand. And unfortunately, it somehow manages to kind of see it with lava pouring out and just kind of like shift out of the way. And it goes back and you see it kind of like blast into the side of this house and it's just like completely covered in ice. Like a whole sheet of it. With like little tinkles of snow kind of coming off with the ray. And I still think it's just so cool. Anything else you want to do? No, that's all. All right, Meli. Okay. Followed by Rock. Look over at Rock. Actually, I walk over to Rock. Rock, today is your day. With my hand on his shoulder, casting heroism. So I feel most heroic. You get some temporary hit points. How many temporary hit points do you have? No. Wait, stop. Let me ask. Spellcasting ability modifier is just my charisma bonus, right? So you get three temporary hit points that refresh every turn. No refresh every turn. For a minute. Um, and you're, you can't be frightened. Also, my speech gives you inspiration. That's what it's like. Uh, most inspired, but what, what does that give me? Yeah, so you can use your inspiration. You have a d6 to roll. So in the next 10 minutes, you can roll it to... That's my turn, by the way. Um, you can roll it for... Ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Okay. After roll, but before you find out the result. After roll, before I find out. Yeah, and also it'll add a little bit of special effect because I'm a special guard. Okay. Ah. So like it'll make you do a slightly more damage, or like it'll give you a temporary hit point, or something like that, depending on what you use. What you think? Most inspired and most hero will get this And so, uh, how far away am I from this creature? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 feet. Okay. Just. Uh, probably depends which side it comes at it, if you can reach it. Oh, what I'm going true. to do is I'm going to run in between the two buildings for as far as I can, 30 feet. And then, with my orc bonus action, I will use aggressive, which allows me to move toward my speed towards the enemy of my choice so that I can see or hear. Very good. Nice. So I will reach it. <laughs> Something like that. Yes. <laughs> um, and I. Um, will attempt to strike the golem creature with my lance. I will take the black end of my lance and strike it towards the fiend. And that is. That not one. The, no, it's a seven. So it's a fourteen. <laughs> Wait a second. Before he tells you if it hit. Right? I know. I think I'm gonna use my inspiration because I really want this to hit. So I add a d6 to it. Does a tie hit or no? It hits. A tie does hit. Yeah. But I'm, 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 I'm not gonna. Well, I don't know though. The twelve didn't hit. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna play it. Go for it. Seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Okay. So I emit a orc roar, 
and I stab the lance in, and as I stab the lance, I um, will use one of my, whatchamacallit, spell slots to use a, what's it called? Divine Smite? Divine Smite, and I will add a extra 2d8 radiant damage to my... So at the same time as he used the inspiration, so what I did, what I didn't say before, is that when I put your hand on your shoulder, there was a little floating um, ethereal uh, viola that appeared floating around. Oh. And uh, when you when you stabbed him with your lance, it popped, and there was like this loud noise, and a uh, golem needs to make a constitution saving throw. Oh dang! I knew I was a great <laughs> percussion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so con save or else what happens? Um, he dies now. He takes, he takes <laughs> three x three thunder damage. Okay, cool. I'll let you do okay. your thing first. The save is thirteen. That's okay. Um, fifteen points of damage. Nice. Um, DC thirteen. Um, constitution save for. He's like going around the circle. Tell me, and he said thirteen. Yeah, DC thirteen. And how many points of damage? Three. Alright, cool. Um, so he deaths failed that. He got a three plus two is five. So three plus, how many Ethan? Um, he took 15 from me. So 18 total? Nice. Um, I kind of look over the way I'm like, that is how it's done. Nice. And as you do this, it kind of holds up its hand to block it, and your lance goes right through, and rocks fall off of it. Like, kind of, like, it blasts through it, and it kind of, like, hits it in the face a little bit. And, like, it sputters a little bit of lava there. And, like, as you hit it, it, um, that lava that it sputters kind of blasts out at you. And, um, you are going to take... I feel like this Ten. Ten fire damage. <laughs> I was right! Dylan! <laughs> but I regenerate it at the beginning of my turn or at the yeah. end? Yeah, um, let me check that. Because <laughs> that'll be important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna let you keep track of your HP because I don't wanna deal with all that. <laughs> okay. um, at the start of each of its turns. His? Yeah. He has a hero, so your, every round is your, three temporary points or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Your turn. okay, at the start of my turn, it regenerates. Okay. You get your three back, so you took seven. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, I vote we don't and back to stock way. it with melee attacks. That is my turn. And so yeah, as, you, as you, like, strike it, you, it, this comes through and it, like, almost as if it's, like, coughing. This fire, this lava just, poof, and it comes and it kind of like singes you on like your arms a, a little lot bit. Of damage. Yeah, ten damage is a lot. And you're like, oh. we don't know if that was a high or a low. Hmm. Parker's face told me it was a d ten. That makes me feel slightly better. But... <laughs> okay. We're not in this bad of a predicament. So you could have taken one. one. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to grab out my sprig of mistletoe. And I'm gonna cast Moonbeam. <laughs> nice. Yeah. By the way, if you do want to step away from him without getting hit, you can use the disengage action, but then you can't cast a spell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just say. I'll risk it. Uh, <laughs> risking it for the biscuit. Oh, yeah. Woo! Uh, 
He's probably more angry at me anyway, because I aggro stabbed him for 15 days. Okay, so Moonbeam. You pull out your thing, you give it a wave. Let's see. 15, five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder. Um, dim light. And it is engulfed in ghostly flames. And it makes a con save of 13. Cool. And it gets 13. Does that pass? I think it passes. Oh, it says con 13 for this. Mm -hmm. And so it gets 13, so it'll take half the damage. So we'll roll 2d... Do you want to roll 2d10 for me and then half it? Where are you aiming on this creature with your moonbeam? Um, because altogether it's roughly like probably eight feet wide. Okay, I probably go like center it on like his head, so like around his shoulder, like okay. however. What's the radius of the moonbeam? Five feet. Is it well, five wait five foot radius or diameter? Radius, I think. Little that'll snag. Oh, true. Whole, whole thing. Uh, yeah, five foot radius. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's six. Half of the so roll 2d10 yeah. and half it. Okay, yes. Okay. Nice. Um, so as this light comes down, um, it like shimmers and glints off of its like rocky, earthy bits and things, and uh, and the lava starts to like kind of shake within it, um, and it seems to be like kind of shaken by. It. And you see some of like the lower part it like sinks back into the earth, um, and it's gonna take six points of damage. Most of <gasps> Thank you. Bloody. Oh, he is oh. <laughs> Yeah. And so with this, like, kind of unstable foundation, it's trying to get out of this light beam. And so it's actually um, going to try to push through to this other side here. And yeah. I believe that in order to... Um, Oh wait, can I do a bonus action to move it, right? Or is that... Uh, so on an action on your following turns, you on can. On my following one? Okay. Um, actually, you know what? What it's going to do is, it does not really like much being stabbed, so it's actually going to back away, and it will give you guys attacks of opportunity. <gasps> I will. Um, oh, you go first, because right? you have... Like... Although, I don't know if you guys are immune to the moonbeam, or at least if you are. We wouldn't be immune to the... I wouldn't be immune to the moonbeam, but I could still get an attack of opportunity as it's trying to disengage. That's like, true, that's true, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So as it attempts to move away, I will take my lance and swing at it again. Roaring because I am angry that this beast has that lava on me. <laughs> so you swing at it again. So I swing at it again. I'm not the most intelligent. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. Nice, that'll hit. Nice. Okay. And then I deal... Uh, I will not use radiant because I can't. Uh, actually, I think I'll do it. How does the attack of opportunity work? Is um, that just a melee attack? Just a melee attack. Okay. Unless you have the Warcast defeat, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Oh, this is not a detail. detail. This is a detail. Warcast defeat. I will deal six damage to this creature. Nice. Six. Uh, Slashing? Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. Oh, 1d10 plus 5. Oh, I. 11. Should we have added the first time as well? We should have added five the first time. Okay, so... So that was 11 damage now. The last one should have been 20 instead of 15. So we're adding... So add, add 16 damage. Cool. 
That's a lot of damage. I was like, that seems a little bit lower than everyone Cool. And so you go in with the, the lance? I go in with the lance, and uh, roar, and I attempted to stab it right in the chest with the black end of the lance. Nice. So the black end, it enters, and as it's doing this, this kind of like lava stream like shifts, and it like kind of rears back, and it bounces <clears throat> off the blade, and uh, you're going to take one fire damage this time. Yeah. You get a little like a pinky finger. <laughs> So um, then can I do it? Okay. So then I grab out my... Actually, actually, I don't think you can because it's just stepping back that way so it's the tech. Okay. Um, cool. Sorry so about that. So it keeps moving. Then you can okay. attack the creature. Okay. Um, and so that was the moonbeam. Good job. And so now it's the lava golems. I'm all for equality. Here. Turn. <laughs> right. And so it steps back. And once it's kind of like out enough of the moonbeam, it's gonna go ahead and take another swipe at you away. Um, with another big old smash of the hands. So if it started its turn inside of the area, it also takes damage, right? Oh, I think so. You're right, actually. Um, thank you, John. It burns again! Nice. Thank you for Unless being it got my rules. Completely out of the area. Um, oh, wait, so, either way. Yeah, so actually, to be honest... supposed to take, wait to take the damage until his turn? Um, that's a good question. Let Does me, it make another con save? When it enters the spell for the first time or starts its turn in there. So we, I think casting it counts as it entering for the first time. And now, Way's turn is over, it is starting its turn, and it's going to take another blast. So even before it gets a chance to run away, so even before rocks, you can take your HP back, that one damage oh. point that you lost... Yeah. Even before that, it's gonna make another con save. It gets a nat twenty, so it passes the con save. But go ahead and roll two d ten and half for me. Okay. And so it's fire. As you're watching this, like first this initial pulse, as it starts to rear back, that you see this like the fire within it starts to like erupt and turn like kind of a ghostly white. Okay. We round down, down, right? Hmm? Round down. Yeah. Yes. Because okay, so it was in the water. Cool. So it like, um, you see that this like, the cracks with the lava <laughs> inside it start to change from like this molten red to like a, a grayish silvery white. And it just like rears up and it's like, ah! and then rock, you go in with that stab. And, uh, and as you like thrust it into the middle, you see this white moonbeam of light enters and it merges with your sword. Um, and this like black stone starts to glow this like silvery something within the, the lance. And the, the thing just explodes. And the rocks and like, um, there's this flash of white light in this moonbeam and the rocks just crumble to the ground there. Now you may have to, you, you may hate me, but you do have to admit that that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was Hold on. We killed something. We have successfully apprehended the beast. Apprehended? How far can you be? I did tell you that we would kill any creatures that would. Yes. Ah, well that was, that was startling. I don't know about you all. That was the most dangerous. You can keep it around for now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Just move around with it. Concentration went up to 10 minutes? One, One minute. minute. <laughs> so we got like 50 seconds left. Same thing with your uh, temporary hit points. Perhaps we should. Oh, yeah, sure. But that'll go away after one minute. 
Perhaps we should, uh, shoot up those, ah, uh, we killed the creature, we don't need to shoot up any frogs, do we? No, no, well, we haven't found the spade yet. Let's go find the spade. Let's go find the spade. I'll tell you what, just because that was so cool, I will do you a token of good faith, okay? I'm going to attempt to stab Wei. <laughs> what? I take my lance, I flip at the other end, and I try to stab Wei right in the chest. Nice. Um, um. Do, you have, do you have cure wounds on hand? I do, but that's the question is whether or not Wei's going to allow me to stab her. No. <laughs> okay, so that means I take... I'm, so yeah, it's, this it's is an attack roll. roll. It's an attack roll, but if I hit it, I cure her. Like right, I cure her on my class. Yeah. Oh, that's a 12. <laughs> 12 awesome. Way, you see as you're standing next to this beam of moonlight with your mistletoe in hand, you glance at your friend who's just like stabbed this creature through and watched it explode. You see him twirl his blade around and go to thrust it at you. Fortunately, you're, you have enough reaction time that you can jump back. I mean no harm. I'm simply trying to cure your wounds. And I just like glare at him. I'm like, is that how you repay a friend? It was going to heal you. Watch. And so I take it and I stab myself with it. I just take the white end and I like, just shove it right into my chest. And um, it's 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember how many charges we gave this thing. We gave it two. Two charges? Okay. But I didn't use the first one because I missed them. Okay, so I healed myself eight points and back up and back forth. Um, and so you watch as I, 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 I take it and I stab the white end of the lance into my chest and like the burn marks that have been on my, like the side of my shoulder just kind of like slowly disappeared. I told you there was no harm in being stabbed by this man. Yeah. You want to try? No, that's, that's okay. Okay, that's up to you. The amount of distrust. <laughs> awesome. So Rock kills himself to full points with this glowy lance. And, uh, yeah. And you see that there's some very hot looking rocks kind of steaming in this pile on the ground. Um, the hot rock. You are most agreeing. But other than that, the. The Did you beat the lava guy? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty epic. Did anybody die? No. Not yet. Not this time. Oh, good. We'll see what happens. Yeah, like after one minute. Wait, can I. Wait, how many good berries do I have? Um. Well, have you used them yet? Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think you can cast it like once a day that generate up to 10 berries. The casting of the spell is timeless. Yeah. But is this an item? Yeah. Uh, can I eat, like, four of Okay. Filling yourself up to max? Uh, no, not quite. Okay. I'll be at 22. Cool. I did not keep track. Wait, did the good berries ever go bad, or could you just, like, camp out for a week and just, like, generate, like, seven berries? <laughs> no, I think that, yeah, they last 24 hours. Okay. Or the magic, the magic. bag of <laughs> You make a jam out of it. We're planning, we're planning to go fight God, so we've got a bunch of good berry smoothie here that we've been working on for the last year. It's like a, a pre-workout drink with good berries. You put it in, like, a camel pack mid-battle, just, like, bonus action. Yeah, drink good. What I would do when I was a druid is, or a ranger, I think, I would cast good berry of the night before so that it wouldn't expend my spell slot for the next day. But they last 24 hours. Oh, yeah. So they'd be like about to go bad by nighttime, but. <laughs> All I'm saying is, what's cooler? 
eating berries or being stabbed by a lance made by the gods. I mean, I can stab curious. you in my Never seen something like that. But will it heal my wounds? I think not. No, I don't. Right, so... That wasn't my goal. Continue searching for bandits and for the spade that we should Yeah, let's go kill some. our route. Do you keep your moonbeam? For one minute, just walking in front of you. Well, we, well, as we keep searching, will we encounter anything for one minute? In the next or one minute. Not Let's next find out. We'll keep it just in case. <laughs> so as you guys continue to survey the scene, you see the skyline of the city. Again, just ruined. You see that there are like some kind of like steepled buildings and things. Um, you see a lot of trees just having come up through the grove. Um, and a couple of like, you know, flowers starting to come because it is springtime. Um, can we make an investigation of like the ruins around us and basically see if there's anything of worth, see if anyone may be hiding in the ruins, like, like a, a search of the ruins themselves? Of this much area. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make me investigation checks, everyone. Yeah! It'd be good to take a peek in these buildings. We not find something interesting. That is good. That's I got okay. 14. 12. Let's investigate. Plus 6. You have plus six uh, investigation. 21. It's an intelligence thing. Dang. Someone's smart. Oh, nice. So I got a 19. Um, cool. So 19, 21. Awesome. It's also a little efficient. Cool. You're an investigative guy. Yeah. Awesome. So as you guys are looking around, again, you see a lot Every once in a while, you do find, like, a skeleton. You find, like, a dead body um, that's been there for, looks like, hundreds of years. Whoa. The bones are very dry. Um, yeah, human, you get some tiefling and stuff. Very dry, yes. Whoa, that's gross. Well, y'all aren't seeing it. You see, like, um, on this uh, dead person, there's, like, just tattered clothing. There's no, like, armor or anything, necessarily. But, like, Claude marks on the on this Just one individually perfect chainmail. <laughs> <laughs> if it was perfect, Magical it would have worked mail. a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you find um, like uh, this body and and like another one of these um, little building things. You might find like two more. Um, these seem to be civilians. There's nothing like. No, like super intricate decoration on the, on the buildings or on their clothing that would indicate any sort of status. You might find a couple of like, very very old coins that like the copper is totally like oxidized, so they're like, green and not of any like, monetary value anymore. Um, but there's like some <laughs> some of those coins and things there. You find. Um, I'll pick up a couple of ancient coins just for curiosity's sake. For sure. Um, do you have the inventory page pulled up? You can add those if you want. Wait, so there are claw marks on that? Um, yeah, that, like there's a, uh, on the, the clothing of the people, there's like claw marks. A couple of them have like fractures in their arm. Um, one of them is like trapped underneath the, the rubble there. In addition, you find like scraps of paper of just like, um, actually, no, there's not paper left. <laughs> not, not just loose paper. Um, but as you're kind of sifting through some of this rubble bagram, you, um, are moving a couple of stones off of a table here, and you find a very like solid and worn, um, very dirty, old, moldy. There's mold in this. 
But it is a book. I'm so excited. <laughs> and as you start to flip through it, um, it's leather bound. There's paper to it. Like I said, a lot of the pages are destroyed um, beyond repair. Um, but you do see some writing in a language that you do not recognize. I know some languages, but not that one. <laughs> yeah, I do. We can present to the group. Hey guys, look at this book! I'm like showing them the book. Oh, most interesting. This book reeks, by the way. <laughs> can any of us read it? No. No? It's not in oh. Celestial or Orc or... Do any of you read this this script? Not Celestial or Infernal or Orc, you said? Um, I, I never actually decided on my second language for human. Is there a language besides common that makes sense for Ferndale? Um, uh, I think that any of them would be equally like fine, pretty much. Other than like Celestial or Infernal and that kind of thing. Any like, humanoid language works fine. Okay. Um, Verndale, I guess you find a lot of, um, like, Earth Genasi, but they mostly speak common. Um, maybe like Halfling or Gnomish or I something like that. I speak common, goblin, primordial, and Sylvan. Speak primordial, dang. I feel like I would have entertained at Halfling gatherings. That makes sense. So. You know some songs in Halfling? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I think this is the coolest thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the pages are like wrinkled from water damage very much so. Um, this is a very old and nasty book. <laughs> what do you guys think made these claw marks? Something with claws, I suppose. I don't know though. It could have been the lava god. I take the book and I, I put it in my pack. I mean that one guy was talking about... You can add that to your inventory. Do you have the inventory she pulled Yeah, up? I just added it. Perfect. That's possible. Maybe the dragon men have claws. Maybe. Oh, damn. <laughs> what? Sorry, what was that? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I suppose we should move on from here. Nothing of interest. I do agree. Perhaps we may find. Perhaps that librarian can help us understand what language that is when we get back. Cool. And so you guys continue on the, the path that you were given by uh, Captain Corsa. Um, you keep on going, and again, more of these like ruined buildings, like tipped over poles and things. Um, uh, what else can I tell you about these ruins? I'm trying to be descriptive here. Um, and yeah. So, so it looks like it's an old town, or like, like just the ruins themselves. It looks like we're walking through like it's an old like part of the city. Like or? Yeah, this is a part of the city. That like. Again, the city is beneath is like at least as big as Dornweather. There's probably even some more kind of suburb built out to it, as far as like the actual expanse of um, buildings and things here. And so, um, yes, this used to be inhabited by humanoids. Um, so yeah, you guys keep walking along. There's trees, and again, you feel a slight tremor in the earth. No, not that. Not this again. <laughs> is it another one? Um, like. Blocking our way, or can we just kind of like skirt around? around well, we just way? feel it, right? We don't. See it's, it. Yeah, it's just you just feel a tremor, just very lightly. Last time, <laughs> how, how much time was there between when we heard the tremor the first time and when the golem? Well, so you heard one initially as you were coming down off from the camp. Okay, so they're just kind of periodic. 
Is there something tall nearby that I could maybe climb up? Sure. Maybe something that would be easy to climb. Has anyone um, else shot sparks up? There's trees. You haven't seen any sparks yet, no. Um, there's trees. There are like these like crumbling buildings. Those are those are pretty much your options. Cool. Would you like to climb a tree? For purpose. <laughs> to see if you see anything else in the city. Perhaps a bandit camp. Something like that. Yeah, Another sure. lava monster. <laughs> yeah, so I go to the nearest tree. Cool. Give me an acrobatics check. Yeah. Acrobatics. Acrobatico. Actually, I guess that's athletics, technically. Really? Um, actually, I think either one's fine. They're pretty interchangeable a lot of the time. Yeah, I know. I figured you'd like acrobatics. <laughs> okay, 18. Nice. You scale this tree with ease. You've done this a million times. Um, and you get to the top of this tree, and um, and it's kind of like you're, you're kind of level with like the top of this building, so you kind of can step off onto to the edge of this like stone building here. And you start to look around the city, and you see um, again what you'd expect with the ruins and with trees, lots of foliage going through there. Um, and it, as you're like surveying, looking for signs of trouble, you see a couple of patches throughout the city smoke. Nothing like massive buildings burning or forest fires or anything. Just a couple of like small trails. Uh, can I tell how far away they are? Um, let's see. The closest one to you is probably uh, three, four miles out. Okay. Alright, so I climbed back down the tree. <laughs> what do you tell us? So, I saw some, like, there looks like there's, like, some small fires. Uh-huh. Like, down the What kind of fire? Like, lava monster fires? Or, like, campfire fires? Yeah, kind of like campfire fires. Yeah. Perhaps. There's one, like, three-ish miles that way, so I don't know if you want to start going there. Sweet. Is that, or I guess, is one of them, like, more on our route than the other? Um, so the one that's, like, Closest to you guys is, is very much not on your route. That, that seems like probably where somebody else's route would have taken them. Um, and uh, let's see. And then, but like going up ahead, you saw one of those probably like eight miles down your same route. Okay. Yeah, so we can either go this one, it's like two miles away, but there's one more on our path that's quite a bit of ways. Oh no, I figure uh, it might be a good idea to stay on our, re- our mm-hmm. route because somebody else would be going there. We might miss something. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure if they need anything, they'll let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can keep an eye out that direction and see if somebody sees up sparks. Mm-hmm. Okay, off we go. Alright. And so you keep going down your route, given to you by Captain Corsif. As we're walking, I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't really help, but I'm eager to be able to try again. So. Nice. And you're also trying to like think about anything. I guess you guys then you're investigating of the city. You found it to be a very old city. Alright, okay. How would you like to feel inspired by one of that? I think that might help. 
<laughs> I'm a little nervous. I thought your your frost trick was very very impressive. Slightly off the mark, but very impressive. Next time, it'll be sure to hit the mark. I bet it will. Mm-hmm. Oh, the trees have stopped moving. And so you're continuing. <laughs> down, <laughs> down this trail. That happens. And uh, you see that you're starting to approach kind of what seems to be a little like square. And uh, off of in, on the other side of the square, you see there's a large like, what looks to be a church. There's like kind of uh, what's left of a steeple. The roof is mostly intact. Um, and as you're uh, approaching this square where you think there was kind of probably close to where the smoke was coming from, you um, you see the earth in front of you again begins to to morph and to shape, and you see a little bit of familiar red glow coming up through this. Now that you guys understand kind of what's going on, I'll let you have a, a readying round. You guys can all take one action. Guys, I bet it won't see us if we all hide. That's a no, really Brock good point. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go find him. Um, okay, I'm going to... I want to stand not in the front. <laughs> I will definitely stand in the Oh. I move to the front, too. I kind I of, like, know. try to, like, shove way to the... Like, we, like Wayne and I kind of jostle each other to get to the front. Nice. And then I hold up my lance. Um, I'll show you roughly where the ground is shaping here. Okay. Where do you want to stand? And I, and I hold up my lance, and it begins to like glow in like a very bright manner to the point that it's kind of uncomfortable for everyone else to see. Mm-hmm. And that's it. The lance is glowing. This time I'll tap away on the shoulder and like, you can, you can do this. I know you had a rough round last time, but you, you got it this time. Wait, way or Bagram? Way. Oh. Way is giving heroism, and Bagram is giving inspiration. Bagram, Bagram. That was a beautiful spell last time. Keep it up. Just do your best, you and I'm sure it'll be wonderful. I'm so pumped. I'm already ready my ray of frost. I can feel my hand getting cold, and I'm like ready. You can officially ready it so that yes, it is ready. When, the moment you see when, it. like, what's their trigger? Like, yeah, what's the trigger? When I see it coming out of the ground. Awesome. Shoot it out. So yeah, so he, so you, you have a floating viola surrounding your head. And I start getting my ice knife spell ready. Yeah, cool. And as the the ground continues to crack, it widens, and uh, and you see not just one, but a number of shapes start to form. A couple of smaller things, and then one familiar behind. Nice. Um, By the way, write down you have three temporary hit points. Which means, um, like, when you okay. take damage, get rid of those first. Yeah, click on, click on the temp. And I would like you all to please roll initiative for me. What are those things? I got a nine. I got a nine. 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 It might be nine. It might be nine. I got an eight. Nineteen. You guys are so lucky that I gave you a round to get ready. Okay. Melly? Nine. Right. Okay. Excellent. And combat will begin. And we'll, we'll begin with Bagram. They are in the monster manual as mag. Well, he shoots his ray of frost before. As a reaction, right? Yeah, because it's like reacting to them appearing. Because you ready. That's what happens when you're ready. Um. Yes. So this is the. Because normally round. it would let me take a turn, not on my turn, to do that. 
Yes. Yeah, right? So, um, you yeah. readying this. So you're taking it to action right now to ready this, and on their turn they will emerge from the ground and get blasted. Then. What was Bugger's initiative? Uh. 19. So basically, I thought, I thought that that was like we had the action of readying thing, them. and then their action was they all appeared. And now that they've appeared right before like the initiative starts for the actual fight, Bogger was shot. Sorry, so I guess I should have been more clear. I was, I was, what you guys just told me, I was picturing as the surprise round where we're gonna skip their initiative. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, cool. So Bogger, you're taking your turn to ready this, and then the golems and the magmans. Will emerge from the earth. Which one would you like to shoot? The golem. So this is our yes. surprise round that we're doing right now. Yes. Okay. Sorry, it. sorry that that was unclear. No, 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 okay. No, okay. So you're gonna blast the golem. Uh, yes. Do I roll or do you roll? I roll. Go for it, my dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where's my epic music? Come on. Ray of frost. Also, is there one Fifteen. Um, and so you, again, you hold your staff and you shoot this, like, beam from your hand. And, uh, as you're, like, you're so excited, you're like, let's go! And you blast, and it just hasn't quite gotten to that point vertically yet. It's still just starting to emerge, and so it's gonna go right over its head. And you see, like, that a little bit of the, the heat on the top of the, of it starts to, like, kind of dissipate, and it, like, goes dark again, and then it flares back up hot. Yeah, Mohawk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and cool. And that brings us to Melly. Yeah, so I was casting Heroes One Way and gave it, gave an inspiration to, to, um, Bagram. Awesome. On a separate hill. Why are these guys, like, semi-transparent? I don't know. Can we all see face them? Like, I don't know if it has to do with sight. Um, it should. I mean, they're all in our lives. They are ghosts. Guys, it's a ghost type. Ghost fire golem. Ghost fire type. It's a ghost type. Use dark attacks. Dark, ground, rock, water. Ghost. Yeah, I don't know why they're semi-transparent, but we're gonna roll with it. Cool, Melly. Uh, you cast heroism on way, and did the inspiration to Bach. Inspiration to Bach. Excellent. So rock. Okay, I've done. I've made my man lance. Oh, sorry. Oh no, yeah, I said that right. Um, that's gonna be a fun one. Oh, so just the going? Cool. Yep. We're gonna have some fun with this. Okay, um, so then I. Um, Did you ready something last time? I don't know what. Yeah, I think I readied my ice. Ice knife? Cool. So, um, you can use ice knife on these guys now. Where would you like to aim your ice knife? Um. Wait, has any of them? No one got hit. No one's been hit yet. One of them got a near miss with the with that right ray of frost. Okay. Ray of frost. So. Ray of frost. I'm gonna aim for the big one. The big boy with your ice knife. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Cool. Go ahead and roll to hit for me. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 nice. Plus five, but it's not one. <laughs> nice. Um, so, you uh, pull out your sprig of mistletoe, and you give it a little wave again, 
and you see, just like Bagram's ice crystals, you see that above these, um, these elemental creatures, this like giant icicle starts to form, and it crashes to the ground, just right, be- right between the two of them, between this little guy and the big one. And uh, it doesn't quite pierce either of them, but it'll explode. And um, let's see, we'll have to make... Yes, deck saves of 13. Um, and so first, we'll roll for big guy. Um, he got a nat 20. <laughs> um, and little guy. This, this fire golem is slightly more skilled. Yeah, he knows his stuff. Um, and the little guy also, as they, they see it fall, they both kind of like are able to shift just outside of kind of the range. Um, away from the central blast, but they're still going to take half damage. So roll 2d6 for me. And we'll half that. Cool. Um, uh, so, you see as this like kind of wave of cold comes from where the icicle crashed, the, um, they kind of step out, and again, you see kind of the, the fire inside them flickers a little bit down. Um, and you see, like, a little bit of ice crystals start to form on each of their hands on the side closer to it. Um, and then crystals quickly melt. <laughs> and then that puts us back. Oh, unless was there anything else you wanted to do? Cool. That puts us back at Bagram. Shoot him with the ray of frost! Let's go, and you have inspiration to this whenever you want. Alright. Attack roll, saving throw. So now having missed twice, but feeling more inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I shoot another ray of frost at the big one. Nice. Okay, let me. I think this is. There we go. Now they're not semi Uh Okay, go Go ahead and roll. I add inspiration to my 15 <laughs> in order to get, it's a d6, right? Yeah. An 18 instead. So you rolled, a, you rolled a three on the die? Yes. Cool. So it makes a con save. Because as he launches this, the little floating little viola mote follows yeah. And goes and pops. Nice. Big hit in the face with a little glowing viola. Nice. Little... nice. Cool. So he makes a con save. Really loud pop noise with his tongue. And also gets a nat twenty. This is a tough. Holy cow! Ball. It's okay. He's getting the nat twenties now, so he yeah. doesn't get them when he attacks us. <laughs> it's, it's a rigged die. And so he takes no damage from that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But then for your attack, he takes sixty points of frost damage. Eight, yes, max damage. Nice. Yeah. And, you see and he's slowed by Ooh. 10 feet. Yes. Okay, cool. Let me mark that down if I can. Ooh, add aura. There we go. Mm, that's not it. Whatever. So he's slow. <laughs> and glowing, apparently. Uh, um, it does say that they emit light. Uh, so we're going to damage him for eight? Eight. Nice. And so you send this blast of frost, and you see like snowflakes kind of trickle off as this white beam just... And it hits it right in the chest. And, uh, and it, again, you see this like ice form on its chest. 
and then quickly melts away. But there's definitely a decrease in the amount of like glowiness going on right in there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's significantly less heated at the moment. Cool. And then it's his turn. And so what it's going to do is it's going to step closer. Um, let's see. And it's slowed by half or by how much? By 10 feet. By 10 feet. Cool. So it's going to get you about there. Um, passing by these little dudes here. And what it's going to do is it's going to try and like spit lava at you guys. Um, so I would need the both of you to make a dex save for me. Oh, dex save is my middle name. My rules recently. That is a 15 foot. Oh, my. <laughs> Seven. Uh, I got a five. <laughs> awesome. Wait, wait, wait. This, Which okay. one did you roll? Dex. Oh. Cool. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, you every both. Time this happens, I'm like, I'm just getting rid of a battle now. <laughs> I say that, but then I get like a one. And you both will take five points of fire damage. Remember, way. Yeah, so remember to take off your three temporary hit points. So I just. And then you take two. Two? Okay. And then at the beginning of your turn, you get your three hit points back. So basically, you can rebuff like three points of damage each turn. It's a little like three three damage shield. Okay. It's like a little shield. Okay. That's a good one. Oh, wait, so which one? Okay, so did you remove two hit points? Um, she yes, took five, yes. right? Yes, five points of fire damage. Okay, so you lose the three for now. Okay. And so that'll be zero, and okay. then you take two off of your total. Cool. And then by the start of your okay. next turn, you'll have another three to kind of buffer it out. Okay. So whatever hits you next after your next turn, damage is reduced by three. Following the big guy's lead, um, these little dudes are going to start rushing forward now. No, they're rushing. And they're all just gonna reach out and try and like give you like wrap their arms around you, just like, like nice grab ya. Um and so let's see. It's gonna be two of them on way and one of them on or one of them on way, two of them on a rock. So first way. Um that is in that one. So way is able to you just kinda like give it a little kick. Get out of here. And then a rock. Um Let's see. Does a 14 hit? Um, a 14 hits, but what I'm going to do is as it attempts to, as it attempts to hug me, I'm going to hold out my little ring that I have. It's going to emit a little glow of light, oh. and it's going to stop the thing from hugging me. It's going like to stop. What was that from again? It's the ring of shielding that you gave me in the second episode. It adds plus five to my AC. But it's like once Oh, that was from Father Algrim, huh? Day or once per short rest. Short rest. Nice. Ah. Okay. Cool. Um, so that increases your AC... By five. By five for the whole turn? Mm-hmm. Nice. I, well, maybe. Let me look at it real quick. I think so. I like, think it's until right. your next turn. Because shield is a reaction. Mm. Yeah. Um, cool. So these two these two little, like, fiery goblin... Until the start of my next turn. Yeah. Awesome. So you see these two little, like, fiery goblin creatures are going to, like, run and kind of just, like, jump at you. And as they're, like, in the air, you just... <laughs> and you see this like white shield almost like do you guys know in uh in harry potter number three when he doesn't cast the full patronus but just like the yes. shield of it it's kind of like that where it's just like this white thing and they just like bounce off of it and land on their backs i love it cool melly all right <laughs> okay I, i'm all gonna done, take it okay. take a half step back so if i be back and i'll uh say all right i've been wanting to try this one for a little while <clears throat> pull out the violin 
tune it a little bit just for a second. I can cast Shatter on, uh, I assume I can catch probably just the bottom two and the big guy. It's a 10 foot radius sphere. Oh, okay, nice. So, the bottom two and the big guy. Awesome. So cute. Yeah, because I don't think I could get the top one without catching the and rock. <laughs> 10 foot radius? That is kind of like directly but beneath. Um, it's instantaneous, so I don't know if you really need to mark it. Yeah, that's fair. It's and it's just noise. It's a nice little like explosive ball of sound pops out from that point, and uh, they all make a con save. Nice. Con save of thirteen, I believe. Cool. Um, uh, okay, I was like, what am I doing? So this one's for the big guy, this is for the first little guy. Um, cool. Oh, wait. Okay. They all got not 20s? No. <laughs> <laughs> they did. No, so um, the bottomest little guy makes it, but the others don't. Nice. So that is... 17 damage for the ones who failed, and uh, <laughs> 8 for the one who passed. Yeah, Melly. Wow. Oh no, oh, 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 they all had disadvantage on that because they're inorganic. Really? That's cool. Yeah, um, the creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on this thing. That's really cool. Okay, so the order of oral disadvantage on this guy. And he's still passed. Okay. He got, oh. he got a 19 on that one, that. So, so yeah, so that's, uh, what, what is 17 and then 8. Nine, 17. Yeah, 17 and 8. Nice. Um, let's see here. So, 8. This bottom guy is looking real shaken up. Like, his head is, like, fractured open. Um, as you, the sound of just, like, just echoes and it just, just kind of splits this dude. And this one in the front just absolutely just explodes in a burst of fire and rock. And in doing so, oh no! Um, each creature within ten feet of it must make a DC eleven deck save. Okay. I can make a DC eleven deck save. We got this. That's so cool. way that's you two. Okay, deck save. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thirteen. Um, oh, how many times? You get a one. Seven. Ah, <laughs> roll the four again. <laughs> Okay. So you failed, you passed. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so you'll take uh, five and ten points of fire damage. Okay. Oh my dear. Little ticking time bombs. Ten. Yeah. How much health you got, like? Oh, I'll be at ten. What are you at, Rock? Sixteen? At the beginning of next Your turn, you get your three. Okay. Awesome stuff. Okay. So this guy, you just see like the, the rocks and the lava inside him start to like shake and then just pop and you guys both get a little bit of that blast there. Somehow rocks a little bit closer, but we managed to take more of the more of the brunt of it. Um, and that brings us to, oh wait. I just, and rock, now is your turn. Okay, I'm still within the bottom creature's range if I move forward to the big creature, right? I yes. Mean, does not get There's no opportunity then. There is no? There's none. Okay, I will step forward. Say, I killed your brother, I will kill you too. And I will stab him. Or at least I will attempt to do so. With your super divine sword. With my super divine sword. Lance. Have you ever done combat? Yes, before? that too. My bad. Uh, 
So that is the sacred weapon. Yes. So you add plus two to your attack rolls. Mm -hmm. That's very nice. Which is good because that gets me to be. That's 18. 18 will hit? Okay. 18 was a 9. Nope, that's a miss. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time, bucko. <laughs> Um, and I will stab him for, I will not use the ingredients, I will stab him for 1d10 plus 5, where's my d10, on my new fangled dice that I have, 1d10, uh, that is 12 damage. 12 points of damage on the big boy? 12 points of piercing damage. Nice. So, um, you go, you give it a big old thrust, and like, you're, made, you're able to take off one of its arms, and so, but there's still this lava spewing and all. And that lava is going to splash out at you for ten points of damage. <laughs> no way. You got close. You gave a big woof, and then but you still managed. You still took a little bit of that. You said twelve points. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. But this thing, it has been shaken up. It has been yeah. Okay. Um, frosted. As a bonus action, I am going to. You're at what, 10? Okay. As a bonus action, I'm going to use one of my spells. And I'm going to cast um, Sanctuary on. I'll do it that way. She can heal if she has her attacks. So as I, as I stab it and get splashed by the lava, I'm like, ah, but I look over and I see that way is hurt, and I hold out a small silver mirror that kind of refracts the light from the lava lobster and shines upon the way, and the glowing sort of field of energy shines around the way. And now any creature that attempts to attack way needs to make a wisdom saving throw of 12, and if they fail, they either have to end the spell or try to target a new creature. The new creature okay, nice. Sounds good. We're real worried about Wei's health, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to show her that I, I'm not the monster that I could be. A gesture of cows. Exactly. Excellent. Cool. And that brings us to Wei, now that you're shielded. Okay, my turn. Um, what are we going to do? Okay. Can we pass those ones? Thank you, my friend. to attempt my ice knife again. <laughs> Hopefully with more nice. than this time. Okay, um, so... Um, okay, yeah, so I'm gonna do my ice knife at the big, big guy. At the big boy? Yeah. Preferably within a sphere that doesn't hit me when it shatters. She does not have that option. She could probably make it grab the one on top. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say, if she, if she aims it like... Mm. Mm, yeah. Further up, I think. Sure. Well, it says each creature within five feet of, of the, the creature target targeted. Oh, really? Ah, okay, okay. Okay, so... Well, so it'll catch you. But uh, that'll also catch the guy on the bottom. <laughs> that will, that'll catch all three of us. Okay, um... That's fine, as long as y'all heal my wounds after, <laughs> after I pass, pass out. out. Yeah. Um, one second. <laughs> I'm going to consider my action. <laughs> um... 
Okay, so instead, <laughs> I'm gonna do um, frostbite at the big one. Ooh, what? Frostbite. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, that's me. I'm a. It's con save. Uh yeah, of thirteen. Sick. Bam. Okay, so takes one, six. He is. <laughs> um, three. <laughs> three points? Yep. <laughs> so, wait, is this a missile tower? How are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. As you're seeing all this kind of chaos go around, you feel this power of the sanctuary. You go and you extend your missile to one. And, um, and that just kind of forms. You see these ice crystals start to form within it. And the, this like lava coming from the mouth just kind of like stops. And you see that it like kind of crumples in on itself. And the, the heat of this creature just kind of like ends. And it's just cold, just rock. And it just topples over and falls backwards. Wow. Uh, most grateful to <laughs> Very kind of you, I most appreciate it. Time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. The lava going sideways. <laughs> well done, Way. Bagram. Ah. Followed by the little guys and then Melly. Okay, I um. I decided that I don't really want to take the risk of missing and I cast Magical Missing. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I'm going to target two on the one on top and one on the one on bottom. Awesome. And go ahead and roll me some damage. Right. For magic missile, do you have to pick first? Um, like that's a good question. I don't know. Or can you be like, let's see about the first one. It just says each dart hits a creature of your choice and you can see within range. I wonder if it's supposed to be for like each dart. Because if it dies after one, for example, like I'm not going to shoot another one, but I don't know if they all shoot at the same time. It says the darts all strike simultaneously. Yeah. So yeah. So you should probably choose before they hit. Where they're yeah. going. So you're gonna hold up your staff, and these three things are just gonna form, and they're just. Yeah. First two are gonna go to the top. top. So I'll roll those two. First dart does three damage. Okay. Second dart aimed at the second at the same thing does five damage. Okay. And then the third dart aimed at the bottom one does four damage. Solid. And so as you lift your staff and you call out your magic incantation, you see these little beams of light just. They fly at them, and the both of them just—you <laughs> had it like one extra damage point on each one to put it past the zero. Nice. So yeah, you did just barely what you needed, and a little bit more. A little blitz glide. Let's see if anyone dies when it goes splat. Yep. And so the both of you, I'll need to make dex saves for me. Ooh, do it. Don't take ten. Can we Don't succeed the dex saves? Uh, I'm scared. Imagine both of our healers oh, at the same thank time. Heavens, oh, okay. nineteen. Woo! Also remember you've got three temporary hit points. Oh, did I do I Thirteen. Thirteen? Yes, It is a DC eleven. That's at the beginning of your turn. Okay, so should I add three more onto my three more. Well you're about to take damage, I bet. That'll be three points of damage for each of you. So I guess do I just not add it then? Yeah, cool, just cancel that with your hit points. Nice. Um, and you have defeated all of these little elementals. Ha ha! 
I did something! <laughs> Very good. <laughs> that was most <laughs> impressive, Barbara. I'm deeply moved. I'm sure Melly will be singing about this for years to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use the rest real quick. Ah. I'm not gonna take my hands this time. I'm gonna take my hands. I'm gonna stick them on my shoulders. Can you can like give yourself a I'll give myself a blessing. <laughs> oh no. And I'm going to use all. How much health do I have? Yeah, I'm gonna use all 15. Do you want to save one just in case? Like, you need to heal someone who's dead, who's dying. That's fair. I'll, I will use 14. I'll use four of mine. I don't know. Then it's... I'll have two left. Wait. No, you just. Did you, oh, yeah, that's right. I do have. Healing word. Oh wait, no, no, I didn't. Smell. No, no, back, back, just back. in case. We yeah. should just take a long rest right here. Eight hours. Let's go. <laughs> All right, rest. Okay. Because we were like, screw the route. We're sleeping. Okay. I accidentally killed myself. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I merely mean to show you that I am not quite as malicious an individual as you seem to think that I am. Um, but now, yeah, okay. that's what I thought. <laughs> yes. A simple thank you would have survived. So, on my answers, I'm like, I'm also resistant to pretty much everything. So I wonder if I could just didn't. Yeah, and 5e also says they have all 147 points, so I don't think we did that much damage. No, we didn't. Oh, they are, um, like, supposed to be extra sensitive dice, but, again, I don't know if Arthur is using the same stat block. There's no way, because it's not 147. Bro, I, like, don't even pay attention most of the time. Like, I'll be sitting let's see what their challenge like, rating is. Five. But then, like, today we were watching... I was just like... Eleven. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no way you can use the same. Right. He hey, doesn't hurt. Text me next time you watch it, please. I'm not the one who starts it. It's Ty. What show? Ty's just like crash landing on you. I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, we went. Crash landing on you. Oh. It's a Korean drama. Mermaid Ty served in Korea. Nice. Caroline just happened to love it. Ty's gotten Jason I into it. I met someone in Paraguay that watches Korean drama shows. What? And like, they understand Korean pretty well. It actually is like a really good show from like, the little bits of it that I catch as I like, hang out in here. It's like, instead of Japan and the anime, it's Korea and the drama shows. Yeah. Other possibility if you guys don't want to spend your like, healing stuff. Um, you could do a short rest. You maybe. We just long rest. Which is what, like an hour? One half an hour. We don't have time to waste. I don't know. What time, what time is it? Um, in the day? Yeah. Um, let's see. If you guys we left town at like 11, at this point it's probably getting to be like 4 or 5. Yeah, because I'm wondering you're getting some afternoon sun like it's not like down yet but it's like you can see it off to the side like i don't think our day is over yet <laughs> no i do agree that our day is not over i think it is safe to at least heal partially before we survey the surrounding area and then resume and then we can perhaps take a short rest once we've taken damage and i still i still did one first level spell slot i still have one cure or one uh, yeah, one cure wounds and then one lay on hands, so I should still be able to heal other individuals. Necessity requires. If we die. I have two good berries, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we're set. Yeah. But perhaps we should explore the surrounding area and see what, what other fiends or creatures may inhabit these parts. Also, I don't have healing spells, so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have. I, you, you yeah, I have healing. He has healing word. word. He can shout at you and make you heal. Good. Uh, that will be the first time that that has ever happened. <laughs> hey! Get better! <laughs> no, I think I feel like that's happened. Well, Somebody! Yelled at you to get better and it worked. That uh, is true. But... <laughs> well, perhaps we should survey these, these yeah, ruins and see what we Walk in ahead and see if we find anything interesting. We would like to investigate this. I walk scenario. not in front. <laughs> Change the music. Uh, bravely approach in front, as I always do, making sure that Way is not in front of me. <laughs> Uh, Whoa. Nice. Oops, I did not mean to click that. Ignore that. I What's over there? Far away. Okay. <laughs> I feel a rumbling. So, do we all press forward? Yeah. Yes. Onward, ever onward. Let me see if I can move you guys as a group. Nope, it still doesn't want to move you guys as a group. Okay. So, how does that look for marching order? That yeah. Seems most agreeable. Neck and neck. Almost as agreeable as Bob. Awesome. What are you guys thinking about as you go? I'm so proud of you myself. You said you I for... destroyed like two of these guys and I'm like, let's go. I'm so pumped to be an adventurer. Like, I'm learning so much. Awesome. You know, Margaret, you are mighty fine in a fight. I, that was most impressive. You Thank you. saved our lives. So I'm so glad to be here. You are quite the adventurer. I think you should make this a lifelong pursuit. You know, I'm seeing where you guys get the killing from. Like, this is fun. Sick. Don't you agree, Melly? Yeah, Melly. Listen, it's um, uh, it's not about killing. It's about uh, defending the world from from evil and from dangerous forces such By as these killing. lava balls. But you can't do that without killing. Um, <laughs> just notice Parker is about to roll his <laughs> what, what do you, Would you guys all please make perception checks? For yes, me? I am going to perceive whatever it may be in these forests. What? I believe that's twelve. No, fourteen. 14? 10. 10? 17. 17? I perceive a... Oh, a 7. Mm. Okay, cool. So as you guys look around um, this uh, this courtyard, this field, you see... This see, feels like a place where people have been recently. You notice footprints in the dirt. Um, that There's like kind of some of the brushes cleared out of the square. And you seem to hear a faint sound coming from this direction Ooh. and you see that like i said before uh, across the square there's kind of a large church looking thing what sort of sound like talking sound or like crashing sound um not quite crashing uh Rumbling, maybe like shuffling. maybe like muffled speech um and as all of this is going on uh rock what's your armor class <laughs> that's all i think of 13 <laughs> Um, you catch a crossbow bolt in the shoulder. Wait, oh, your dang. armor class is 13? Yeah. My armor class is 13. How is this possible? Mine's 14. Mine's I have 16. Under armor. I'm not wearing armor, I don't think. It's because yeah. you have dexterity. What's your dexterity? dexterity. Oh, yeah. Um, and Rock, you will take three points of piercing damage. That was most rude, whoever did that. We do not Wait. attempt, we are not trying to kill anyone here, okay? Sorry, that's, I don't think that's right. I... Um, miscalculated. Like, actually, actually that is not the right. That is not the right number here. You are dead. 
<laughs> Rock falls to the ground, unconscious yeah, and dead. Your maximum health points actually are decreased by 50. <laughs> it's a magic bolt. Um, the black wyvern approaches. <laughs> Sorry, my thing was just not correct. Um, oh no, that's right. Okay. Sorry. Um, yes, three points of piercing damage with an arrow sticking out of like it's like well it didn't it's not sticking. Out. I think it like went through it just grazed past your shoulder there. That is most unkind. Ouch. Can I like sprint into cover behind that in that building so that no one the one next to you? Yeah. Room to the right. Um. Yeah. Sure. Just like so that what the entrance to that thing is not visible by me and just to sorry oh like so you're not like where the crossbow bolt came from so that it because I'm assuming right. it hey what's up hello oh hello I just kind of see if you guys want to put some time on <laughs> oh yeah does, is that fun does it work well press this button and then you're like welcome to tiny pole our current record is 10 I've never heard of this <laughs> 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 Today's crossbow is brought to you by Tiny Pong. <laughs> I knew it was you. That's awesome. Did you get a haircut or is your hair just different? I just did it differently. I like it. It looks good. Thank you. Um, cool. So yeah, it looks like the crossbow bolt came from this direction, from somewhere to the oh. east. Okay, so yeah, I go, I go hide behind the thing. I'm like, are you serious? We are not trying. What gives you the impression that we are trying to be harmful? Wait, okay. Did you guys take a short rest or no? No. No. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> awesome. So, Rock is going to dodge behind. Uh, I'm following. Like, cool. just standing right behind him. Use Rock as your shield. He's pretty big. <laughs> nice. Anyone else? Um, do you think this could be the bandits we were talking about? Uh, it could be a rock golem firing a crossbow. Are you guys going to do anything? I go the other way. Behind that thing, but I like. Up here? Uh, oh, I grab out my Yigwa just so I'm prepared. Hey, Bagram. Hey. Fire up those fires. Don't, 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 don't you? No. Just kidding. What does Bagram do? Bagram just stumbles into the same place with Rock and Melly. You know. Bagram, now might be a good time to uh, fire off those sparks. I mean, I suppose there is a small chance it's one of our own that mistook us for bandits. Uh, I don't know. It seems more likely. Than I take the wand of sparking. And while he does that, is there a way for me to go like behind back of where I'm at to like? Go? Oh, for sure. Okay, good. So I like. Try to sneak around back to try to like Are you being sneaky? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth for me then. Okay. If you're trying to be quiet. Don't get a low roll, don't get a low roll. Oh, I hope it's good. It's a plus. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I rolled that one. Amy and the ones no. today. Amy! <laughs> Amy with the rolls today. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Amy, would you like to describe what happens? I died. Just kidding. <laughs> Wait, no. Just no, straight I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so I try to like crawl through the grass, you know, to like go around them, but 
Um, I end up like, like crawling on every single branch that I can possibly like. You know, oh, nice! Everything. Just like stepping. <laughs> so then eventually, I realize that it's kind of a dumb idea, so I kind of just stop and try to get back. Okay, how far would you like to go? Um, I go like ten feet. Ten more here. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're gonna chill there for a sec, or? Uh, then I go kind of back. Back downward? Yeah. Okay. Mission failed, we'll get him next time. Awesome. I'll put yeah. you around okay, there. That's my one nap. One. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, cool. Perhaps we could solve this civilly and have a discussion. So you're like shouting across the square? Yeah. Nice. Um, nothing happens. Let's attack. Uh, can I, I'm going to like barely peek out, and I'm going to try to detect good and evil. Okay, so that's 60 feet. Aren't we like oh, that's true. almost that's 60 feet away. away from the place? 60 feet puts you to there. Oh, we can't see oh, no, oh you, no. okay. Um, to, like, the edge of the fountain thing. Okay. Well, what do we... What's the, what's the little square there to our right? This? Yeah. So this is kind of like a little... It's raised up, like, kind of a pool with a fountain in the middle of it. And then, of course, everything is very overgrown. There's, like, lily pads in the fountain. Stealthy. <laughs> Don't look at me. My stealth. I mean, I could try. My stealth is like three, but. I'm plus three. I could try. <laughs> I could distract them. Well. You just got shot, so maybe you shouldn't distract them. You're on the other side. So yeah. you're, you're, are you yelling across to them? <laughs> well, we're whispering to each other, so you wouldn't be able to hear what we're saying. So I. So I decide that I'm going to try this time, even if it's not stealthily, to move closer to the... So going I go, like, the other that same way. way? Oh, going back? So I go, like... North, south, east, west. Um, I go, like, south slightly, and then I go, like, by that bush, and then I just kind of, like... By this bush? No, like, straight forward right. more. Straight. One more... Not the other way. <laughs> yeah, that way. Like this tree? Yeah, like there. And so then I kind of just, like, keep moving towards the Okay. Um, cool. Oh, wait, is this kind of all in one? Like, are we still within a minute of the lava golem? Um, how long were you guys... I feel like it would have been... I guess it's probably been about, it's probably been a couple minutes. Because you guys did debate, should we rest yeah. here? Yeah. Um, my, my lance has stopped glowing. So, Wei, as you step out, um, and you kind of, like, try to hide behind this here bush... Let me, let me see something here. You. Yeah, so we're gonna say you get you about there and a crossbow bolt strikes your arm and you're gonna take two points of damage. 
Okay. Um, and, and you're able to to still duck behind the branch there. Okay. Or the, the thing. Um, how many hit points do you have now? I have 12. Okay, cool. Melody, you have the ability to communicate with dead people. Yeah. Like, we literally could not over. Yes. Hey, that's a mental message. Yeah. Hey, wait. Did you just get shot? Did you like, release my head? Did you just get shot? I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm Um, now that you've seen two crossbow bolts come flying, you're able to triangulate roughly that it's coming from kind of the roof of the church. It's kind of the vibe you're getting um, from this, the angle of the arrows. So to Millie, I'm like, oh, I think they're coming from the roof. Okay. Can we all like look on the roof now? Do we know how tall this roof is? Is it like a super tall building? Um, it's not super tall. Think like. It's kind of like a normal church building, like the, an average Latter-day Saint church. Maybe, maybe one, two, one and two stories. Yeah, like one story, but with kind of like a highish ceiling. So maybe a little taller than your everyday church. So when she says that, I want to look on the roof. Like, can I see anything on the roof now? Um, just look? Let's see. I'm trying to think about the like, structure of how this would be built. Um, I guess it depends on how close they are to the... Are you looking on the north or the south? So, I mean, we're west of the building. I'm just looking straight east, right? Yeah, there's like a little, you guys have a little cover right um, right here is what you guys are hiding behind. Right. So are you looking north or south of that? Oh, um, I'll peek out to the south in the door. Okay. Um, yeah, you see just like the wall of this stone building. You don't see anything really from that angle there. So I'm worried about my monkey, and so I tell him to go oh, I totally climb and hide. I totally forgot Fiki's here for the combat. I should make him a token. <laughs> so I tell, I tell him to go hide while I'm... Oh, should you take your, should you take your tools off? What's your tool with my dog? Um, hold on. Let me, let me add him to the, to the chest. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Nice. No. That would be the saddest thing. I would be with my tool. Okay. Here's our little Rafiki. Yeah! Our little red-haired monkey. And so has he been on your shoulder like this whole time? Yeah, basically. Amazing. <laughs> we love it. to your dexterous attempt at Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's like picking up branches and snapping them. <laughs> Is this what we're doing? Are we breaking branches? <laughs> nice. uh, awesome. Are you saying this to to the boys or just to yourself or thinking? Uh, unless anyone else says differently, what I'm doing, I'm not saying this to anyone else. Okay. I'm going to ready my lance and now that we've set up the sparks, I deem it sensible to wait to see if anyone appears to aid us. And so I'm going to stand there, or I guess kind of sit there ready to attack anything that may may approach and observe. But other than that, I will do nothing. And if we end up waiting an hour, then I will take a short rest during that hour. <laughs> awesome. So, I don't know if anyone's planning on doing anything different, but that's, that's, that's my plan. It's just to sit there and wait. Um, are any of these buildings 
like like the rubble buildings that were around or where way is are those all like one story uh yes um some of them may have well let's see i remember seeing like kind of stairs on some of these um can you see in the shadow yeah so this here there's kind of stairs that like gives you a higher vantage point here there's not like a full second story to it anymore there's also like some trees that you can climb if you're trying to like scope things out so this here would probably be your best bet to get some elevation Wait, can I see the stairs from where I'm at? Um, uh, you can see that there's a building that's pretty tall. You don't necessarily see stairs exactly from that angle. Okay. But. Mm. Well, I get tired of sitting there for so long, so I, like, rip off part of my, like, shirt or whatever, I, and I, like, tie it around my arm, and then I start making my way over, like, further north. Nice. Um, do you want to roll me a stealth check? Yeah. Hopefully this one gets better. Okay, 22. <laughs> Somehow I got a lot better being <laughs> So, this time you pick up Rafiki and you put him on your shoulders, and, uh, and you're able to go and navigate between the branches. No branches or nothing. And so you end up right here at the base of the stairs. So then, yeah, I decided to climb the stairs and go kind of the top of the roof. I, like, stay, like, laying down, cool. so... Um, awesome. I'll keep your, your good stealth going throughout this. Um, and as you're there, you're able to see that on the side of the stone church building, right here, there's kind of a turret. There's kind of like a, almost like a little tower somewhere that, with like windows that's elevated. Um, that it seems that that may be where the attacker is hiding. How far away is that? 85 feet. I think message is still active. <laughs> I think it's just you send it once and they respond. Yeah, yeah there's one just response. Just one response. One message, one response. Like, hey, wait, did you see anything from up there? Nope. <laughs> wait, did you say that? Too? Yeah, just okay. message again. Um, Mental message. Wait, can I see, like, who the people, like, who it is at all? Or? Um, They are, like, far enough within that, like, you can't really tell. You can see that there's some sort of, like, figure there. But you're, they're kind of like crouching as they're shooting through the small window. Okay. Yeah, I can't really see much. I just see like a group of people up on the roof of the... You, saw, you see one person. Sorry. I see one person. One, yeah. Yeah. one person. On the top. On the top. Mm. Um, could we maybe climb up to the roof and attack them from up there? Sending in a scary... We could. I'm not most proficient with climbing. I do have a rope of climbing. I can cast levitate. Oh. It's very easy to climb this rope of climbing. That does seem to make sense. I could make the rope levitate. <laughs> but not with anybody else on it. Or we can just... Oh, isn't there like a 10 pound limit or something? 500. Or 500, 500 pounds. <laughs> For levitate? Yeah. <laughs> so you can lift some of them. Yeah. Probably not rock with everyone. Perhaps. Except rock. Perhaps I provide sufficient, uh, what's the word, uh, distraction, and while well, everyone else climbs to the roof, and then I just charge and 
they try to shoot me, but then they all get shot by you all instead. Oh, okay. I can only um, cast it once per long rest, but it does not take a spell slot. It's mm. part of being an air spell I can also cast enlarge or reduce. <laughs> Is that nice? I also have that spell. Which may be a mistake for us both. That's a fun one. No, but we can make two things bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, maybe we can make one of us tiny and then throw and us. And then on. you sneak up there. Ant Man style. Yeah, Ant Man. Um. Okay. You can make Rafiki tiny. All right, I'd like to. We make the enemy small and make our ally big. I think I'd like to go out of the house and kind of go to the south. If possible, staying behind trees. It isn't super difficult as a wizard to change spells, right? Like, I just have to take the time to, like, learn a spell. The preparation. Yeah, so, whatever you have in your book. Um, so it looks like there's a gap in this wall that you could kind of, like, gingerly squeeze through. You said going this way? Or did you want to step out? Oh, if I can go through the wall, I'm gonna... You squeeze through the wall! So there's a little hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm kind of standing behind that tree there. Uh, I want to... I'm thinking about coming around, going around the south of the building, is what I'm thinking. You know, like, are there... Does it look like there's... I want to just get a better look at the south of the building, is what I'm trying to do. Like, I, I guess I'll whisper that to my friends before I go, like, hey, I'm gonna go take a look at the, the building. Um... Okay, so can I hop down to that that tree just southeast as well? Just yeah, a little bit further south. For sure. And as you're doing that, <laughs> anytime I speak, <laughs> um, twenty-four crossbow bolts. <laughs> oh, fire! So and they step out holding a machine gun crossbow <laughs> with lasers. Um, let's see. Uh, Ten red lasers. You're gonna spot a little gaggle down there of uh, these little like fiery goblinoid creatures. The same guys we saw before. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of just like hanging out. To be honest, they're like. They seem to be like semi sentient and kind of playful. And you're able to get just a little glimpse of them down there. And as they're like watching them, you're just seeing them interact and kind of like blow smoke and like embers at each other. And none of them are like holding crossbows or anything. No. Okay. I'll go ahead and message back like, hey, there's some of those little fiery goblins down here, but seem to be maybe unrelated to the crossbow people. I don't know. I'll just send that message individually to all three of my friends. Nice. Um, cool. Awesome. Um, Nothing my magic missile can't handle. <laughs> let's wait. Let's wait a minute. Uh, they don't seem to be aggressive. <laughs> but, but they would make it harder to approach from the south. And at this point, I'm like, I keep going more to the east. Okay, where are you headed? Just like straight, like down those other stairs, and I just keep going like east to try to. Okay, okay, I feel you. And we'll take Rafiki with you. Oh, yeah. Rafiki. Um, 
Cool. And so, inward. Yeah, and then I just hide in there, probably. Okay, so I'll put you right like that. With your feeky by your side. Okay. <laughs> cool. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting. I'm so with Rob. I feel very safe with him. <laughs> I kind of messaged back to Rob, like, yeah, I see no problem. And, and being on like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I see no problem with waiting until uh, we have reinforcements. It's the most reasonable. Cool. Um, so, as you guys. Does Way see something in the right that's red? <laughs> or it's just a flower or something? It's just a flower. Um, like, all the way on the right there? Wait, I'm not sure what you guys are referring to. Are you about, is that? No, I was looking down. Oh. This? And then following that column of light, there's like All the way. something over there, but I guess it's like... That is more floral. floral. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Such. Can I see anything new, like, up on the roof? Like, anything from my... Um, so from... As you're, like, kind of coming around, right... Uh, where? Maybe not... You're able to get, like, just right there, mm -hmm. kind of a glimpse of this wall, that there's, like, this portion of the of the building is kind of, like, taken out. That's, like, a gap right there. Um, let me see if I can make that more clear. Um, oops, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> let me fix this real quick. That looks so scrappy and funky, but that's okay. Okay, it's gonna kind of mess with our sightline. Yeah, so um, as you're walking through, you're getting just a little glimpse that, oh there, you see that? There's that flash that there is like this, that wing of the, the chapel is gone. Makes sense that they would install their archer kind of around that spot right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, as, uh, as you guys wait for a little bit, Melly, you're going to see that these little fire guys are going to disappear back behind the building. How long has it been? Um, probably like five minutes. Not like just a couple of minutes since like the first crossbow appeared like four or five minutes later. Yeah, well I want to try to keep an eye on them. So I want to see if I can move further south, still like staying behind cover mostly. Okay, cool. Checking into the building here. Yeah. And then you find a trap! Ah! So... Like... Can I get to a place where I can see... So how do you yeah, around there, is there any cover outside? Is there a tree to the right? Um, so let's see. It looks like you've got some, these are like kind of pillars of what maybe used to be a building or some sort of structure there that have now collapsed. But there's still like something, like enough that you can crouch behind. Um, and then you've got like these two trees here. Yeah. Can I step out to the right? Or is there, is there a 
door somewhere so I can step out. Um, yeah, this is an opening here. Cool, cool. Yeah. And I'm not super concerned about the archer because Wei said that he was on the north side. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. so I can see this bottom side building, but I can't see where the, the guys went. No. Yeah, so I'll keep going east. Cool, do you want to go north or south of the pillars? Um, south of them. Okay. Kind of in this enclosed area. Okay, and at that point I would see Millie walking by, right? Just barely. Just barely. I would yeah. just know, I would know where he, like, where he just crossed. Yeah, okay. you'd register, you clock that. By the way, message is 120 feet. I think that's pretty much the whole board, right? Yeah, probably just about. Um, let's see. I'll measure this. How many boxes? 120 feet is actually just about from where you are to rock right now. No way, we're that far away. Um, let's see, it says that 120 feet is there. Um, you guys still can't see that. Wow, that's so helpful. <laughs> um, let me see if making it red and more opaque helps. I guess 20. Oh. I guess it's... So you could send like one last message to either us or... See you guys. <laughs> I'm entering into the... 24 squares. Yeah, I guess that is 24 squares. Huh, cool. Yeah, just like, hey, I'm just, uh, I'm following the, I'll add this message to Rock, because he, like, I can see him through the slit. Like, um, yeah, I'm just trying to see where these, uh, little golems went. Nice. I'll keep walking to the right until I can see them. Okay. I do think it's interesting that movement calculated on the diagonal is technically longer than... That's why hex grids are probably more optimal. Yeah. And, uh, Melly, just as you get to write about this point, uh -oh. you hear a burst of flame uh -oh. as those three little fiery dudes from earlier. You don't see this, Melly, um, but Rock would witness this as the front doors of the, uh, of the chapel, pretty much, are... Is this going to... Adjust our site here. Oh, it's because there's no gap in the wall there. Okay. Oh, there isn't. Sorry, I'll just take that wall out. It's okay. You don't need this anymore. Bear in mind, like I'm hiding behind the corner of the wall, but I'm like peeking out. Yes. Yes. Um. Cool. As you see that the front doors of this church like burst open, and there's this like flame kind of erupting from it, and rock. You're gonna see these three little fiery dudes burst out as well as you see there's some kind of like um you can't quite make it out from just like peeking behind and like seeing just the the shadow there but um oh, where is it? but you see that there's like some small humanoid oh that's not really working some small figure standing right around there that seems to be causing some more fire and so these little fiery dudes are going to do charge out and come directly at you, Rock. And I'd like us all to please roll initiative. Can I? Okay. Um, sorry. So they're not going to be. They're not going to be out that far. I was going to say. Yeah. The moment I, that I, see, I just got excited. <laughs> the moment that I see the humanoid come out, I want to do something. Okay. So I got a twenty-one. I got a five. Uh, I got a. Nat 20. Uh, so I get to take two turns, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, I have to like plug everything in here. Does Rafiki need to roll? Just kidding. <laughs> um, Rafiki can take a turn with you. Oh, good. 
Don't finish it. Don't finish it. Okay, okay. Oh, when I show, when I set this, it'll show everybody on the thing. That's okay. Um, okay, okay. So, give me. Oh, the lava golem needs to be removed. Okay. So, Melly, your initiative. Yeah. Uh, twenty-one. Very nice. Uh, let me turn our epic battle music up. Um, rock. Twelve. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Come on. And Bagram, you said twenty-one. I rolled a nat 20, coming up to a total of 20. Very nice. Um, we'll go ahead and start. Uh, oh, okay. Roll. has duplicated himself. Okay. Awesome. So, our initiative order looks to be... Um, on the wrong screen. Okay. Bogger, Melly, the Archer, Rock, and then our three Magma dudes, and then Way. Are we supposed to be able well, to roll that he has two rounds because he critted? Um, yes. Bogger. So you see the first of flame and these two little fiery dudes running out to the front door of this church. What are you going to do? Well, I was, uh, liking how Magic Missile worked last time, so I'm going to go ahead and shoot Magic Missile, dividing the bolts evenly among the three. Nice. Um, that should be far enough, so go ahead and roll me some damage. And we're going to take these from left to right, so bing bing. Okay. First one. <laughs> Solid. Second one. Four. Third one. Nice. So you see these little like fiery rock monsters start charging out and just instantly they're all just <laughs> and you see little chunks of rock and fire flying. Very and nice. And I have a second turn now? Yeah. Alright, I shoot magic missile again. Yeah. That's a lot of spell slots. Yeah. So uh same way. Yeah, same, same idea. The, the same fashion. Alright, go ahead and roll me some more damage. Alright, first one. Four. Second one, five. Third one, four. Nice. And you see, really well as these as these missiles, missiles go, pew, 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 all three of them just just like erupt. Yeah. In the first turn of combat, he's eliminated the three. Um, the was the MVP. Little Much better than our last. I have discovered my new favorite move. <laughs> Um, the one that always hits! I must say, I do much prefer Because it's a Bog. D4 plus one, right? Uh-huh. You just got a lot of, like, threes and fours. Yeah. That's good. Nice. And as that smoke kind of clears, um, from the entryway... It's also good to explode those guys when they're not right next to someone. Yes. <laughs> Definitely true. Um, Rock, you're able to get a better glimpse. That leaves me with Maybe. one first level spell slot and two second level slots. So. Into... Hopefully we don't die. Oh, okay, so this is Bogum. So we'll say he's up there. And you're able to get a little bit of a glimpse into this building here. And for some reason, it's still gray. Interesting. But you see more clearly that this figure is um, very small, maybe like 
this tall, and he seemed to be wearing a large hat and cape. <laughs> awesome. Is he a wizard? Melly. Right. Um, cool. So the wall I'm looking at. That is not particularly pointy, it's more rounded with a wide brim. Sorry. You said it was like, you know, maybe a story in half. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a place where it's super easy to just like walk around or through? Or like to the right? Is it. Um, walk like into the building? Yeah. Is that, is that like just ahead of me and to the right? Is that like a, an entrance? Um, no, not exactly. I know it kind of looks like it on the map, but okay. it does not. Cool. I would like to pull out my rope, okay. fling it over the top, tell it to grab on, and to nod itself. Nice. Solid. And uh, I want to climb it up. Let me just tell it, see if that's an action. I think the rope doing its thing is an action. Speaking the command word to animate the rope. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Is an action. Okay. Cool. So I'll say that, um, yeah, it fastens to the top. It finds like a nice little thing to shove itself into, you kind of wrap itself around around. The knot starts form. Yeah, we're trying to climb up to the, to the roof. Cool. Um, what is cl- your climbing speed? How does that work? Um, so it, the, the, what the rope says is that you have advantage on checks to climb. Okay, so it's like an acrobatics check, I guess? Grants advantage on checks made to climb. But I think you just move up at your climbing speed. Yeah. Well, I think climbing, most creatures don't have a climbing speed. They'd like, just use like, is it like half of their normal speed? That sounds right to me. Climbing, when climbing, each foot of, or swimming, each foot of movement costs one extra feet. Um, unless the creature has climbing resistance. So yeah, so it just doubles. Cool. So you get there, you have 35 feet of movement? Uh, just 30. I know. 30 feet? Okay, cool. So you're able to climb 10 feet up onto the rope. So you still have um, maybe like 10 more feet to go. Um, and let's see, at the GM's option, climbing a difficult surface requires an athletics check. I'll say you're okay. That's not counting the rope. And the rope would give advantage on said check. But we're just saying it's easy enough. And I can label your elevation as 10 feet up. Look at that. Oh, that's not it. It didn't update on your screen, but it updated on mine. Epic. All right. So I'm like, there you go. So I'm like, I don't know, a couple feet from the top, probably. Cool. Look, it's Baby Yoda. (laughs) Baby Yoda? Oh. <laughs> um, cool. Um, as this happens, um, we're going to um, let's see. Keep in mind, even though it says I'm in front of there, I would still be. About, I would still. I would say at least three quarters covered because I've been hiding behind this. That is true. Yeah, you're you're catching just a glimpse. I think I moved you out just so that so this, this would display the thing. But yeah, I think you're okay. I just don't want to get hit by a fireball. Right? Bagram, you would have stepped out a little bit further though, in order at least not like further, but into the be able to see through there. Yeah. Um, and so, I think that would leave you susceptible to. I will roll again. What, is, the first what is an episode of our campaign if not for me getting out of the way so doing <laughs> cool. And as you've cast this magic missile and you've blown these things up, you're like, heck yeah, wizard time! And you hear um, this like clattering sound at your feet as just barely um, there's like a, a crossbow bullet or bolt that falls like pretty close behind Reality you close to your feet you're like oh <laughs> like, oh shoot um cool and rock you're up okay 
seeing this and peeking out and seeing the wizard man. Um, there. I hatched a genius plan. We love rocks and genius plans. Last time this happened, we almost exploded. <laughs> so I run out, not at like a scary pace, like it's like me jogging up, right? And uh, like in a friendly sort of way. Yes, but I'm gonna use aggressive in my bonus action to get like close to him. So you're going to be moving very quickly still. Very yes. quickly. So but how far does that let you move? Seventy feet. Sixty feet total. Sixty feet. So you're moving ten feet per second. So pretty darn fast. Okay, I'm moving quickly, <laughs> but in the whole time I'm like, ha ha, we do not mean any harm. Please, please, we are simply in the area. We, the the crowns god brought us here. We don't know what we're dealing with. We do not mean to harm anyone, and as a token of our faith, I will lay my death down, and you can take it. And I put my lance down on the ground. <laughs> nice. Give me a persuasion roll. Or deception. Up to you. Whichever way you feel. Because I am persuading them. To, uh, I'm not trying to deceive them. Cool. Just legitimately trying to kill them. 19. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, awesome. <laughs> I'm going to turn the music down a little bit more. You see, as you get closer... You see that this figure behind is a small goblin man who is wearing a fur cape and purple lavish hat. And he looks you in the eye and he sees your your lance on the ground. He says, oh, well, I'm so sorry. Welcome. How are you? I'm just fine. Thank you. Thank you. Please, please take this as a token of my appreciation. Oh, thank you so much. And he's going to, he says, please go, go grab this. Uh, and he's gonna send his little goblin friend here oh. to go. He says, I am Antoine. I am the bandit king. Welcome to Antonia. And he kind of <laughs> gestures <laughs> as if this is like his grand kingdom. Antonia. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't immediately kill this guy. Cool. So this little goblin guy is gonna run up and he's gonna pick up the lance like right in the middle. And what happens? And he's gonna take one D4 of radiant damage if he tries to grab it. Okay. Cool. Is that what is that the number that we decided on when someone? Um, that seems fitting. I think that's good. Okay. Just a little shot. Like a little zap. So three. <laughs> little okay. zap. Um. Let's Ouchie. see. <laughs> um. So he he reaches for it, and as he does, the two gemstones light up, and he like kind of his his hand like sears a little bit, and he goes. Yeah! Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Uh, what was that? Uh, oh, you know what it <laughs> You know, you know what it might be is this lance. It has what? a special it's it's you very deceive us. No, no, no. I promise. It's very it's a very powerful lance and it can only be held by those of extremely noble character. <laughs> and so it could be that you might not be able to wheel it, but the the bandit king could. I'm sure it is. <laughs> No one would be more capable. Give of me deception. <laughs> well, actually, that's not even deception. I, that is no, deception. That, that, that is about is the Bandit King. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm making it about the Bandit King. Uh, eleven. Play and combat. It was 11. so close to being a twenty-one, but I rolled over to eleven. Um, he's gonna roll insight to contest that. I can get a nat one. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Antoine comes in. This is for me, truly. <laughs> yes, of course. Of oh, course. Uh, thank please, you so much. And he's gonna step all the way forward. <laughs> <laughs> he 
and he's going to firmly grasp the lance and lift it high above his head in one swing. How much does the, does the lance weigh? Uh, fetch, dude. I don't know. Let me <laughs> Rock is my favorite character on the planet. Uh, I'm so glad this worked. I'm, oh man. 18 pounds. 18 pounds? Okay. Yeah, you can lift that. Yeah. A little like, require both hands. Um, cool. And so, yeah, he's gonna go ahead and he's gonna take 4d4 of radiant damage. And so his hands are searing and he's gonna roll a strength check to see if he can hold on. Yeah. <laughs> And he rolled what is his modifier for strength? Oh, I love Antoine. Um uh, <laughs> minus three strength. Um so he's gonna so he's going to pick it up and his hands get ready. Ah! And he like drops it and it kinda like hits his hat on the way down, so his hat kinda like gets jostled on his head. And he says, Oh! Ow! Are you sure this is meant for me, my friend? Of course, it could be that you are just weary from the day, and maybe you need another day to wear. But I, I assure you, this lance is for you. I, I present it as a gift to you. Perhaps I could take it into to your fine abode of Antonia for you, and I could lay it at a pedestal of honor. Ah, <laughs> uh, give me another deception. <laughs> No, it I doesn't mean, have to be an, with advantage, but what I'm saying is the moment that I start to see that, like, Antonia is, like, like, because right now he seems completely believing, I just want you as the DM to know that the moment that he, like, starts to look suspicious and be like, what's going on? I'm just going to clock him in the face. That's, nice. that's the plan. So you're readying that action. Yeah, but I'm doing it. We're out of initiative order, by the way. I don't <laughs> know exactly. And so that's, like, <laughs> yes. Um, are there, does anyone else want to do anything? I've just finished thing? climbing to the top of the building, see what I can see inside the church. Okay, um, cool. So the church, the roof is still mostly intact. You could probably peer over, like, kind of at the edge of where there are holes and things. Is that what you're trying to do? Okay, well, is there anyone on the roof? There's nobody on the roof. They are inside. Okay, like, back over where the archer was before. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'm going to move up probably to that bottom left corner of the fountain. Okay, cool. And these, um, so there's like an entrance where like there's a hole in the roof of where where Wei was looking before. Is that so? They were within a turret of it. They were not physically standing on the rooftop. Sorry, okay, they're like on the top floor. Yes. Sorry, I guess initially when I was saying that they're like on the roof, they was coming from a high angle. Yeah. I didn't mean to say there was okay. a physical person. On but the roof. are there any like holes in the roof that I could like slip down through? Um, or should, should I like climb down the other so side? So once you're you're on the roof, you're kind of looking down out over this. You're about like twenty something feet in the air, and um, you're seeing that the the roof of it is like pretty sloped and diagonal. And once it gets to like kind of where it would be coming together at a point, that that's where it starts to fall off, and there's not like the center there. So there's kind of like some slopage, and it kind of varies. There's the in and out cracking to it, and so you if you want to, you can kind of like. Climb yeah, like shimmy climb to the side and, and down here. Inside, yeah. mm-hmm. Cool, and so I'll just like slide you inside for that reason. Cool. And inside, you see. Sorry, there should be a couple of more of these like um, goblin dudes. Yes, but, um, but I'm kind of like in the center of the building then. Uh, let's see. I'd put you like right about here. Would be like a decent spot where you can see most of what's happening inside. But I'm like thirty feet off the ground or something. 
20, yes. 20 oh wait, there are like multiple goblins right there. All oh, Sorry. Wait, so yeah, I was just I was, like, I was just populating this into. You dragged the one that had taken damage in, by the way. I don't know if you meant to do that. Oh, thank you. Wait, how far away am I from like the turret? And that guy. Um. Oh wait, so this guy would be close here still. Uh, right now, you are about fifty feet from the person inside. Okay. Um. Can I cast Ice Knife at that guy? Um, yes, they have cover, so it will be like a, a lot more difficult to hit them. Uh, how much? Half cover, three quarters? Um, three quarters cover. So they have plus five to their AC and to deck saves. Just so you know. So I'm seeing the two goblins inside and like something on his table. Um, yes, so you see there's an Earth Genasi woman and like this one's actually not a goblin, this is something else. Um, does the Earth Genasi woman like? Does she look like she's part of the troop, or does she look like she's? She's she's part of the of this like kind of bandit gang. Oh, they became an ex. Um, this is a human. <laughs> this is a human male. Looks like a bandit. Yeah. X. Yeah, I don't know why it's an X. That's so funny. Um, I'm looking around now specifically, like, do I see the spade in the the building? Ah, so as you peer out the back end of this kind of collapsed building, you see that there's somewhat of a little pedestal built, that, like, there's the the base of a stone column that's been long gone, and they've built kind of this scaffolding, this wooden thing, and atop of the scaffolding, you see what seems to be a very nice-looking shovel that's not from Minecraft. (laughs) Uh, it's so hard to find a nice looking shovel image and I also don't have photoshop right now because our uh, thing ran out but you see this um, this like green ornamented like there's gold like um, flowery ornamentation on this shovel that's like perched atop this scaffold and it's on fire nice did you know you can use photoshop through cloud apps through BYU Yes, but only oh, like through through the cloud. I forget about that one because it's kind of inconvenient. So you also can just go on campus and can I, can I see all my allies from the roof? Um, you can see you can't see way, but you can see the other two. Cool. I want to message Rock like, hey, the spade's inside on the east wall, just by the way. So, <laughs> upon hearing that, <laughs> Rock catches another play. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Should not have told Brock. <laughs> should have told Bob. Oh, you know, it might be that it was just getting used to you. Perhaps you should grab it again. Grab. And I cast command and tell him to grab this. The... <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so that's a charisma save for him. Um, it's a wisdom save. <laughs> oh my God. He has to make a. Uh, he feels compelled to grab. Um, awesome. What is That's his wisdom? Beautiful. Ethan Budge. <laughs> he has minus one wisdom. Oh yes, goodness. come on, roll low, roll low. He rolled a nat four. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, if you say so. <laughs> and his, uh, his buddy goblin next to him looks at him like so confused, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he grabs it again. And he's going to take... Two more points of radiant damage. And at this point, I also move closer, so I kind of hear all the... Okay. Um, you hear the screams of the goblin people. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, Melly, around this like same time, you're seeing somebody descend a spiral staircase. Ooh, it's a cloaked figure. Um, uh, way, where are you going? Uh, I moved like south. Um, is there? Are you still hiding, or are you out in the open? Uh, I'm like there. Yeah, right there. Okay, cool. With, I, I'm, are there any other holes in the roof? Like, can I? Is there a hole in the roof closer to the shovel where I could like stand closer to it and lower myself? You down? could like shimmy around the edge back this way. Is that most of where the hole is? Is down there in the south, or are there other holes in the roof? Um, so the roof is like mostly like an outer crust. The 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 very like center of it, beyond here. I'll just draw a line. I can draw a line. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, so like, more than a couple feet from the walls is like open to the air is that yeah so yes um so it looks something kind of like this um as soon as it appears so it looks like it is kind of like rickety raggedy that is kind of the open space and then there's like a couple more kind of holes and things here and there what's going on further east for the east so that's all open beyond there sweet yeah. You could stay up there and command the rope to get it. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, but like we need some sort of distraction probably. But let me think about this real quick. What's the length of my roll? Sixty feet. Yeah, sixty feet long. And the only way you can decorate is what you pass. And I can throw it most of the way. Well it reach I guess if he's if he's ten feet up. If I'm standing like you know, it's a little bit further north, like as far as I can on the roof. Yeah, don't mind this triangle I was just measuring. So can I stand like 10 feet north where I am right now? Um, so it's gonna get kind of shaky here. Yeah, okay, right about there. Okay. Stay right about there. Um, and that's what, like 30 feet away from the shovel? Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna have you give me an acrobatics check just because just this is like roof. a sketchy roof. Okay. If you wanna if you wanna step up there, you can also just stay a little bit further back. Yeah. For now. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I might I might want to step there, but I can tell that it's kinda of janky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um Okay, okay, okay. Can we jump back while you think on that? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um so, so Rock, you've told him to grab it again. Um how long does the command spell have influence on him? Just until the end of his turn. So it would have been the action of him grabbing it again, and then it's him. Okay. And then, does it, do they know that you used command? So it doesn't really say. It's just that they have to do it. It's that, so they have to do it, which means, I would assume that it means that they know that they've been charmed at that point. The thing is that the, the charm spell specifically does say that they know that they've been charmed. Same thing with um, detect thoughts, if you dig deeper on detect thoughts. So maybe he, he, like, thinks it's a little weird that he, like, felt compelled to do it, but, like, Maybe it's obviously magic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna. We're gonna roll insight. It's not an arcane magic. It's a. It's a religious magic, and so it's only clerics and paladins can do it. Mm. Um. So like maybe it's not. I don't know. What did you roll? He's gonna roll insight. Yeah, roll insight. He's like, dang! I really thought it would work that time. <laughs> um, um, so ah, very well. Follow me, friend. Okay. So I took the lance. <laughs> and I follow him in. And so the couple yeah. of you guys go in. Can I bring my associate with me? And I point to Bagram. Is he cool? He is very. You should see how adept he is with magic. You will make a fine addition to your team. Oh, we love magic. I go ahead and follow. 
Awesome. <laughs> it seems like an awful idea, but I, I trust yeah, Rob. Um, are you coming as well? Um, so I kind of like, I walk down, but I like, I like stay outside so they don't really know that I'm there. Yeah, so they, are you going to be like, kind of right? Yeah, they don't see me. Just like, like peeking in? Yeah. Cool. And Rafiki? Yeah, he comes. We'll follow. <laughs> what do you, how are you communicating with Rafiki throughout this? What do you say to him? Like, they share a mental bond. Um... I'm trying to keep him very quiet, so I have some, I just give him, like, random pieces of grass to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, meh, and he'll start picking his own grass. Um, cool. So you're going to be standing right there kind of peeking him. And so Antoine comes in, he's like, welcome! These are my friends, Jean! And he points to, to, to the lower one right here. Not Zoe! Right here. He points, you, points to this girl holding a crossbow. Um, you seem quite adept with that crossbow. <laughs> and she she kind of nods. I still have the crossbow holding. <laughs> um, so she is an air genasi. She's a girl probably in her like twen- lower 20s. Um, so young. She's got the cloak on. Very like dirty. She's probably been living in this undercity for a long time. All of them look pretty dirty. Antoine is wearing like very nice clothes that he's probably been wearing for like weeks straight. He just loves this outfit. Uh, uh, over here. And my friend Aaron up here. And of course. And he continues to like walk forward. Um, yeah. And of course, my beautiful girlfriend, Camille. And Camille is like a six foot one earth genasi. <laughs> and she's just standing with like a, her elbow on like the, she's got a war hammer where the head of it's on the ground and she, the stick is, is up. And nice. she's like, and she kind of like picks him up and gives him a little kiss on the cheek. <laughs> you have found yourself a most incredible man. I commend you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's very pleased. So at this point, I'll send a message to Pogrim because I was rethinking my oh. previous message on Rock. Yes, and as you guys step through the doorway, you see in the background a flaming shovel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll message Pogrim. Hey, if you can get everyone looking to the west, I'll grab the shovel with my rope. <laughs> All right, so I'm thinking, like, how could I possibly distract these people like I've walked into the midst of them I'm highly uncomfortable like I normally keep to myself and like having all these new people possibly hostiles dirty bandits yes (laughs) like I I'm really worried and so I'm thinking like what do I do at this point and uh um I'm thinking of all the spells that I've been practicing and I'm like I'm not exactly sure what I could possibly do and so I'm like Glancing around at this point, looking around for ideas. And real quick, I'll just interject. As you're doing this, Antoine is kind of monologuing about how dope his squad is. May I ask how you all met? What, uh, what is the occasion? <laughs> oh, you know how it goes, my friend. You know how it works. You meet a girl, you fall in love, we start a bandit kingdom. It was beautiful. We were journeying through the forest, and I saw her by the riverside. And I knew that she would be my queen as I began my kingdom. And these are my boys, my brothers, my, my cousins. Also, the we were raised down here in the Undercity. It seems like a very nice place. It is most wonderful. And it is a beautiful place to practice the arcane arts. And he does, as he does this, he kind of like spreads this like fire. Um, uh, just kind of with his arms. And you can tell like, he very much 
is like loving. There's just this big smile on his face and the fire glints in his eye, his like little tiny beady goblin eyes. He says, "Yeah, can art. I am a lover of our dragon king Zorus. Um, Zorus is the, the god of summer. He's, a, he's considered the good dragon, um, god of like vitality and fire magic and yeah, that kind of thing. Um, and we in our kingdom honor him. And he kind of gestures to the side. You see, like over here, there's like a little, um, <laughs> a little very crudely made like wooden dragon sculpture, um, just like the head of a dragon kind of coming off the wall. And uh, and he snaps his fingers, and it just like bursts into flames. <laughs> and so I can I hear all of this? Uh yeah. Okay, so as soon as he's done talking, I. Cast moon, moonbeam oh on him. God. On Antoine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and the air genasi right next to him, or the, the stone genasi right next to him, like. Just, yeah, in the fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Way. Brutal. But they can't see her, right? No one knows that she's there. Um, so you have to look in. You're going to, like, peek on in there to do so. So give me a stealth check. Okay. This time you'll roll high, I know. <laughs> He's real high. I hope so. I should have tucked away. Okay, pretty. 17. Instead of drawing everyone's attention into the room. <laughs> um, 17? Uh-huh. For stealth? Yeah, you're good. Okay. And you cast Moonbeam. Um, so they roll con saves. I hope this just kills Antoine right here. Let's say those goblins don't have a lot of hit points. Oh, yeah. And he's already taken what, like six points of damage? Um, they both fail. What happens to Moonbeam if it's under a roof? So, two. Um, so, this one is uh, outside the roof, because this is all roof. That's the section and then, that's torn away. I'm just wondering if she wants to move it under. Does it's a 60 work? foot beam, I think. It would probably hit the ceiling. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see what happens when we get there. Wait, so I do 2d10? Right? Yeah. Okay. It's 20 damage. Um, 10. Nice, 10 so. damage. So. As Antoine is talking about how great it is to be a bandit, um, all of a sudden, um, a beam of light comes down. Melly, you'll kind of see this horizontally. This like, and you recognize this. Also, I love how like as he's boasting about like the like the god of summer, this moonbeam just like hits him. Yeah, um, and then Camille will enter combat as well. Um, no. <laughs> All I'm saying is I think they're... Never mind. The interesting thing is they don't know exactly. who the they, hostel They is. don't know who the hostel was, and neither Bargram nor I were doing anything that was, like, indicative of a magic spell. Um, like, we're, we're surprised by Normally well. you have, like, your verbal and your somatic yeah. and whatever components. So, yeah. unless they think we're skilled sorcerers. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so they... This beam of white light... Um, and like engulfs them. And so they are going to like step outside of it naturally as like their turn's movement. Um, although I guess if they're taking a turn, they take more damage, right? Yeah. Amy, go ahead and roll some damage. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I guess we'll roll two more con saves, but you also are doing the same thing still. And they both fail again. Did we want to roll initiative if we're entering turn? Well, I don't think we're necessarily in combat yet, right? That's the question. Do they? Do they? Um, 10 more damage to each. Yeah. When a creature enters the spell zone for the first time on a turn or starts his turn. <laughs> so, 
No, Antoine. Um, wow. Okay. So these two both are just like filled with this white, like ghostly energy, right? And they jump out and, uh, and this time Antoine thinks something's up and Camille also, like all eyes are on you two. Um, oh, no. I swear it was... It was Are you okay, sir? Is that? Are you injured? Um, give me persuasion deception. Bodrum, what are you doing? I'm actually. I'm. I'm not like. I am surprised by this as well. So I'd say it's persuasion and not cool. deception. I. I just let you guys decide that for yeah. yourself. I in general, I think that. Ten. Ten. Okay. So I have some idea of what's happening. I've seen this spell before, and I'm like, oh no, what's happening? <laughs> um, and so. I, uh, I look around, I look very concerned, I'm like, confused where it came from, but I know full well where it came from. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like acting like, oh, what was that? Yes. So okay. you want me to give a persuasion? I will let you give Ethan advantage on his persuasion. Okay, I'll give you advantage. Because he, he's assisting. Okay. Natural money. Oh. Okay. Good job, thanks for giving me advantage. But together between the two of you, you're very confused. And the both of them are going to roll insight, just, you know, because... <laughs> um, and they'll be like, "This is so curious. I, what? What is happening, brother?" I, as we as we entered here, there was there was we we met someone who could use this power. It could be that it was them. So and I say, perhaps they're at the doorway, and I direct everyone's attention towards. At the that moment, that's my cue. I throw the rope and command it to grab the the shovel. Nice. <laughs> so you see all eyes. Go to the door, Amy. Then... You probably just ducked out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me some stealth to see if you can be quiet in your shovel grabbing. Yeah, and with the command word. Or maybe that's sleight of hand. That's sleight of hand, I think. <clears throat> for, for what is this for? Sleight of hand to for... see if you can pull the rope adeptly enough that it doesn't, the shovel doesn't clank around. That is a nine. Can, okay. There is something, the moment that they, everyone like started looking to that, there's something that I wanted to do as well. Do I have to? Oh, no! That's good. What is it? I, okay, so I, I was like, Lord, Lord Antoine, you seem most, you, you seem most <laughs> egregiously injured. Wait, are they knocked out on the, on the ground? They're not, no, they're not knocked out. They, they've just been like, they've sustained damage. I, the moon. I would like to show you another amazing property of this land that might be used to you. <laughs> and I stab myself <laughs> and use cure wounds because I'm still partially injured. Uh huh. And just to show, I'm like, this, this land has massive How many hit properties. points do you have now? Uh, oh, go ahead. 1d8 plus. And I still cast my fire, so seven more points. And so. What does that put you at? Just around 24. Okay, cool. Uh, um, um, so I, I stab myself with it and I'm talking to him like, this Lance, if you so choose. Is that all your spell slots for the day? Yeah. Has the, has the ability to heal wounds instead of injure them on any, on any person that you choose to do so. And the, I must warn you, this is not for the faint of heart, but if you are willing, uh, this is something that I could do to you to cure, to keep you, the wounds no, that you have. Oh, well, he has no charges left. That is beautiful. I love this so much. 
This is the best item, and that's why. <laughs> you already got your nat 20, just stab him. Well, no, so I, so I'm giving, I don't want to, I was like, it, only if you choose to do so. <laughs> and Antoine is going to say, uh, did he ask for your name already? I forgot. He said, my friend, forgive me, what is your name? My name is Rock the Bliss. Oh, rock. And as, by the way, as I'm doing this, like, I'm facing them, but everyone else is, like, facing me in the other wall. And so I'm paying attention to whether or not Melly is. Like, this is all happening at the same time. Because I'm trying to distract I also want to yeah. start moving towards the doorway. <laughs> so, I'm getting very uncomfortable. So here's the thing. So, so Bagram starts backing up. Antoine says, You, check the door. And he says, Rock, the kingdom of Antonia will. <laughs> Will forever remember your name. <laughs> Please heal me if you would. Before I do so, can I ask what's happened to the? I want to know what happens to the shovel. Because if if he's like kind of struggling with the shovel, I want to stall for time more. But if he successfully gets it, then I'm fine. Right, right, right. Okay. So you got your sleight of hand. So you've um, there is like a little bit of a clink sound, right as like rock is distracting. When did you get your nat twenty? I need you to. He got it when I helped him when we were acting confused. Yeah, when we were acting confused. confused. The right as the okay, movie. give me a performance check. <laughs> performance <laughs> check. To see if you can successfully distract them okay. from the shovel. Because there was a slight sound. <laughs> nice. So there's a little jostle as there was like a stamp, something that was kind of fixed to. Um, and you managed to yank it off of there. But the thing is like, it's not going to like instantly come all the way up probably. Yeah. <clears throat> And so it's kind of like dragging along the ground right now. Yeah, because of the angle. I, I get that. I yeah. Get that. Um, and as this is going on, you also hear rustling in the trees to the right. Uh-oh. Wait, who? Um, Melly. I'm going to start pulling as fast as I can. Um, okay. Uh, wait, so real quick. Great. So you're going to start pulling fast, right, as Rock... So Antoine comes, please, brother, <laughs> no. heal my wearied body. I'm... I would love to experience this fantastic power. <laughs> this is up to you, okay? But I'm like... My proposition would be that I get an automatic crit on this, because I, he's like holding his body open, and I get to stab him however and wherever I want. <laughs> Like, you don't need to roll for an attack. I don't need to roll for an attack. He's, I'm just leaving his body open. He's dead. Go ahead and describe <laughs> it. So I... <laughs> take it. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, this is literally the best thing ever. <laughs> is the shovel still on fire? Uh, It's kind of like petering out. Okay. I said, Antoine, I, I would just like you to know. This has been an honor. And so I take it and I like switch the end so it's the black end, <laughs> stab it right into his heart, pull it out, and sprint in the other direction. <laughs> Amazing. Um, as soon as the, the blade enters oh. Antoine's heart, the fire on the spade goes out. Belly, you notice. And there are gasps from everyone. And I think we have to roll initiative again. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Sixteen. Fourteen. Yes. Twenty-one. <laughs> <21. laughs> 
ones tonight. <laughs> oh, you guys are the best. Um, Antoine is big dead. Um, cool. Okay, Bagram, 21. I also had a 21. 21, 21? Yeah. Okay. And like, even here's the thing is, even if oh, I just yeah. did twenty four damage to you. That's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing is, even if you don't um, like, if you are ahead of someone in initiative order, you can ready your action to put you basically after them in initiative order. If you choose. If you choose. To. Oh yeah, yeah, right. You know, I didn't think about all you the possibilities of this lance but... when I created it as a weapon, but this has been very fun. Rocco, what's your just initiative? You're like, the, lands. the back of your mind knew its possibilities, and was like, these are the abilities, we shall give it. It just, like, this one work against intelligent foes, but against the goblin, like, And you've been rolling or... very well. I have been rolling I've really been well. poorly. <laughs> yes. What? Your initiative? Power. The lava monsters, on point. The goblin... Okay. Not on point. <laughs> Did not roll well. Oh, there was just a 20, that's all. Antoine is big dead. Um, I hope it's not the one with the crossbow. But she's taken damage already. Cool. So, Antoine's body is falling to the ground. Um, let's see. So, I'm going to say that all of the bandits are they're surprised <laughs> more than that, that was, like, well, so my goal was to stab and then well because everyone was like it was gonna watch to see if the wounds are cured mm -hmm. right and so in that like two seconds where they like don't realize that he's dead yet i was gonna be sprinting in the other direction i'm gonna give you that much movement that's fair um and so <laughs> this is great this is so good oh my uh melly you heard rustling can i see the and um, uh, because you're behind a wall, I'll fix it in just a sec. You blind. And I just have to add this individual here also, to our initiative order. So the shovel has been dragging on the ground for a little while. I'm hmm. wondering how how far it is from me. Um, it'll be about there. <laughs> we can't see. Oh, right okay. about there. Sounds yep, great. That's that's where it is. <laughs> that's so funny. The way I input the shovel. It is like marked as like a person and not as a an item or like a thing. We can't still can't see anything. I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I, there's a couple of other things that you're need good, to be setting good. up right now. You're fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is awesome. Okay. I really hope that it's not a monster and that it's the crown's guard that have come to help us. That would be very. Maybe. That would, <laughs> that would never happen. Oh wait, I'm due. I'm gonna go get some water. Please do. Do you know where to find the cups? Yes. Excellent. Yeah, I feel like the Moonbeam is kind of ambiguous about the, what it triggers. But you can use it as a bonus action to move it. Alright, so it's, it's a bonus action or an action? So I think it's a bonus action to move it, because that was the discussion. Okay. Um. <laughs> um, did it get initiative? I need to adjust it, because it got a 20. How did I do that? What the heck? It is an action. Game. It's an action. You can move it up to 60 feet in any direction, though. But then once you hit it, then it rolls damage for them. But, like, also you don't need to use that action oh if you'd want to leave it where it is. Okay. So, Melly, as you're on this rooftop here, 
Um, let me adjust the wall. I just love no. how last week we didn't kill anyone, and this week we're like, kill everyone. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. <laughs> so, Melly, as you look over, you see... What is that? This figure. Um, that is like... Uh, let's see, how far are you? 50, 60 feet away? It looks like a necrotic boy. There is this figure kind of like lumbering towards you at like, not slowly, but like not like... Quickly. It seems to be putting effort into it. Um, and something definitely seems off about it. Um, okay. And did we decide how high up the ground I am? You're about 20 feet if you're on the edge right there. Uh, I know it says 10. What do you think about that? Um, Mali, you got 21, so you're up. Beautiful. Um, I have no idea how we're ruling, like, how long it takes to... I'm pulling I in seven, six I golems I think in it. six seconds I can... Yeah, I, can I would agree. ...take it the last ten feet easily. Cool. So, are you acquiring this, babe? Yes. Oh, now what happens? Um, why are you a token and not a thing? Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so, it is with you. It's gonna be funky. and be in this square next to you, but you have it. Um, yeah, I'll just, like, stick in my pack if I can. <clears throat> okay. Um... Would that, what was, is that like my interactive object? Do I still have an object, action? Um, I'd say that's your action. That's probably, yeah. But it, yeah. And I'll go, and I'll, mm, yeah. I guess I'm, so I'm still holding my rope. Mm -hmm. um, you can just yes. drop one end of it. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I, where I want to go though. Mm, fair. Like, cause maybe I want to run around on the rope a little more. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um... What is my instinct here? What, what does my instinct? Um. Yeah. So I will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll just I'll just walk around on the roof, like to the southwest. Yeah. Make my way towards everyone else as far as I can. Um, so like thirty feet around that way. Yeah. Okay. So. I'll say you get to about there just with triangulation things and pulling your rope up if that's alright. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Then this mystery figure, Chad and like Chad and <laughs> clad in chainmail, starts lumbering towards you. Convenient chain <laughs> And it's gonna get about to there. Never mind, we have to stay in fight. <clears throat> Does it can I see better what he looks like? Is he is like um uh you can so it seems to have formerly been human. Um, and is now undead, um, and it seems to be carrying a great like load. That there's like something heavy with it, whether that's the armor. Did you put into the order by chance? Um, I sure might have. Because you got You're at the bottom. Too, oh yeah, that's right. I don't I got know. A Twenty-one. I don't know why it would have refreshed that. Let me. Because you that. damaged me for twenty-four instead of setting up the twenty-one. Right, and I never actually fixed it. <laughs> so Bagram, you're also up right at the start of this. Okay. You got this. I um. Every time you come in, I'm gonna give it the hot dang. run out the front door. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Um, how I'm gonna move my 30 feet um, out the front door, just straight. Just straightward. Nice. Anything and... else? And. What weapon was the human holding? Um, up the X? Yeah. Um, daggers. So the only person that was clearly carrying a range weapon. 
No, but it was perfect. The things I don't expect are always my favorite things in this game. Yeah, this was beautiful. Just the progression of you like... There's like space over here if you need a better angle. Or... I was like, wait, I could use the okay. lance and have and a My plan is... All four of us could be on this is, um, <laughs> yeah. Easily. I'm going to... No. If I ready a spell, does that use its spell slot? Yes. Yes. Okay. So... I ready the spell web. Okay. Um, so if he runs past the doorway, then I'll cast web to cover the 40 square feet within the, the doorway. Nice. I mean, you can like yell and tell him something, but maybe you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Wait, so 20 foot cube. Nice. And um, it'll layer five feet thick, so like, you're up to your neck in, in web at that point. Yeah, wow. Is that gonna give me? So just like, just this area within the doorway? You, like, Are you talking about you want this? Highlight? Oops, that's not it. We can't see you very well, because you're on... Oh no! What is going on? Oh, because I selected Melly. Okay, so are you talking like this chunk here? Or yeah, but that's only a 10. Oh, so you're right, it's a 20. That. Oh my goodness. So this nice. whole zone within. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like five feet from the ground up? Yes, it is five feet. So it's like a baptismal font of web. Yes. <laughs> this is, I like this spell. <laughs> it's a second level spell slot, but. Nice. Well, isn't it? I'm trying to be 20 feet tall. It oh, can no, no, no. Reach up, but if it's not. How high Over is a flat surface of <laughs> the depths of Is the. Where's the roof at? Um, if the webs it's aren't. About in, 10 feet tall, because it's how tall. 20 feet we tall. We said it was. Oh, At least feet? me standing on it was I was twenty feet off. The so the outer edge is twenty feet, and then it slopes inward, gotcha. upward. Um, kind of mass. Because if there's something to attach to, it'll hang up there. Yes. So you could fill the doorway, like just web up the door. You guys want some brownies slash seven layer bars? Wow. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's from the activity. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We saw a couple over here too. They'll be right here. Okay. Wow. Oh, oh that's you. With my whole heart. What? Alright, big chonker. I'll take that. <laughs> I like brownies. Four mid-brownies. Yeah, Jason, do you want a mint brownie or one of those cookie batch oh, breasts? Which one do I want? My favorite. This is my favorite set I've ever played. Hmm? I said rocket by far and away my favorite game. Which one do I want? My favorite game. This is my favorite set I've ever played. But if I can manage to avoid dying, this is going to be my best session. <laughs> okay, so you're readying your spell, Melly, yep, and this so mystery dude have already gone. Yeah. And up next, the bandits are in awe. <laughs> Rock, you may run. Okay, I'm I'm running, and I'm using my action to dash. So I'm sprinting as far, and so I'm gonna like the goal is to sprint out, like get into cover quickly to the point where like. The air genasi, because I don't know that he's shooting webs. Mm -hmm. The point that the air genasi can't shoot me, and just book it through the woods back to the base camp. So like this way? Sure. Whichever way I like. Um. So I'll say you go around the fountain. Okay. Yeah, so like this apple, for example, sixty feet. Yeah. Five instead of just two. Oh, yeah. so it's really good. 
And the webs go up. For Antoine. He just wanted his comfortable. Legendary. Is anyone opposed to me having a second treat? Please do. It's so weird that, like, with this one, when you draw squares, it goes from one side to the other instead of, like, from a corner to the other. Mm. Like, like, when you draw... I have to put the midpoint of, like, either side mm. of the square instead yeah. of drawing from the corner. I guess it's That's gross. to help with, like, no. casting from a point. Oh, yeah. But how can you cast a square spell from a point? Thunderwave. That's one of my spells. It's Is a square it in front of Interesting. So it's covered up with webs to the point that they can't see us either, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Lightly oh. obscured. Mm-hmm. Right? It fills a 20-foot cube. If they go in, they have to make a deck but save. If, if they fail, they're restrained. The then they mm. fall down to five feet. Gotcha. Yeah, so in addition to it being five feet thick, Thick, will it stick around the doorway, or...? Um, so you could, um... <laughs> or is this computer or sort of fish? I assume if it's like a little bit of web in the doorway, it'll stick to the doorway, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I'll say that it's webbed up the door. Okay. Cool. Alright, way. Okay, so can I see into the building? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I look in and then I move the moonbeam onto the like shooter lady. I'm gonna say that like to, in order to see in, you're gonna have to just like be okay. there enough. Then onto over yeah, here. Onto her. How far in one turn can you move it? Uh, I can move it 60 feet. Holy cow! <laughs> Dang. That's okay. like cross map. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the question is, did it hit the people it passes over? <laughs> I no, because it's not... It's because it's at the start of their turn when they take damage, right? Or is it when they enter? It's really oh. ambiguous. It's Wait, super actually, ambiguous. Actually, can you zoom in a little bit? It is very up to interpretation. When actually, you just move it on and off of someone. <laughs> when a yeah, creature actually, yeah, enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there. So For the first time turn. on the turn. On so, it doesn't turn. mean you can do it multiple times on the same turn, but if it... Yeah. You just wait so encompass everyone. So I think that oh what it means. How is, far is that? It means that I think it does hit the people it passes through is what I meant. I and agree. I bet I can move it to hit all of them because I have sixty. Yeah, how much oh. let's see. Okay. So <laughs> from here we're gonna say five. Um where do you wanna go from here? Do you wanna go up or down? The human or the goblins? Honestly um, the air genasi is the biggest threat because she can be ranged. The rest um, of us can all get out in time. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll probably get her first, and then I'll go down. Okay, um, so five. Well, I'll get the one in the middle, probably. Yeah. Ten. Well, A1's, A1's dead. dead. That's oh, A1's dead. Never mind. Go down. Fifteen. Twenty. And then... Uh, Twenty-five. Thirty. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. Forty. Forty-five. Forty-five. Fifty. <laughs> yes. This seems busted. I don't know. Is this really <laughs> how it works? I have no idea. I don't know I how it happens. I mean, I'm pretty sure it would be all of them, though. Parker's letting it happen. He's the end. So, that's going to be five dex saves. <laughs> oh, oh, so, well, okay, so the spell says you can move the beam 60 feet in any direction. Oh, in oh. one direction. That which, makes more sense. Which sounds like a line. Yeah, that, I, I would say that's a little... I would agree. Okay, so... You can still hit three of them. Yeah, I can just do, like, from the Genasi down to the other two. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> so, if you're going from here... 
to there. Yeah, that whole three. Um, cool. So we're gonna say yellow one for the archer, this one for Camille, and this one for the axe. For Aaron. Um, and the DC is. Uh, yeah. I think there's Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Aaron <clears throat> Let's see. So Camille is gonna pass. Aaron is not, and the archer. This is archer's green. They, she is going to pass as well. So only Aaron takes the full brunt of it. So go ahead and roll me some damage. What did we know okay. about the human? Wait, how many do I... Should we know, right? like, Just what he had on um, the two daggers. Okay. 2 Okay. A shape changer makes its saving throw a disadvantage. If it fails, it reverts to its original form. None of those are shape changers, are they? <laughs> <laughs> one of them is a shape shifter. <laughs> so, 7 for the total. So, okay, cool. So it's okay. We'll, so three points on. The, oh, that's you healing. Max damage every time. Yeah, I don't get anywhere close to that. It's good though. I love this. And three more points of damage on Kenny. Does anybody want that in their brain? Don't follow your heart, man. <laughs> Um, you see, I have very little food because I don't want to buy food right before break. Yeah, I get that. I've been yeah. bought groceries cool. for like three weeks. Yeah, me too. I Wait. Much, um, like Did Aaron take damage from anything else, Mr. X here? I don't remember him ever taking damage. Okay. Well, either way, he has seven hit points according to this, so. Well, so as this beam of white light goes over him, he just is in full flame, and like his face like melts off and he just like collapses on the floor. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. That movie yeah. is nuts. Yeah, it is. Um, wow, powerful. Way, is there anything else you want to do? Oh, and then I'm gonna cast Shillelagh or whatever. Cool. And then do you want to move or stand there? Um, I might move back a tiny bit just behind the door again. How long does I mean, keep in mind, last? you just saw me sprinting away. Like, you, you don't have to move. That is yes. true. And, and the bog room was also just We're sprinting out the door. We're both just dashing out and, like, running away. She's just having fun taking some stuff. <laughs> okay, fair. Just a little too much fun. <laughs> so right here? Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. Okay, cool. And what is Rafiki no, doing? Um. <laughs> All right, did you give him any direction, or is he just like, <laughs> what? He's still just playing with the grass. <laughs> yeah. Solid. Just ignoring what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Camille's turn. She is not too happy. She's probably, to be honest, she's just going to run straight through. Um, and she's going to make a deck save once she hits that point. Does she run 35 feet? Uh, yeah, 35. Okay. Um, let's see, what was the deck save on the webs? 14. Cool. Each creature that starts its turn with webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dexterity saving throw on a failed save. The creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs. That is in that one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Camille runs, and as she's like sprinting after Rock, she's like, "What did you do?" And like is running, and she just gets caught full on in the face with a web. She gets Spider Man right up in it, and she is like, she's prone. She's in the webs. She's restrained. She's she's gonna make a strength check against my. 14 DC um, on her next turn. Okay. Perfect. Well, if that wasn't her action, I guess technically... I don't know. What does it say? It says a creature restrained by the webs can use its action to make a strength check. No, she oh. can do that on her turn. Yeah, mm. yeah she so she hasn't taken an action yet, so she's going to do that. Okay. Um, and so... But she's prone, you said. If it succeeds, that's it's true. no longer... If she's prone, it. she has to take half of her movement to get unprone. Um, not like... 
prone, prone. I guess I was thinking like she trips as she's oh, like okay. getting webbed. She's like stuck in the So web. she's like, yeah. So she's still going to like fight against the webs while she's like kind of being laid down there. So she's going to go strength against your thing there? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't get it. <laughs> she rolled a five. She's pretty strong though. Um, I was going to say, like, Earth Genasi with a big hammer, she seems to have... She's tough, but she's still, like, webbed up. Um, cool, Bagram. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yes, Bagram. I can't, tell if, I can't tell if that laugh is in character or if this is just Dylan. I just... I should wait. I should wait. Do it, Dylan. Do it. No, it would be more effective if I waited. Um, oh, no. <laughs> no, until other people got caught in the web. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna catch it on fire, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you should wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah wait, fire. wait till, wait till. Okay. I'll get them all out. So, um, <laughs> oh, who can I see? So you see, Camille just got wrecked in the web. You see, the archer is standing there, figuring the out what the flip just happened. Um, Aaron just got moonbeamed, and then you've got these two down here. Are still like what the flip is going on, <laughs> and then you got so way the in the future. does require right? concentration, so, so you can't use another concentration. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Chill Touch, Ooh. Um, which is a, just a cantrip on the ranger. Do you not have some touch? It sounds like a move. Or is that like the spectral hand? Thing? Yeah, it's a spectral reach kind of thing. I think. You create a ghostly skeletal hand in the space of a creature within range. 120 feet. Um, make a ranged spell attack against the creature to assail it with the chill of the grave. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 necrotic damage, and it can't regain hit points until the start of your next turn. Until then, the hand clings to the target. Um, undead target has disadvantage on attack rolls against me until the end of my next turn. There you go. I'm guessing the Aaron is not undead. <laughs> She's also currently being moonbeamed. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, who uh, is the archer? Oh yeah. It's a little skeletal hand enters the moonbeam. Um, that's a hit. Roll me some damage. Damageio. Seven. Seven necrotic damage. Dang. Nice. Okay. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. So, tell us about your casting of this spell. What does it look like? Okay, so this is one I have not practiced a lot, um, because it made me kind of uncomfortable. I wasn't... I knew that I would need it in case, like, of handling undead creatures. I knew it would be really useful. And so... Arvin's um, kind of getting caught up in the rush of battle here. Yes, I'm so excited. I've been trying out all these spells that I've wanted to use in action. And so, as I reach out my hand, I just, like will into existence this skeletal hand that clamps down onto this ranger, this unsuspecting ranger, and it just like shrivels the skin there, it turns black. Ooh, where do you grab? Like the arm? Um, yeah, the arm. Nice. Oof. Yeah, and she's like, ah, I like kind of tries to shake it off, but it's got a very firm grasp on her for a second there, until it disappears. Melly. Okay, so... I'm concerned about the approaching zombie-like figure, but, uh... I'm not too concerned about <laughs> No. Like... I think I would rather just be over by my friends and let them know what's going on. So I'm just gonna keep walking along the roof. Cool, the spade is also with you. Are you gonna go up to the... up north here? Yeah, so... 
Yeah, um, and then left. And then I guess I can like kind of see through. Yeah, this is a gap right there. And so you can kind of see the webs, right? Like, like, Do you have 30 whoa. or 35? 30. Okay. I'm Noel. Yeah, so you can see the webs. Like, whoa, what's going on down there? <laughs> um, you got... I should really get myself, I should invest in a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, um, I that range stuff as a bard. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I think. You know what? Give me a minute. Okay. Like, I'm gonna. I wonder if I can. Sorry, I'm, I'm just double checking the rules. I should really have done this before. But. Um, I think there's ever been a better turnaround from our second episode to this episode. <laughs> okay, so Bardic Inspiration. Oh, it's 60 feet. And they have to be able to cure me. Is Bagram within 60 feet? Mm, might be just outside it. Let's see. I would argue that you wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah, well, yeah, mm, yeah you probably would door, not, just the way the angles yeah, work. I'll, I'll, I'll use my bonus action, or, or I'll use my action to dash and just keep going west. Keep shimmying. Along the roof. Cool. I feel like I should have made this difficult terrain, but that's alright. We'll live. Whoa! Well, what the heck? Oh, it's because he can't move through the shovel. Oh, that's <laughs> because the shovel is, is programmed as an enemy right now. That's amazing. Thank you, Dylan. The shovel is an enemy. Okay. Um, actually, right when I get to the corner, right there, I'm gonna. I haven't used my action, so I'll lap well, the rope. Well, dash up. was your action. Oh no, right? sorry, dash was my action. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right, so I, I'm just. Okay. I'm just. Uh, okay, fine. I'll go sixty feet. <laughs> Millie's quite the nimble old man. Oh yeah, he's doing good. Not that old. He's middle age. <laughs> he just looks really old. He looks like nice. He looks yeah. Awesome. He's just like take off some of the wrinkles in Photoshop. Yeah, I, mean, I uh I think I called him like fifty one. Oh okay. <laughs> he's still spry. Yeah. So he's like my he's, grandpa could climb on a roof. Yeah, he's not young. Your grandpa's fifty one. Not anymore. <laughs> and Melly, as you are like coming around, you're like readying your rope. You hear clank, 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 clank. As this, um... Yeah, kind of keep an eye on him while I'm retreating, if I can. <laughs> yeah, let me... I'm trying to figure out how this wall layer works. He seems a little sketch. Oh, can I use the eraser tool on the wall? Oh, I guess I can. You can move 50 feet? Yoink. I can use this action to dash. Oh, okay. So I can see him from where I am. He's a quick boy. Yeah, you can see him. Um, but you can't really see inside very much from where you are on the roof, but you can see out front there. Um, cool. The bandit, the, this archer, she does not really know what to do. She's going to kind of come around here and see if she can kind of start to hack her way through the webs. Yeah, does she know Oh, yeah. Oh, she's, she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> um, wait, roll, roll me some damage. Um, she failed her concept. Okay, so you did. How much health does she have left? Nothing. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, you look Thirteen. Yeah, and so, just as this bandit, as she's like still getting her bearings, figuring out what to do, watching these webs come up, she just kind of like, this fire, just this ghostly white just washes over, whoosh, 
And she also crumples to the floor. Well, <laughs> two kills with Moonbeam. This is insane. This has been quite... Everyone's had a really good moment this round. <laughs> like, yeah. Bagram just murdering people in the webs. Well, I'm happy to have yoinked this, the shovel with yeah. the shovel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amy with the incredible Moonbeam. I built the little lava boys with my him. magic missile twice in a row. This, is, this has been a good round for all four of us. Um, awesome. Well, these goblins are going to come up, and they're trying to steer very clear of this moonbeam, but try and get over by the webs here. So he's kind of perched like right under Melly. Or there we go. And so they're going to try and start hacking at it. What happens if they hack at it? Oh, I don't know. I guess you get to The webs are flammable. Oh, but you're say if it has any hit points. It does not. Do their, like, swords get stuck? <laughs> Let's Maybe find a strength check? I don't know. I don't know what that would be. Um, so let's say the one bandit right on the right here, his sword is stuck. <laughs> the one on the bottom, he's like kind of slashing. Low. Let's see if he makes any progress. No progress. <laughs> but that is their turn. <laughs> um, so remind me that B2 has no blade at this moment. Rock? So... Ethan playing Rock would love to go and help him fight. Right, isn't Rock, that the worst? in reality, is like, his goal is to stab the dude and run away, and he hasn't paid attention to anything going on behind him, and he's just assuming that people are like, sprinting along with him, because he saw Melly get the shovel, and he doesn't know about the, like, the guy. Can you I can know? make a perception check to see if they, if you notice that they're not with you. But making a check is your action, right? I, was kind I of will give that to you. I was thinking, like, retconning of saying that I was yelling, because I was thinking of yelling out to people, like, hey... There's this weird zombie thing coming, guys. Oh, did you do say that? Wait. But my turn has passed. No, that's okay. I'll let you say yeah. that. Yeah, so like as I'm running, I'm like, hey guys, there's this weird zombie thing coming right behind me. Okay. When I notice that he's following me. Mm -hmm. I got a 18 with my perception. So I look back. And you hear Melly yell. You, you heard me yell. You hear Melly yell as a zombie guy. And I ask, because he got chain mail. <laughs> uh, how does his chain mail look? Is it in good condition? <laughs> Um, and on that, okay, because I because I made that perception, because that happened, I would say that I kind of see... I can see Melly on the roof, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move around the fountain, like, to the left and then down. 30, uh, yeah, down a little bit and then down. Something like, yeah, there, about 30 feet. Um... Can I see the the skeleton guy from there? Um, I don't know. Can you? Barely. This is barely, yeah. I think. Yeah. I guess barely. Mm -hmm. um, How far? And so I'm uh, with that thirty feet. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know what I'll do. As an action. You dash. I could dash, but now that like I see that she's caught in the webs and. Like everyone else is still staying and fighting, I'm just going to. I'm gonna hold a dodge action, just in case something like might happen, and I'm gonna make sure that everyone's like gets away safely before the zombie dude comes. Cool. What? Okay, so. Um. Wait. I move down again so I can see inside the room. <laughs> and then. Okay, so. If I move it to the goblin right beneath Melly, is it gonna hit Melly? Or can um, I make it where it does? It's a 60 foot tall beam. So it's actually, I should have mentioned, 
as it moved to the left on your previous turn, it started tearing through the roof. Nice. So there's a little bit of, like, fire on the roof. Okay. It's not very close to you, Melly, so you don't really have to worry yet. And it, and it mostly, like, just kind of singes it. Wait, but if I keep it on, like, the outside, so then, like, the five-foot radius, like, barely hits the goblin, but so then it's, like... But it has to move in one Like this one here? No, if I go, like, you diagonal, yeah, like that, kind of, like... So, if it was here, mm-hmm. moving there, you'd def okay, hit Melly. Okay, never mind. I'd just go straight down then. And hit that one. Does it pass through the Ooh, person in the webs? Uh, no. It wouldn't quite pass through Camille. Um, just the movement light things on fire that are flammable. No. Okay. Well. Just curious. I just, I literally just said that it lit the roof on fire. Um, it does say that people catch ghostly flames. Uh, so it's not like fire, fire, but it's yeah. like fiery fire, kind of fire, but not really fire. It's like a, I think, because it's about creatures and it says ghostly things, I think it's like a spiritual essence kind of thing. And because this, the roof doesn't have a spiritual essence, we'll say the that it's not. The spirit of God like a fire. That's a good point. Thank you, John. Okay. So I was just looking at the webs, which are flammable. Ah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> cool. They rolled a, what is their constitution? This is close. What's the, the DC? Is it 13? 13. He takes the full force of it. Roll me some okay. damage. Okay. Two. I mean, you probably would have got him either way. Um, <laughs> a, a le- 11. Yeah. This, this bandit, again, just like whoosh, becomes a skeleton and it collapses. <laughs> This is like the last We were just murdering them. Um, and what would you like to do next? And then I'm gonna move down. Well, yeah, I moved down to the lower corner of the building just so I can see, like, the whatever Millie was talking about. Cool. You spotted him. Alright. I spy with my little eye a little zombie boy. A lumbering undead. Camille still trying to tear through this stuff. She's gonna make a strength check. 14? She passes it. Ooh, so um, she becomes unrestrained. Yes, but she's going to keep trying to push forward through the webs. What happens if she keeps staying in it? I don't know. Let's see. It something? starts its turn in the webs or enters them during its turn. Let's make a deck save. Started her turn. Uh, restrained by it. Can... But she was already restrained. Yeah. So she if it succeeds, she's no longer restrained. So I'm going to say she pushes her way through the webs and has to make another strength check to get out. Or else she'll be restrained. Okay. She's using this as her action, though, right? Like, she doesn't have an action. Correct. So if she breaks out, she has to, like... <laughs> Did you see? 14. She got 14. Dang! So she, passes, right? she is fueled by the rage of having her loved one murdered. It's just tearing through this thing. With, like, her warhammer in tow. She's like... And just, like, swinging and, like... She bursts through the doorway right here. And that is the end of her turn. I'm going to make her not sideways. Okay. Cool. Antoine is big dead, so we're going back to Bagram. Shooter! I just, I need to determine... Whether I should preserve spell slots or not, but it's so fun to use the spell slots. I think my guess is that we're towards the end of the encounters, so though. Like, I could be wrong. Parker could have something up his sleeve. But. He's like, 
I cast Thunder Wave at a first level spell slot. Nice. What's the range on that? It is a uh, 15-foot cube centered on me going in front of me. Nice. A wave okay, so of thunderous like... force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw on a failed save. No. Where would you like to place okay. this cube? Just like... Oops. So like, it centers on me. I think you can pick Oh, it centers on you? Yeah. So I believe in the player's handbook, it describes it like I am on the face of this cube or something. Um, oh, in that case, like maybe. rolling waves. Going so like, kind of like this? Is that what you're saying? Yes, like that. Also, so, Rafiki would have come with me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and I want to aim it. Dying. Yeah, like that. So yeah, um I like how he's a meerkat now just because of that weird. They make a constitution saving so throw. Good. On a failed save, the creature takes two D eight thunder damage and is pushed ten feet away from you. Back into the webs. You dirty dog. <laughs> how much damage? Two D eight. Um if they succeed, then they take half the back into the webs. <laughs> okay. She's probably gonna die, but still, the idea of pushing her back into the web so is really funny. hilarious. <gasps> this poor woman. It's a gift for dating a goblin. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just an eight. Says the orc. <laughs> I got a seven in uh, do not know what you're talking about. So Very nice. Damage. So Camille is blasted by this wave of sound right back into the webs that she just furiously escaped. She's not dead, though. She's, not She's dead. taking like 28 damage, right? She is like on her last like okay. You can tell that her body is very weak. She's dropped like in the thunder wave. She dropped her warhammer. Yeah. So normally she would have to make a dexterity saving or. Oh right, as she enters. Entering. Right. Because she might not be restrained yet. Yeah. It's possible that she like bounces off. Um. What is her dex? 12. Sweet. <laughs> so she is again restrained by the webs. Melly? Just imagine her like proudly prying. Oh, there's bugs. a measuring tool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. What? Poor Camille. <laughs> you probably had so much planned with these characters. I've learned to not plan as much. <laughs> but they were beautiful characters. They were. Yeah. I really like them. And, and I like the fact that they're not just Antonio monsters. So. He's the same one at the bridge, right? No, that was Emil. Mm. Emil isn't in this battle today. Okay. Because, okay. Cool. So, alright. So I turn back, see that the zombie is still chasing me. Whip out the, the viola. Give <laughs> me nice little dissonant whispers. Coming this way. Mm, very so nice. Makes a save. Yeah. Um. It is a wisdom save. Okay. DC thirteen. Oh, side so roll. Yes. He got a three <laughs> total. Okay. Beautiful. <sighs> Some Ready to sixes. take some damage. <laughs> Nine um, psychic damage. Ooh. And it must use its reaction 
to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Dang. <laughs> that is nice. Okay, so how much damage? Sorry, nine? Nine. Nine. Wow, okay. So it's going to dash back. Um, FYI, if they're deaf, then they actually automatically succeed on the save. Interesting. Um, I'm trying to think. Mm. I don't think it's going to be deaf in this case. So that's a reaction. It's not deaf. So it still has Um, its turn coming up. Yeah, okay. Leave us. Cool. The fun fact fact about this, nobody else can hear the sound. Yeah, like even from the viola, the string. That's how I'm playing it, is that it's viola but silent for everyone except him. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, um, he runs away, lumbering. And then what it's going to do is on its turn, in response, it is going to use its action to dash again towards you. The 50 feet. Oh, sorry. I'm also on my turn because I haven't moved. Oh, yes, yes, please do. And, like... To the corner? Yeah. Uh, Can I... I mean, climbing down, would that be, like, an action, or can I just try to climb? So you can climb. Like, it would be the the halved movement. So you can get 15 feet down the wall, and then jump. You can fall five feet. I just want to get off the wall. Cool. So you're off the wall. Um, And then... And so that would be your movement to climb down. Keep in mind, if he, even if he dashes towards you, it's with his action, so he can't yeah. engage. Yeah, that's that's what I'll do then. Because I use most of my action just climbing. Awesome. And you t- you brought the spade with you. You said the spade is in your pack? Yeah. Cool. Well, it is going to use his action to dash, and then it's going to use his bonus action, because oh, no. he is a fighter. No! To attack. Cool. And so what our new character is going to do is as you're getting closer this figure seems kind of familiar this clinking chain oh, now no. you see that it's carrying under its back arm a silver box and it pulls out a blue <laughs> sword and it no. brings it down on you um Melly is horrified <laughs> because the specter of Brigham has been in his <laughs> dreams <laughs> since that fateful day. Um, he rolled a <clears throat> 10 to hit. No. So yes. He brings it down and whiffs it. Go ahead. Uh, and then up next is the bandit. These guys, they're not even in the fight anymore. Um, <laughs> Rock, your turn. Um, so you just witnessed this. Yeah, so upon seeing Melly get hit... Um, he didn't get hit. Melly, Melly, did you say anything? Like, just bring him to <laughs> Becomes frightened. No, just like a. <laughs> just like a, you know, horrified. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the right. <laughs> it's not quite eerie. There's like a, a horrifying oh, sound, like playlist. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, rock? I'm gonna run. 30 feet. Where? Away? 30, no, towards him. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to use aggressive. I thought so. Action. Get, get, how close Aww. am I going to get? 50, um, 55, 60. Wait, why does that say, oh, it's because there's a tree there. You can stand there. You can go in. I can the get there? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to, 
Be gone. Be- so once you get to about here, you realize that it's Brigham. Just so you know. I know, but it's an undead zombie. Like, I didn't yes. know Brigham that well. I'm stabbing him. Great. Okay. I will roll to my dad. That is a 19 to hit. Well done. That will hit. 1d10. I think. What is the armor class for for chainmail? I don't think I actually can. That's not a higher than That's true. Oh, especially because he doesn't get the dex bonus because he's not strong enough. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Um, 1d10 plus 5. Uh, 9 damage. Nice. I'll stab him with my leg. Nice. Be gone, You get Brigham him kind of right ghost. under the arm, right in the side Fiend of the young Brigham. <laughs> Fiend of young Brigham. Alright, way. You are witnessing this as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, I'd probably put the moonbeam onto the Genasi person. Okay, so you're just gonna like full send on. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So she's gonna, what is it? Is it Constitution? Okay, so she'll roll her con. Fails. Good, and then she's. Did it bump the goblin on the way? Um, Probably oh, not. It where was, was it? Yeah. No, I think it was no, it was so. Okay. And then twelve. Yeah. And as the moonbeam <laughs> passes on to Camille, she erupts in this fire, and also, like, and she just falls like limp into this into the webs, and there's movement in it no more. Also, you you could have like a sense in the webs, don't you? Like when things move into the web. It doesn't say. Oh, no, I'm thinking of something completely different. <clears throat> Never mind. Spider. Also, yeah, that was because I played a druid who had the spider sense. That's what it was. That's can true. we note that we murdered this entire band of bandits without taking a hit? <laughs> 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 like, pretty much. That's pretty impressive. Wait, Wait there's still a goblin. Uh, there's, there's one more, but like I, the only hits that we've taken have been from the crossbow bolts. The very true. Oh, wow. That's weird. Um, yeah. like, um, and then... <laughs> um, real quick, let me just check. I think you... Yeah, never mind. Okay. Because I healed myself. Uh, so I'm okay. Yeah, that's... And you're just going to stay there? Yeah. Okay. Um, Rafiki is curious what's going on. He's just going to step down there. Cool, Bagram. You see a zombie come up and attack, and you don't know who this is. Alright. Um, I moved down. Uh, to be even with him, east west wise, like there. Yes. Mm. All I'm saying is using spell slots. The tree somewhat obscures it. You can't really see through from where you are now. <clears throat> if you're like there, you can see pretty well. You can see better than it says that you Is can. Rafiki there, or is Rafiki. Rafiki is short. Rafiki's <laughs> okay. like too <laughs> He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's slightly larger than Steve Dog. <laughs> I'm glad we have some representation now. <laughs> so actually, your cat that's actually a monkey, but we're using a dog. <laughs> a monkey dog cat. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and cast Chill Touch. Okay. Nice. Can move with the undead, and that, is that a save? The only thing it does with undead is that it has disadvantage attack rolls on me, so mm. 
Um, do I do a con save? Um, or what is it? Or you just attack? Oh, I just attack. Oh, attack roll. Um. Twenty-one. That's a hit. Damage is six. Nice. So again, the spectral hand comes out. Where does it grasp? Um, this time it's gonna grasp around the throat. Oh. Shit. He's like, and you hear like bones like cracking and sinews snapping. Um, cool. Melly. Um, so I have a question about the thunderclap cantrip. Mm-hmm. Is it centered on me, or because it says like range five feet, but it doesn't um, say range self. Each creature within range. It says that. It's oh, it is self. It is self. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Um, no but that's what I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. Thunderclap. Thunderclap. Like. How's your constitution uh, like, rock? Get away! Get away! Yeah, and that is in concert. Cool. So, Undead Brigham will be making one. Too, right? Yes. Wait, I got that one. Well, oh, I was so close to succeeding. No, I failed to. Um, okay, yeah, it's just a d6. Plus, yeah, problem is. Oh, thunder. Whoa. That is a 6 thunder damage. Nice. It lasts up to an hour. Um, um, 6 for both. For concentration. Yeah. Cool. So if I lose concentration, I'm at 18. Okay. And it just like rattles. You hear the chain now like kind of clinking and clanking as he like kind of stumbles backward a little bit. That's it. Cool. Um, ooh, hoo, hoo, what to do? Oh, I forgot he has multi-attack. He could have attacked you twice last time. That's okay. No, because he had a bonus. Yeah, this is a bonus action. Oh, yeah. I guess I, I'm I mean, deciding if he's he like, if I'm using PC stat thing or if yeah. I'm using this monster stat block that I have here. Um, <laughs> which everyone helps us tell the story, you know. Um, and so, what uh, Undead Brigham is gonna do is he is going to try to grapple Mali. Um, and we'll start with that. So that's contested strength. Yes. That's his action. Yes. Oh, he's trying to get the shovel. Whoa. Eleven. Oh, dang. Is it snowing? That is Whoa. Snowing. Whoa. What was that? Not again. Um, let's see. So he, yeah, he goes in for the grapple, try, and he's, like, kind of reaching almost, like, behind you, kind of throwing himself on you, and you're able to, like, shove him off and keep him off would be pretty good. Um, and, Because uh, with the player, if you use your action to do something else... Then yeah, because I, because I gave him the action surge, because I just... Wanted this to happen. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna treat him like a player, and that'll be his turn. Okay. All right, Bandit, screw him. Rock, you're up. <laughs> He's trying to get through the webs. <laughs> you know, he might have accidentally stepped into the moonbeam and disintegrated himself. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's what. No. <laughs> okay. I uh, will take my. He lance. just witnessed the death of all of his friends. <laughs> I will stab him again with my lance. <laughs> that is a twenty to hit. Dirty twenty. Uh, that's, that's a hit. And then I will do a 1d10. That is a 11 points of piercing damage on our dear friend, Young Brigham. Nice, how do you want to do this? Where are you aiming? I will take it, and I, see, I'm most careful to not damage the chain mail anyway, because it would come in handy. And so I take it, 
and I would swing my lance and I stab him right into the throat and kind of pin him against the wall. Brutal. As you do, um, it's like blood, but it's not quite blood splattering out. It's like darker and like not as liquidy. There's just like flaps of flesh. They're just kind of like come as he, he, yeah, you pin him to the wall and the body goes limp. Um, and the box drops that he's holding under his arm there. And, uh, I kind of try to like shield the body so Wei doesn't see and is not disturbed by the dead. And same thing with the sword that was in his hand also drops. Well, <laughs> wow. this was the most interesting affair that we have had. I'm very sorry about, about hitting you, Rocket. It was a stressful moment. It's most understandable. I'm really intrigued by this blowing sword. Wait, there's sword. still a goblin um, none of you can see him, and he's very much in the webs. Maybe like an hour later. No, I guess whenever the webs well. come down. Whenever he loads his concentration on his webs. I'm very interested in the sword, so I walk over to like, go examine it. Okay, cool. What, is it like a long Where are sword? Where you gonna go kill the goblin? It's a short sword. Not necessarily. Okay. Um. Bagram, this is the, uh, the sword that we told you. This is actually the same person that we told you about, this man that we killed. We killed him again. Should we, we didn't not have him. preserved him then? Why didn't you tell me? He was a zombie. But it, the sword is, uh, you are most free to take a look at it if you would like. Wait, well, I have a question. I, I would love to. Dibs on the chain. I don't have to pick it up. If I try to kill the goblin, can I bring it back to life with a good thing? Just a question. Um, you can deal non-lethal damage, yes. Okay, how do I do that? Just um, you just say that you want it to be non-lethal. Basically, okay. you knock him out instead of killing him. Yeah. Okay. Um, so can I... Well, can I do that with the moonbeam? No. Okay, so I move the moonbeam onto the other goblin. Nice. I'm just gonna... Non-lethal I go ahead and let the webs disappear. I've okay, lost okay. concentration on Oh, wait. Then if you're doing that, then I actually leave the moonbeam where it was, and then I go in and I... Where was it? Was it there? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then um, I go in and I go to punch him. Uh, I move the moonbeam so I can go. You move it like there. And then I go in to punch him in the face. <laughs> nice. Roll me an attack, poor Okay. Um, wait, would that be a unarmed strike? Which is generally based on your strength, so it might not deal a lot of damage. That's okay. It's like one plus strength, I think. That's okay. Wade just desperately needs to prove that she can punch someone. <laughs> oh my! I <laughs> four. Nice. You go in. This goblin is like all of his friends are dead. He was just caught in a big spider web that shot out of somebody's hand. He was just like almost lasered by the moon during the middle of the day underneath a massive cliff city. You guys have been under this like big canopy of rock this whole time, and. uh and this elven girl comes in about twice as high and just and misses. Um, I'm gonna say it's his turn now. <laughs> I'm curious to see how the attacker will he run away. That's the question. Yeah, he's gonna attack with his little his little dagger, his little scimitar. Um, let's see here. Uh, and that's gonna be twenty-one to hit. <laughs> So that's gonna be a D6 plus one damage. Oh, you can't die. That's good. Six points of uh, slashing cow. damage on you. Wow, who's mad? I have Did six it? left. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right, wait, your turn. So then I have a 
have my... Wait, how long does the shillelagh last for? For a while. You can show Okay, me. so I get my Yikolo with shillelagh, and then I stab him in the leg. <laughs> nice. Attempting to deal non-lethal damage. Are you still non-lethal? Yeah. Okay. Do I... Go ahead and roll yeah. the attack, yeah. Um... Yeah, the, 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 the short sword. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh my gracious. I got ten. Ten to hit. <laughs> what is his armor class? Oh my Not ten. You go in with your shillelagh. Uh, poor way. Goblin comes at you with a scimitar again. Oh no. That's a dirty twenty. You're gonna get hit by a goblin. <laughs> And you, you look, take five points of you're slashing down, you're damage. Down. No, no, no. no, she's one left. She has one, one hit point left. Okay. Uh, can so, I put this on the Caroline? At this point. So, um, if you look in the knife block on the left. Awesome. Usually. This, so this is, scimitar, it slashes you right across the gut. He just whoosh. So now I, I move the moonbeam on top of him. <laughs> And as he's got his focus on you, all of a sudden he feels the searing pain through his back and crumples to the floor lifeless. How, okay, so... Well, I guess technically... Are you being non-lethal? Yeah, I'm doing non-lethal. You're still non-lethal? Okay. Yeah. I'll still have you roll the damage for me because he passed his throw. Okay, so half of two Um... So, five. Five? That's enough to kill. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, as I was thinking about it, I was like, you would have to roll less than four both times because he has eight hit points. And Wait, if I feed him two good berries, then will he be like conscious, but like barely? Or. Um, if you feed him one, he'll stable, like, oh, he'll, he'll be conscious. Okay. He'll become conscious if you feed him one. Yes. Okay, so I feed him one good berry. <laughs> so he's conscious. <laughs> So you knock him out, and then you're like, <laughs> and now he's conscious again. Okay, so now I have my um, Yakula, and I'm like just pointing it at him. Okay, so he's prone, right? Okay. He's, yeah, yeah. And then, so then I am like, okay. Wait, so let me undeath him real quick. <laughs> it's not a pile of bones. <laughs> He's probably traumatized by now. <laughs> I'm sure he's very traumatized. So what is this goblin's name? <laughs> so I move the moonbeam so I can, you know, get in there. Okay. So then, um, with my threatening Yakua, even though now he's like, wow, she can't even punch or <laughs> stab. <laughs> Anyways, so then I ask, um, I heard your boss guy talking about the dragons. Where are they at? <laughs> and I try to be threatening. <laughs> uh, give me intimidation. <laughs> I love the side plot of Way and the Goblin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Way just came terrible. You get a natural one. <laughs> she got a natural one. <laughs> um, You're like trembling with my <laughs> Like, okay, so he is going to <laughs> mutter some very rude words to you in Goblin, and then he's gonna try to just like knock like your Yikawa out of the way. He's still prone, he's not even gonna bother getting up, so I think that gives him disadvantage on his attack, but he's gonna try and like poke oh you in the leg. If he 
I know. Because he can see that. He can see blood dripping from your stomach right there. He did not hit okay, me. Okay, good. <laughs> He's like, why should I tell you? You witch. Wade died to a goblin. After, yeah. Okay, so I'm like, I'm only going to ask you one more time. Where are the dragons at? Roll again. With intimidation? Yes. Oh my. Hopefully I get a good one. Okay, 16. Okay. That's a lot better. Nice. And your question was, where are the dragons at? Mm-hmm. You know where they're at. They're at the spine. The dragon spine, of course. Um, who is... Wait, um... I don't know. I've never seen the dragon in my life. <laughs> okay, so then I just stab him. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an attack roll with advantage. Because <laughs> he's prone. Um... Oh, man. Roll that's so easy. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. This is awesome. Chaotic, okay. good question. Wait, do I still have Shillelagh? Yeah. Okay. I think this brought it securely down to a neutral. Um. <laughs> yeah. With neutral. Does good. a 16 hit? Good. Wait, Whatever I'm doing it again are. just to see. Oh, 22. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this goblin, he is once him. again not conscious. <laughs> Except for this time, was it lethal or not lethal? This was lethal. Oh, this is just dead. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Wei has settled her feud. She knows where the dragons are. And we're going to flash on back to Bagram, Rock, and Meli with the corpse of Brigham round two, the spade of spring, and Brigham's blade. I have already put on the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I put my leather on my back and my back. It's a little bit tight on you. But you can like that loosen the straps. Good, you know when like the clothing's a little bit tight and it's kind of. You're like rippling biceps or muffin topping under the <laughs> chainmail. <laughs> Y'all think it looks good? I think it's a good look. Go I ahead and add chainmail to your inventory. I already did. Perfect. And then I start making my way out slowly. Uh, but I don't go all the way so, over so to so the. Barbara, I don't go that far. I probably say we're about this sword. I happen to be trained in the Rafiki is in the tree. So, I'm examining this sword. I think this is the coolest thing ever. I'm experiencing things, like, firsthand. I'm like, this is, like, straight out of history books. Like, this is so cool. And so I'm looking at it. You also, like, you knew people who knew Bruno. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is crazy. And so as I'm examining the sword, what can I tell about the sword? Because Um, I'm assuming I don't know anything about this sword particularly. Give me an arcana check. Oh, yeah. Plus six. My character was built for this. <laughs> oh no, I yes. Never the wrong thing. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he gets a oh, and that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so right now it's a cool blue sword, made by Bruno Blue Steel, probably. Yeah. So I'm like. This is the coolest sword I've ever seen. I'm so Your brain excited. is just like overloading with all of the like... Everything that's happened today is like a dream come true. I've been planning, going adventuring for years, like preparing. I've been practicing my spells. I come out here, I've killed things, I've collected a magical item. I'm like, this is awesome. Nice. So did you... Yeah, what about the sword? You know, did you, um, do you know anything about particular about its properties? Uh, you seem to know something about it. I, 
It's glowing. I think it's really cool. I'd have to study a little bit more to see anything else, but okay, this well, is awesome. We can talk about this later. <laughs> and as you guys are chatting about this, you hear the clanking of armor and the thudding of footsteps. <laughs> as the soldiers, the... <laughs> of Dornwell. <laughs> well, well, as... Okay, can I, can I say, as they start to, like... As I hear the sound, I quickly take the box and I put it in my backpack. Is that the same box as before? And I also... It appears to be. I also showed in my last two... Oh, wait, my last one... Good berries, so now I'm at two points. Yeah, nice, good plan. I take the sword and put it in my backpack. Nice. And the body? <laughs> Billy's like, uh, I want to put the body. The bodies? Of Brigham? Yeah. I will. No, I, I'd like to take it with. Could, hey, can somebody help me take Brigham's body? We should at least bury it. I offer, but then I probably don't shovel. have enough strength to carry. <laughs> well, together, I think we can. <laughs> I, I will assist if it if it means that much to you all. Really, it's, it would. After seeing him like that, I, I mean, after killing, it would give me a lot of over. peace to know that he's safely in a grave somewhere. You know, you know what I mean. That, that is understandable. Poor, the younger. He died so young. <laughs> I'm like quite noticeably. Not super intrigued by him as much as I am by the sword that I'm carrying. <laughs> Cannot put down this sword. Um, do you begin that process now, or are you planning to take him back to Dornwell? Um, I think I'd like to have him buried here in church or something. This is at a church. Not, not this one. Decrepit church with a lot of dead bodies inside of it. Awesome. So, the the town guard, the city guard, come up. You recount the stories of what has happened here. Um, you, they ask for the spade. You see Captain Corseth. He asks you to give him the spade. We didn't find the spade. Oh, the spade. No, I kind of was thinking earlier, like, what if we, we find the spade and just spade. Run Actually, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we'll say. Because um, we didn't tell them about it yet. So, My character was also, like, thinking about, like, this would be a cool item to have. Like, this is in my research. I've been looking for stuff like this, and I'm like, this is cool. So, so Captain Corsus asks, um, what did you guys find? What's, what happened here? You seem okay, all right? <clears throat> yes, we accosted a bandits. group of bandits, stabbed them through we the chest. Them we did kill them all. I see, and this was necessary to yes. the... They were shooting us with crossbow. I still have, like, the crossbow. And, and I have, and like... Yeah, he glances over it, and you're all very wounded. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, not... I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm, like, true. still barely also standing. Totally. <laughs> Front line back line. He says, yes, I see. Very well. It was a very, very trying time. And did they have the spade? Uh, yes, here it is. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you. Good call. No, that's, um, that, that's good. And uh, and he's just gonna hold tight too. He's not. He's the captain. He's not gonna pass it on to anyone until he gets back to the door. Now I know that they. I'm like like petting my rope. Like nice work. <laughs> we are happy to have helped with this endeavor and to help Dornweather, but of course, there in matters such as these, where me and my friend have been grievously injured, there is always a matter of compensation. We will see fully to your reparations and compensation every other way. Thank you. Greatly for your service to the, to the kingdom, to the city, to the world today. Um, 
I would appreciate if someone has a stretcher who we can take this body back. A friend of ours, uh, we found him. Ah. He looks just damaged. Like, just torn up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well. And I'm just not even looking. We knew him not long ago, but it seems between then and now he has been found by a necromancer. So needless to say, we had to take care of him. Yeah. But I'm he's sorry. very dear to, to, to my heart. And I would like to see him properly buried. I know how it can be to lose a, to lose a friend in battle. To lose a fellow soldier. And then have them become a zombie who you have to kill yourself. I can't say I, I can't say I know that pain. It's pretty pretty bad, bro. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. We'll see to it that his his body's taken care of and that his grave is hallowed by uh by a priest. Thank you. And make sure he's not made undead again. Precisely. Yeah. That it's uh <coughs> there's a word. The gentle repose spell is what does that. Make sure that um we'll see you. Let us let us take you back to camp, we'll get you bandaged and, and compensated and all that. Yes. As as a coral reef, which has once been been damaged and polluted. And unfortunately that's where our recording decided to give out for the night. Fortunately, that was right at pretty much the end of the session. There was just one little scene that happened afterward as they were going to bed, getting their camp ready. Everyone went to sleep. Way, however, is an elf, and she doesn't really have to sleep. She just goes into a trance for four hours. And once everyone else was asleep, Way was sitting by the fire, and her monkey, Rafiki, started to talk to her, uh, which was an unusual thing. And as he did, he transformed into this weird monkey man. He had these long, jagged teeth and these lightning scars along his forehead. Um, and he spoke to her kind of ominously, it was a little creepy, about that they had seemed to have some sort of shared connection or lineage or something um, that she didn't know what he was talking about. And then he said, oh, this will be good. And then did a backflip and disappeared, just vanished into thin air. And that left way to ponder that for the night. And that was the end of the session. But thank you so much for listening to Kemvir Adventures of the Five Elite. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we've just done this because we love to. It's a fun game to play, and uh, it's great to tell stories. So let us know if you want to hear more, and go make your story happen. What are you waiting for? 